Hello and welcome to podcast number 52. 52! We're going to be catching up on the recent films and TV shows we've been watching before uh, catching up with the news. In the second part, we are going to be counting down our top 10 or top 5s yes, uh, on the best in terms of films, TV or top 5s yes, uh, on the best in terms of films, TV shows and games from 2022 or in special cases, special events yes. from last year. And then of course in the third part, we will be answering your questions. So first of all, I should just say Happy New Year! Happy mm. New Year! <laughs> we just had a Christmas, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We did. I fucking came and went like nobody's business. Like, I sh- fucking swear when I was a kid, Christmas was longer than two fucking weeks. It's because you were waiting for it for so long and you had like time off from work, probably. No, I'm pretty sure we had like three weeks off of school, like when I was Maybe. younger. But, Maybe like, it just felt that way. But now it's just like like three days and you're yeah, back. Yeah, it's like I finish work on the fucking 16th, 17th or 18th of December. Then it's a week, it's Christmas. Then it's a week, it's New Year's. Then I'm back to fucking work. And I'm like, well, I might as well just not bothered. Dude, I, t- I <laughs> took so much time off over Christmas that I went back on like the... Because fi- it's like, Don, it's my wife's so, birthday on the 3rd. So I yeah. took a bit of extra time off as well. I think I finished on like the 18th or something. Yeah, that's so I had that's all that time off. Came back after Christmas and was yeah. like, oh, okay, I'm a full-blown alcoholic now. Yeah. I've got the fucking booze yeah, on my head for a start. I've been sober all month because I've had to have been like... I you know, drank so much beer oh that I had to do that. On, the, on New Year's Eve, I was like, yeah, I'm not drinking tomorrow. And then I did it for, didn't drink any beer for three weeks. And then I had a couple of beers last night. And I'm like, hey, back nice. on it. Very good. But <laughs> yeah, I'm obviously again. older now where mm. it's just like, look, you just, you just can't drink like you used to. You do have to keep cutting it back and being more active. No, I can drink just, more than I used to. I just can't recover. Yeah, you uh, quickly. Yeah. Like, I'm just dead. You, the work next day. you work at home, so your day drinking is actually work drinking, which is I've told you. Don't you get paid for that. It's yeah. amazing. It's <laughs> awesome. amazing. Yeah, so. I should do Listen, that when I'm editing you can't drink now. Drink all day if you don't we'll start see how in the, the reviews morning, go. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's logic. Ian's going to turn up at six o'clock. I'm going to be rat ass. Oh. Uh, so uh, let's catch up. What do we watch over the Christmas? Uh, well, I mean, I've I've got a bit of a list here of stuff that obviously uh, I got, I watched, and then stuff that I needed to watch, and I just didn't actually get round to it. So uh, I watched Banshee, uh, the horror movie on um, no Barbarian. Sorry, oh, I'm Barbarian. Sorry. I'm sorry, I looked at the wrong thing. Um, <laughs> I watched Barbarian on um, Disney uh, Disney Plus. Uh, really impressed by it. Got um, fast, didn't it? After the cinema. Yeah, well, I was like, I've, well, actually, since we've had Disney Plus, that's why I've really, that's why I've not bothered going to the cinema because it's just like, oh, this new film's out, and I'm like, fuck you, humans! I'll wait till it comes out at home. Shit rocks up you know? fast, doesn't it? Fucking yeah. Wakanda Forever is going to be out on Disney Plus, um, fucking February first. Yeah, week or so. I'm, I'm yeah. not going to the cinema. I'm going to watch that at home. Fucking, you know, Avatar two will be on next. Disney Plus has got Avatar. Um, but yeah, so I watched Barbarian. I was so glad I fucking watched that because after the fucking terrible fucking Terrifier movies and fucking Halloween fucking ends, oh, me. I Fuck, needed a again. fucking actual <laughs> horror movie because so many people had said, this horror movie's great! This horror movie's great! I love this horror movie! And I'm like, I need I need, I need, need an actual good movie. So I watched uh, Barbarian. I didn't, why was it called Barbarian? There wasn't one Barbarian in it. That was the name of the building, right? The street was... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was it? Yeah, oh, I, I, see, I, I missed. Paying attention, to me. <laughs> well, I, I, you know what? I was actually drawn in more of the visuals. I don't know that they actually mentioned that till a bit into the movie, though, because I think there was a point where I was watching it like, where the fuck is yeah, this called Barbarian? Yeah, because she turns but, yeah. up at night, and we don't actually see anything until yeah. Justin Long turns up. Really, when when he's in daytime, which I thought was a really good twist. Isn't it a perfect example of a movie where, like? 
like I know you were like because I remember when when we went to see Halloween Ends the trailer came on and you went nope and fucking yeah. left <laughs> yeah like, <literally laughs> went, isn't it, but isn't it a perfect example of a movie where you're like don't know anything going in just fucking watch it yeah, 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 yeah. that's great and- and like I said, this I got is, another example of that. This is kind of my 10. justification of why I didn't like the other movie that I shall not name is because Barbarian didn't have to rely on that to be a good horror. You know, mm. we got gory kills, but what three, two, three, maybe really any gore in it? No. Yeah, well, really, when she yeah, smashed Scar's yeah. fucking head against that wall, I was like, that yeah. motherfucker dead. <laughs> yeah, mate. You the, know? I was gonna say after this year for horror, the tolerance for like gore is, is way fucking. I mean, so I'm kind of, like, I don't know, didn't really the, fucking the, see any blood. The, like. the ending <laughs> I thought was truly original. If you haven't seen Barbarian yet and you're a horror fan, please go out and watch. That's it. That's interesting because, because I the found ending a lot of really people original. fell down at the ending. I don't know if you've seen. I really enjoyed it. I did. Listen, I I like that from fucking jump. In fact, the ending I thought was one of the best things if one of, one of my favorite things that happens in the movie and this it's not a spoiler because i won't spoil anything to do with the plot right is one of the one of the most annoying things or one of the like biggest tropes in horror is the person going to the place that they absolutely should not go in the moment they should not go to it yeah and there's a wonderful moment in this where she finds a door to a place yeah that's dark yeah and you're just sat there shaking your head and the character just goes I watched the uh, the Banshees of Inisherin, which I have, is the I haven't Colin seen this Farrell, yeah. uh, Brendan yeah. Gleeson movie. Uh, fucking it's on my to watch list. In, yeah. in Bruges, I, I thought yeah. that was brilliant. You know, a lot of people were saying that they were like, "Oh yeah, it's going to be like uh, in Bruges, Bruges reunion." Yeah. You know what? It actually felt new and fresh. Like like they they hadn't actually had all that experience working with each other. You know because. Like, uh, the time period that it's set, like, it's set in the early 1900s. You know, they're set on this island. There's no technology. Uh, it's really dark comedy. There are, some co- there are some talking points in it that you're like, am I supposed to be laughing at this? Because I want to, <laughs> but I feel like I'd be shamed if I will. Uh, Colin Farrell is fucking amazing uh, as standard. I mean, I was watching an interview of him a couple of days ago where he was saying about somebody was complaining about when he released Alexander. I went, oh fuck yeah, he was Alexander the Great. Yeah, he went, he went through you know, a phase where they were really trying to push him as like a Hollywood leading man. Hero well, yeah, there was like Total Recall remake but, but, and, but the and the all those. Thing is, yeah. I was thinking of the same thing with That's Nicolas Cage. Really is that, I think, I think they are. There's just the productions around them that aren't very good. I think, like he, he was a really good Alexander in the scale of the epic that he was trying to do because he at least made the film work. Mm. It's just maybe the timing. Uh, the audience that it was given to, they just didn't appreciate it. I kind of really want to go back and watch it again. You're kind of go, overshadowed by Angelina Jolie. Being Angelina in that movie. Jolie she was, was like coming on as that queen. big, like fucking yeah. megastar. So uh, I, won't, but uh, I, I do want to watch it. You're, fucking Linda yeah. sold it to me big time while I was around at yours. She was saying about watching it. Yeah, so yeah, that. and that's on Disney Plus as it's well. It's on right? Disney Plus as well. Um, Linda and I, we we watched Glass Onion mm. um, because, like, I really love Knives Out, Knives out. Yeah. And so I went and watched Glass Onion. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. I will watch Daniel a Benoit Blanc movie every week. Every <laughs> Daniel Craig is fucking outstanding. I loved him as James Bond and the fact that he's able to go off and do something that's completely opposite and still have me in stitches is brilliant. Um, I didn't see, think it was as good as Knives Out as a film. I didn't think the story was as good as... Because I really enjoyed Knives Out. Knives Out I thought was really good Glass as, Onion, as, I more as, an, as a mystery. For the, for the, the way the characters Glass Onion were, I really as opposed to the mystery. because it made me go, you know what? They can keep doing more of these. Totally, I could like it's like watching an agro. Uh, was it a uh, fucking like agro, Death on an like Island stuff? And, yeah. Yeah, 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 like Death on an Island, like just a mystery. And like halfway through, I kind of got 
where the story was going to. But like, Dave, Elon Musk. Dave fucking <laughs> Batista, my God. Like, I watched it and then I went and watched him face Rey Mysterio and fucking Triple H in a couple of matches. Because I thought, well, how, Dave Bati- how great of an actor Dave Batista. We watched fucking Guardians of the Galaxy 2 last night. <laughs> and my God, Drax is absolutely still amazingly funny. I walked out of the movie halfway through and went and played Evil Dead because I wasn't watching Neon Do Die. You clearly hated Glass Onion. I can't stand <laughs> anything to do with uh, Ryan fucking Johnson. I hate Fair all right. of his I movies. I have not, not watched it. I'm not going to. Oh, right. That's funny. Do you want really, From the really, setup, um... I can't stand Ryan Johnson's characters ever since Brick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought oh, that was a piece of shit. You were wrong about Brick. I was not. You were wrong about Brick. Can we stop Brett? saying me I'm wrong, Ian? It's my opinion. <laughs> I, uh, I couldn't stand, uh, obviously, the Star Wars that he absolutely butchered. I didn't like Looper. Um, I thought that was yeah, just, like you know, it made Jedi, no obviously. sense. I don't... I think Ryan Johnson thinks he knows how to write characters, but he writes characters that don't exist in any kind of reality no, that is true. they are just so bizarre but then, they're so yeah but sometimes you find pers- the right niche i suppose yeah, yeah i mean but i also think that he thinks he's thing. smart and i think he thinks his scripts are smart and i don't think they are i just i just think he's a know, pretentious little know, twerp this, this i is, can't stand him this is, so, <laughs> this, this is i'd rather just not talk about glass onion this or is, ryan johnson ever because again because you, you are you are literally doing what i did with terrifier no. You are. Not to know. No, I'm not, I'm not attacking <laughs> you, Ian. No, 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 no. Just hear <laughs> me out. Just hear me out. No, no, just hear me out. You, you, you don't like the director, so you're not wanting to go and watch his film because obviously, ever, because obviously you don't believe the characters and development of the story that he's in, which, which mm. I totally get. Don't ever watch something that you know you no, know you're not going like. to enjoy that you're not going to enjoy unless someone requests it on Patreon. But, but at the same then time, you got but at the same time, you also have to understand that it is a success. Yeah, like I say, going back to the terrifier thing, and because of that, that must that must mean, and like I said, not attacking you, going on the defensive for myself with terrifier as well as you. So just acknowledge it when it comes around that conversation, is that, you know, Glass Onion, like Andy said, is not as good as Knives Out, but they'll try and make a third one which will either peak the story left or right or things like that. But it is a movie set in the world like he's not trying to set it in real world most of these movies are set in silly worlds that yeah, it's an overinflated that, yeah sort of version, that the characters yeah. don't yeah. really exist which going back like i said with terrifier is the same thing with me with terrifier it's a horror movie that doesn't exist in a normal world where like barbarian i could actually believe it could be more relatable but um do you know what sorry just quick as well do you know what i really what i do like about daniel craig's because after yeah, that time, i think Blanc. it became the benoit blanc show it did yeah is like his last few outings as 007. Yeah. Personally, you could just see, like, he did not give a fuck in those performances. I don't know, really? No, I, man, no time to die. Personally, I, I don't was... think. Uh, again, no time I, to die, I don't maybe, like but any like Spectre and like the <laughs> singing one. Shut I, the fuck up. But, but all I'm saying is, when you watch these movies, you can see he's having the time of his life in that performance. And when you, when you see when you see a performance by someone who's clearly enjoying it, it, may, it makes it like. Yeah. Even better, to be honest. But I, um, I, I mean, I saw that with the, the little the cat. I won't spoil it, but the cameo they had of his partner. Yeah, was as soon as, when the guy opens the door, he's like, "Shut the fuck up!" Can we have both of them in a film, please? Like, you know, 
brilliant. I yeah, I gotta admit, I really enjoy Glass Onion, um, but in, but more for the character than the actual murder mystery. Yeah, yeah, I just watched it for I fun. Just, you know, so I, I, I do it could, the whole thing could have been him in the bath on that team's court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'd have been like, just this, doing is, the, this yeah. is fine. <laughs> um, Linda and I uh, sat down and actually watched Rings of Power all the way through. Um, oh, poor bastard. I keep telling people to stop watching it. You don't know, do it. You know, <laughs> you know, everyone kept kept saying that, and I don't know what everybody was fucking waffling about. Honestly. Like, I didn't actually watch it all the way through. Linda was watching okay. it. Linda was watching it, and I was catching it. I also bits. tapped out. And, no, I had to go off, and I had to do things. I had to get editing done. I had to go get, go to work, stuff like that. So Linda was the one watching it, and I would just come in, and I would catch little bits. And I would sit down, and I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, all right, okay, it's a televised adaptation of the Lord of the Rings movies basically you could tell it from some of the character camera shots some of the stunts that they had tried to do some of the prosthetics they applied to do and stuff like that what i got towards the end of it was a show that i was like if you actually sat all the way through this show and hated it from like episode three before oh, i'm just going to keep on going then that was your fucking mistake. You you were not in the right mindset when that move when when the show started. I've done it personally myself with Game of Thrones. I'm not. I don't want to watch Game of Thrones, so I'm not gonna watch Game of Thrones because I don't want to sit there and go, oh, episode two. I'm fucking not enjoying this. Oh, episode three. I'm not gonna enjoy this. Hoping for something to come along. I want to be in the right mindset when I sit down. For Linda. She's Is that a, why you enjoyed Wings, Rings of Power? Because you didn't watch that much of it. <laughs> not. <laughs> I watched enough of it to garner where the story was going. Okay. You know, what they were doing. <laughs> and what they were what they were tempting. They were they were right, this is Galadriel, this is what Galadriel's doing. This is the humans, this is what the humans are doing. Oh, by the way, by the way, Sauron's not here, so we're going to tell you how Sauron came into existence. Everything that you know about Middle-earth at this point actually hasn't happened yet. See these people over here that you're telling everybody are hobbits? They're not actually the hobbits. They're actually the you know the 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 ancestors of the hobbits so it's in a time period where people are trying to grasp and understand what's going on but they actually don't know where it's going so i'm like okay don't keep watching it we got to the end episode you know and spoilers something huge happens in the southland that actually makes you go oh fuck now we're on the way to when he's going to get the ring the only thing that got me and this is this is the thing i kept saying to linda like I don't understand why this keeps happening. J.R.R. Tolkien like, wrote it this way. They all know Sauron's evil. They all know he was the lieutenant to Morgoth. Right. They all know that they should stop him and kill him. But once that motherfucker comes around and goes, Hey elves, here's a little power ring. Hey dwarfs, here's a little power ring. Hey humans, here's a little power ring. They all went, Cheers mate, thanks! <laughs> you got to, to remember though that he, he didn't rock up dressed as Sauron when he did that. No, he he waited he, out in the middle made, of the ocean yeah. for this fluke chance that the girl Galadriel no, 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 that no, no, might no, get no, him to where he yeah, needs no, to go no, is no, there. No, and, it's just and, like, and again, sorry, obviously what? this series, that was, that was yeah, yeah, no, you know, this series completely <laughs> deviates from the yeah, book, yeah. Right? But completely. I also it's sat, I also yeah. sat with a Lord of the Rings fan who actually broke it down to me and went, "This is what I think is going for." So when I sit there with a fan who's enjoying it, I'm like, "Okay." I'm not the deepest fan, and she's not the biggest book reading fan. I know that's great. But she's the person who goes, you I'm know glad. what? 
because I, I kind of got it. And I kind but of anyone it. who's like, familiar with the source material, are yeah, they've yeah. completely disowned it right. already because of how so Walking, insulting it is. But so did Walking Dead and Game of Thrones. Yeah, but they no, all deviated from the source material. Lord of the Rings is a little bit more, you know, sophisticated and part of like mm. you know literary culture um, than yes. The Walking Dead. But the movies, so, but the movies deviated from the source material as well. Uh, it's you know, always everything. You no, know, they were always, faithful adaptations. No, they didn't. There was no. Tom I, okay. no, no, but I'll, I'll answer, no, but I'll answer you can't say it's faithful because I think um, I, I think one of the big differences if what? you take like um, Walking Dead for example you had like Robert Kirkman working on that yeah so you've got the actual writer mm-hmm. so, developing so it so one again, thing yeah. I would say is if the, if <laughs> the can't get talking no, that's what exactly. No, but that's the point, isn't it? So yeah, if you've yeah, got yeah. the actual writer working on the series, yeah, yeah. If yeah. they change it, then technically it's a rewrite. But it's the and fact it's, that they want I mean? to continue so the cinematic films that yeah. have already been and then go, Yeah, we're in that world, but also it's also ours. It's also now we're yeah. doing our own version of it, but it's still in that world, but, but this, it's also ours. But this but is what I'm saying, at least you've got a series as well to go, you know what, when season two comes out, I'm not going to watch it. Hmm? Right, and that's what I'm saying. At least we have a Lord of the Rings series. Did they confirm? Have they confirmed a season two? Not yet. They, not like, yet. <laughs> but budget-wise, mate, they'll have to have budget. For well, no, but that's what I'm saying. What they they spent. The this is, is, isn't it the, the most? Amazon, Amazon have been really shy. They've gone. Well, we've had amazing viewing figures for the first episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think because no one's come back to finish it. Like yeah. they, they won't report the people that have actually finished the show because yeah, not many people did. Netflix would be like, no motherfucker binge this. Gone. Already. What they did. The Sandman last year as well. You know, I I have little to no faith in in TV shows being kept along unless they make absolute bazillions. And don't get me started on everyone going. Well, the first episode of that series was amazing. Give me more eight episodes of that series, and we'll see how far that goes. Yeah, I can't wait to watch um, that episode. <laughs> I did start one of the greatest fucking TV shows ever, and I'm so glad I actually started watching it. And I think this is one of the best TV shows ever. I think it's better than fucking Lord of the Rings. Fucking um, better than Last of Us. It's better than Game of Thrones. It's better than anything that has been around for the last 20 years. This is a good sell. I watched Jack of All Trades with Bruce Campbell. My God, one of the greatest. I'm not fucking seeing it. Is this new? No, it's, it's old. It's like oh, okay. 90s old. Oh, right. yeah. So Bruce. Why, why am I imagining like a Bruce Campbell version of like Tool Time with you know, fucking home improvement? So we did, right. Bubba, we did Bubba Hotep and we did um, Black Friday just before the the started uh, spoiler the year. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, sorry, spoiler, sorry. And um, I like I, and I was playing Evil Dead with Gary and we're prestiging our characters and so I was just surrounded by so much Bruce. You're Campbell. in Bruce Campbell's and I was head just like, oh my point. god, I, I just, <laughs> oh, I need so much. And so I turned to Gary and I was like, look, dude, I, I really need to watch Jack of All Trades. And uh, Briscoe County Junior, which I haven't starred yet. And he, he gave me my memory stick and he's like, look, this is both series of Jack of All Trades. Because you can't get them on DVD. They are so mm. fucking ultra right now. I'm like, okay. And I watched it and it's... When was this? Is this is this like post Xena or like... Yeah, 90, post Xena, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's around Jack that time, Trades, actually. Something okay. like that. Uh, or ni- maybe 95, 96. It's definitely after Armored Darkness. Armored yeah. Darkness was 93. Because yeah. mm. all the Xena stuff came after that. Yeah, so, yeah, so like Bruce Campbell plays this guy yeah. called Jack. Who it's 1801, and the French are at war with America. They've mm-hmm. just ended the Battle of Independence and all that. And Jack is um, Jack Styles is just the fucking coolest of the cool. He can fucking ride horses, 
blindfolded. He can sword fight 20 guys. He can swoon a bar full of women, which is fucking... It's Bruce Campbell. It's fucking Bruce fucking Campbell. Say no more. Being guest on from fucking right. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Was just, so he I thought gets, he was going to burst into song for a minute. <laughs> <He> gets, <laughs> man, I can sing the old intro for you if you want, but he gets sent to this... Uh, yes. <laughs> in, in, hold on, I've got my... Here we go, here we go, here we go. In 1801, the revolution had been won, and Uncle Sam's favourite son had a job that needed done. And then it starts singing about this woman, I can't say old one. Amazing. <laughs> Outstanding. So he goes to this <laughs> island in the middle of the Pacific, where there's the French governor, and he's tasked with this uh, British female agent there, who's working for the American government, to keep stopping the French governor from mm -hmm. doing these crazy plans. And it's absolutely farcical. It's absolutely stupid. There's one point where Bruce Campbell's riding two horses. <laughs> Vern Troyer is Napoleon. Outstanding. I know. <laughs> and there's even one episode where Vern Troyer wants to give America the Statue of Liberty, but he has to construct its face. And obviously Napoleon was a sculptor as well. But they're secretly, they're going to put explosives in there because they're going to blow up. They're going to Trojan horse it. They're going to Trojan horse it. Okay. But luckily... Jack, played by Bruce Campbell, has taken on the persona of the Masked Dragoon, which is basically this local legend of this masked guy who just comes in. Fucking like, Zorro. Yeah, like Zorro. Right My God. They stop him at one point and they whip his mask off, but luckily he put a second one on. <laughs> <laughs> so when they whipped it off, it was just there. Absolutely, it was absolutely brilliant. Uh, yeah, I've got a couple of things, but I'll save them for my. I'll, I'll fill out my top ten. Awesome. <laughs> nice. Uh, I want to bring up uh, Wednesday. Oh, nice. Um, I didn't think I was going to. I thought this would. I would notice it, and it would would it. go by. Still can't watch. It. Um, but uh, I was just like, you know what? I, I used to like Adam's Family. I've always been, you know, I like the kooky and the mm -hmm. gothic and the strange, yeah. the supernatural. So I'll, I'll give it a go. Yeah, I'm in the mood for something gothic and. And that's exactly what I got. Like yeah. from the music, it, it hit me with that like Harry Potter vibe. You know, these outcast children going into this uh, this place to to learn. And there's werewolves and vampires and sirens and all kinds of stuff. And it, it's kind of got that children, you know, bonding, you know, making friends, making enemies, but then all working together to figure out what what's killing people at this school. Uh, it's about eight episodes, some really good yeah. performances. Um, I thought uh, Jenna Ortega and Emma Myers were really good, and Christina Ritchie and, uh, were also really, really good. Yeah, yeah, great cinematography, music, setting. Um, I thought it dipped in the middle, but uh, it kept me to the end there. I wanted to, even though I guessed who the the killer was yeah, like immediately yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, totally watching it play out was still was still pretty fun and uh, uh it's one of those shows that finished and everyone went is there going to be a second one and netflix went uh no not yet we're not gonna yeah. say nothing yet and then everyone went well who's gonna buy it for season two then and netflix went oh no uh, uh, season two confirmed yeah so I don't know. I might get a couple more more seasons out of it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. If the quality stays yeah. the same, yeah, I, I I honestly couldn't. I still can't. Why not? It's, it's Jenny Ortega, mate. I really, I just honestly can't look at her. It's like looking at Anna Taylor Joy as well. It's just like look, just stare at a wall like this. <laughs> like. <laughs> there's no shame. There's, there's, there's no there's, shame. There is, there is no shame. You should shame. control yourself. When I was younger, I had a thing for Wednesday. Christina Ritchie grew up with me. I always thought she was wonderful. And then He's going to get me too. Jenny, <laughs> yeah, I told him by Jenny Ortega. 
I got it like when I saw the dance, when the dance ended up all over YouTube, I was just like, this is now a new thing, isn't it? And that has just been plastered yeah. on absolutely <laughs> fucking everything. And it's like, well, we're going to watch Wednesday and Tuesday, and you're like, get out. <laughs> no, that's it. I even, said, I even told my wife that. I was like, I have to go. You don't need to see this. I can't watch this. And she's like, why? And I was just, and I told her, she's like, yeah, just go play. It was a ghost. <laughs> it's a super spooky ghost. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, I got to also bring up Avatar 2. Like, uh, I know a few people want to get some feedback on Avatar 2. Yes, I I mean, whether, <laughs> whether or not you've watched it or not at this point, the film is about to surpass the $2 billion mark. It's nearly made as much money as Terrifier 2. Nearly, nearly. I mean, Terrifier 2 is still holding the crown right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, Avatar two it already made more money in its opening like Fortnite than, than, the, ori- than the original <laughs> Avatar. So that there was, was definitely, even though everyone complained about the original Avatar, uh, still Avatar I went to see it multiple times. Avatar, Avatar is still now, as of now, the highest grossing movie of all time because it's been released more times than Titanic, and uh, and so it's, it's finally surpassed Marvel. Avatar two still the the biggest turn of movie despite Maverick having two attempts at it. Right, yeah. Because like, they put that back in the cinema like, fucking show you James Cameron. Right. And James Cameron was like, hold my dick. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tom, hold my dick. Uh, but if anything, it's confirmed now that it has made nearly two billion that James Cameron is allowed to keep working on yeah. all the Avatar sequels. And you know what James Cameron didn't have to do? He didn't have to take his movie to Mexico and sell it to the Mexicans like Black Adam tried I'm pretty to sure do. They, I'm pretty sure they watched it in Mexico. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But he released Please. it everywhere. He went, yeah, I'm going to release it in the whole world so everyone can see it. Black Adam went, well, we're going to try it down here first. <laughs> then we're going to take it to North America. Did you see Black Adam? Yeah, shit. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> um, it was so, just straight up shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not bothered with Black Adam either. I mean, I, I mean, with the whole DC universe being reset and changed anyway, <laughs> I'm just like, you know, I'll, I'm, I'll wait now. I mean, I'll, I'll watch the, the next Joker movie and the next Batman movie that are separate mm. still, like art project movies or whatever they are and we'll see what Mate, James I was Gunn totally does. like doing I was in full Grinch mode and it was like so James Gunn he's coming and he's resetting all the DCU and everyone's outraged and I'm sat there like good good get, get rid of it <laughs> don't give a fuck <laughs> Wonder Woman 84 um, so Avatar 2 yep. uh, three hours of, um, of of beautiful imagery and, and fantastic sound um, I, I will say I, I think it's fantastic what Avatar 2 has done in terms of the technology that James Cameron has brought forward and will become available for all filmmakers going you know, into the future. This is something that like um, um, George Lucas wanted 20 years ago when mm. he was doing the Star Wars prequels is what mm. James Cameron has got now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, of course, it, it costs way too much money to shoot these films the way James Cameron's doing it but like think of the possibilities with that technology uh, where any any landscape any setting any environment yeah. uh, all is just going to be that well computer generated that you you won't be able to tell the difference between the blending of shadows and particles it's just all going to feel so real so immersive and James Cameron said because the technology is at such a place right now as a filmmaker he doesn't even need to worry about the lighting because he's just like put the sun over there done the lighting's all done done yeah. computer done he said he's there for the actors every step of the way and that is what's fantastic about about his 
his perspective as a director now and i just think it's amazing how when that technology trickles down what filmmakers are going to be able to do in the worlds they want to create and, and and have it at such a fidelity that you're just like i can't tell the difference anymore that beyond ago. uncanny it wasn't that long ago that everyone was kind of praising christopher nolan for being the only person who used like the imax cameras yeah that's right and now yeah. it's kind of it's become you because know, it's like you needed three guys to lift the motherfucker right, right yeah you know, and now it's, it's come down so yeah absolutely it's, i like uh, to think that james cameron lives in a green screen house <laughs> right like his whole House is he probably just, still lives in a submarine. He just gets up and puts his fucking his, <laughs> golf, his golf ball suit on and just <laughs> walks around like, just, and what I, are we going to do today? It's funny because I've, I've read some really interesting things about James Cameron uh, last couple of days that I'd really love to know about a bit more. Like I was reading something that Ed Harris will never talk about what they went through on the abyss. Oh yeah, it was hell. They say that it was absolutely Kate hell. Winslet said it was hell. She'd mm. never worked with James Cameron again yet. Well, she came back. <laughs> yeah. She came back in a, yeah. in a yeah. horror movie. And you can you can stay on the board this time yeah, and don't go under the war. Leo's going under this time. But it's like the same thing with Aliens. Like, James Cameron was so nervous filming Aliens with the British crew that yeah. he invited a bunch of them to come and watch um, uh, a movie with him. Like, yeah. I think it was the Terminator. To bond with him. To, yeah. to bond with him, and half the crew didn't bother turning up because they just didn't. Like they him. thought he was a dick. Yeah, a lot of people think James and, Cameron is a dick. Uh, well, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, is is he a dick, yeah, or is he funny, just but, so yeah, but, set on, okay. on on his image exactly, exactly. and what he like, wants can to you, do? Do you really think that anyone that can get a movie? To, to 1.5 billion in 24 days has done it without being a bit of a dick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's impossible. Well, right? And this is it's, the thing. It's like, going to be impossible. I, I didn't want to go see Avatar 2 in the cinema simply because I didn't want to be surrounded by fucking 40,000 people. Yeah, families, kids, people getting bored. And, you know, some people are going to... I'm I'm like, no. Oh, three hours, motherfuckers are going to be know, standing up. I've been, waiting for, I've been waiting for James Cameron to release another movie since the last time James Cameron released a movie. Ten years ago, because, yeah. Like, because when when I was a kid, James Cameron was making was all of the best fucking movies that oh, I man, wanted to watch. And as I kept getting older, yeah, mate, do you know what we watched two weeks ago and it's still fucking great? True Lies. Yeah, no, it's yeah. True Lies is oh, just... Great. <laughs> do it slow. Do it too small. It's when he shoots that Get out, oh. you're not going to want to see this. <laughs> shoots the Lambo and he grabs it, he's like, oh, thank God. Uh, so fucking. anyway, despite I've not actually even talked about Avatar two at all yet, really. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it made all the money. <laughs> the, st the, the story was meh. I had a real hard time getting into the 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 the, the family unit because Sigourney Weaver plays a teenager, mm, but yeah. it looks like Sigourney Weaver. It sounds like Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney did the mocap and the voice, <laughs> but she's playing a teenager. And it was just so distracting the entire time. I could I not get this, around it. I read some people were praising that, that she's actually reinvented herself being able to play such what? a young star. This technology lets her do it. And yeah, it, it was just weird. It was just it was just weird because I know she's nearly 80. You know, and it's just, it was just bizarre. Might be a bit um, of an embellishment there, but carry on. It's not really. Is she almost 80? Yeah. she older than fucking Jamie Lee Curtis? Well, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Somebody check the maths on this. I don't believe. It. I don't check the maths. So he was born first. It is an absolute visual, you know, treat. If you're in in for it, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's all the cliched. Humans are bad. That nature is good. Love the spirits. Love the animals. And technology bad. Despite Cameron, you know, so making lots one. of techno technology <laughs> yes. porn, which is why everyone says it's like why the first one. Why is everyone raging? What did you expect? Well, I mean, that, that's the formula of thousands and thousands of movies, right? Right, right, yeah, yeah. Are the, are the yeah, humans yeah. trying to get something that's unobtainable? No, the humans this time are just out to kill. To 
to kill Sully <laughs> because kill... yeah, it's yeah. a vendetta story yeah. because he killed his original version. Yeah, God, man, in that fucking yeah. what's her name, Zoe but... Sadala, whatever her name is, man, she's made money. But, 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 okay, but my point being is like. What were you expecting when you went to go see it? I knew what. I, that's why I didn't go see it because I knew how the. I story... just wanted another, and, and I just wanted to go back to Pandora and just see more. I, and that's what I got. Yeah, but and do what? Because but it didn't need to be three any, hours. Anything to involve the people of Pandora was going to be close to nature because that's what Cameron's selling us on yeah, the yeah. whole world connection, Gaia, and all that kind of stuff. So it was all going. <laughs> the world is beautiful. It was now all watch going... me blow it up. Even if you took away all of the human human element and just had it navi versus navi tribal warfare you were gonna have the hippie loving tri- navi I, winning and the evil bad the one, yeah supposedly because uh, like i'm not being because funny it, when they were uh, like the, oh this is the way of the water after the first one being about land <laughs> everyone on the planet was like i bet you the third one's about fire yeah and, and, <laughs> and he has kind of teased there's gonna, gonna be like a, a navi fire tribe yeah. or something you're gonna have a navi thing. group go oh look we've actually got guns and we're shooting the spear throwing <laughs> motherfuckers over there and oh look they've got a bigger creature that's come down flaming slingshot and Cameron's just going to be going I don't care you didn't like the story you still bought the ticket and I'm still bathing in all your money I've bought I've made Avatar 4 with xenomorphs that's it though isn't it a lot of it's already shot is it 4 that's planned for release yeah in total Uh, yeah there's yeah there's uh, there's they planned up to have a two more after this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. totally do that. I'll watch it, but I'll be honest. I'm same as you. Now that they put the the banner up yeah. for it on Disney Plus, I'm like, oh wait, Avatar. Avatar <laughs> I'll just fucking wait. Yeah. See, you have Avatar two, then Avatar three. He brings in a, another Navi tribe that want to kill the other Navi and made a fire. And the and the and the humans start working them with guns, and then they lose. And they're at the end of Avatar three, they're like. We, how are we going to oh stop them? God. And a human's going to roll this no. thing forward and be like this, and it'll be an alien egg. And Avatar oh, 4 no. will be them dropping xenomorphs, and then it'll be the Navi, the humans versus the xenomorphs. It'll be fucking yeah, amazing. Because it's all the four elements, so it's going to be Chris Tucker at the end, like, Cobra, my man. But he comes in. <laughs> I, got no fire. I, have I have no fire. fire. I have no fire. <laughs> fucking amazing. I changed my mind. I'm going to cinema for that one. I'm going to cinema for the Chris Tucker one. Okay. Right, right. Gary, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, the Last of Us episode one. Okay. That's what everyone else is talking yeah, about. The, the, first, the first episode. <laughs> pretty good, man. This I, pretty I never, good. I never played the game, no. uh, but I've watched them played through. I don't really like stealth games that much unless I really am immersed with those characters in that world. But if it's, if it's a zombie story, I'm probably going to be interested and going to want to check it out. Um, and of course, all, all the the all the talk uh, on the internet has been about how good the Last of Us episode one is. It was one fucking episode. Well, I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're going to judge it on yeah, its, its first episode, episode one, because dude. it sets. You know, they're going to want to but the hype keep can... you invested now in the rest. And I'm like, almost everybody that's gone to watch this show has either played the games yeah. or knows someone who's played yeah. the games. Yeah. So it is one of those properties that's I, almost it's, a household name. I don't think name. it's unfair to say that it's probably at this point now the best known game plot oh especially you know I mean? especially modern, because of the leaks with the game yeah, 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 the yeah. controversy with the mm-hmm. sequel uh, and now yeah. everybody's loving it's this and i'm all i'm all i could think of when i was watching this episode was probably season two or three we're gonna have a whole nother recourse uh, of the same conversations we had when the games went in one direction when the tv yeah, show which, gets to that same crossroads which makes just like whole, here we go which again makes this whole hype for the first episode completely pointless why well because I've... yeah i don't think it does all right that's fine you two can have that opinion okay what i'm saying is <laughs> what 
You have what? one. You have one episode come out, and like we said, the major fan base went and watched it. Right? Anybody who played the games, or you know, or have known anybody who played the games. Out. How many episodes are we getting in season one? I want to say eight. I think right, it's about that, say, yeah. but nobody's actually confirmed. We think. It's no, I don't think. I don't want to say. They have yeah, there's so been we'll reviews get, out of the entire so season saying it's. Yeah, the entire you know, season's already out, so unluckily. Yeah, it's nine, not is it, got, but, so they got all these episodes out. So you're no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. It, it, they've only released episode one. But I'm saying that there are reviews out there of people that have watched the whole thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mongo in the chat's calling it nine, so we'll go with the man in the know. So you're going to get either your audience who are going to watch it all and it plays out exactly and it doesn't deviate from the source material because we know fan bases hate that fucking shit happening. And when that doesn't happen, you're going to have your fan base knowing exactly what's coming around the corner, which people are going to complain about. Well, no, because no one's done that yet, have they? That's the point. But they will. Because that's what people do. They no, will no, complain. I th- I think and on the other side, they w- and on the other side, the most once. likely thing that they'll want to do, which is the best thing that they can do to keep the TV series alive and fresh, is deviate slightly, just slightly, just a little bit from the source material, which is going to upset their fan base. So by season, by the end of season two, I can probably predict that the hype for it is going to start to fall off a bit. Because you're either going to know exactly what's going around, going to happen around the corner, or you're not going to care what's going to happen around the corner. But my point you're being, saying this, everyone's getting hyped after episode one, and you've already predicted the end of season two. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's getting too far ahead of themselves. Because anyway, so the end of season two, because, right? Yeah, we're this we're going to do this. The thing. This is the thing. It's like, how far are you going to take this story? Walking Dead just had what nine seasons? Well, it depends. And it's um, eleven seasons. Yeah. Walking Dead's had eleven seasons. And almost three new spin-off shows, yeah? Well, well, all, all and I so was, Last all of Us, everyone's is, like, this is um, the greatest fucking TV yeah, series ever. Does it, does it matter? They haven't even got close to what Walking Dead is. And if they want to try <laughs> to... They just started. If they want... <laughs> from not from what I'm understanding from the internet, from I, what I, I understand. on the internet, it's, it's like, the first I mean, episode's like, come what, out, this is the greatest TV series, better than Walking Yeah, I understand yeah, the hyperbole people saying that it's the best thing ever. Why does it matter if it drops off? I'm fucking out. The, the enthusiasm for Walking Dead dropped off like five seasons ago and it's still fucking waiting Yeah, but what I'm saying is is that people people should at least wait a little bit instead of... Like we said, some people have already reviewed it. How? Why have people already watched it and reviewed it for people who aren't even going to have access to it No, no, but what's... Because everything happens like that. Every every show that comes But that's why Walking Dead was successful because when the first episode of Walking Dead dropped on the FX, nobody had seen anything like it before or knew what was coming. We had no idea where we're going what i've just said is that last of us is not only based on something that we know of that they're going to try to either stick to or deviate slightly from but they're going to try to keep it mainly for their fan base and what two or three seasons yeah but so what possibly all i'm saying is so it obviously i I have played the games multiple times so i i've just sat down and watched a a fucking what was it like an 80 minute fucking episode Yeah. yeah where i've gone like okay so it ticked all the boxes you wanted. Yeah, but isn't that something to get excited about for once? Yeah. Yes, because wait, 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 hold on. Yeah, Sorry, which, before I set you off on another rant by saying I yeah, like yeah, something. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna get. Um, you're you're always gonna get negatives. Um, uh, a slight deviations because at the end of the yeah, day, you yeah, can't. Yeah. You cannot. You can never shoot something on on film. The way it's done in games at the end of the day. There was a really interesting thing that Pedro Pascal put out, which fucking made me laugh. 
uh, which is obviously uh, someone was saying like, right, are we going to see him crouch down, walking, you know, because like yeah. you spend all that fucking game crouch sneaking around and stuff, and then he came <laughs> and out dying and, and, he and, went, and, and Pedro was like, look, no, <laughs> he's like because I'd have quads the size of tree trunks and stuff, you know, like there's there's going to be slight things where you you know you don't yeah you you just you one can't for one translate yeah you don't because do because yeah. also sorry when you if you think about uh. If you talk about a game that you're going to put, say, 12 to 15 hours into as, like, a playthrough, you the action beats of, yeah. you know, you're, you're moving from area to area to area. You can't do that not, in a I'm series. So, so all I'm saying is, is that I think the reason that there is all this hype and everything around this episode is because it's come out of the gate swinging hard. Which can be its downfall when people hype it too much. And I'm not, yeah, I'm like not said, attacking it. I'm not saying that anybody is... Uh, anybody is uh, no, but I'd just rather watch it. What I'm saying is it's not going to live or fail like, based like on hype. I said this yeah. to Gary a couple of days ago. If they had a whole episode where it was just Joel sat next to a little campfire with the girl and he's just playing on the guitar and they spend an hour just chatting, just the two of them... Fucking let them because that's good writing. That's well, if good. If it is, that's good. Yeah, as, long, as long as it is, Pedro yeah. Pascal can do that with his characters. But allow the series, allow the show, allow the actors. Do you watch to the episode? Build that up. No. <laughs> and I have no intention to at this moment. What I'm going to wait until the end of season two and a half. Then you'll watch do, it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to see. <laughs> where it goes because at this moment I have no interest in it I have no interest in The Last of Us game when it first came out I was like oh wait oh, it's so good dude yeah and I, so I, heard, good. I heard it was great and I, I'm, I, when Last of Us 2 dropped and you had all that massive wildfire all over the internet I disliked the people hating on it for no good reason the game itself fucking a hell of a success the people slaying it for the slight changes that the developers and creators decided to go with it fuck you you go back and write it wasn't a slight change though (laughs) but why should they get that hate for changing something that they created I can understand people hating their choice, but what I do, yeah, you it's don't the, get the ch- you don't get the chance to hate on people like they did by actually messaging people the internet. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's a difference. Yeah, exactly. I can hate their choices, unfair. but yeah, I don't necessarily then go and hate them. No, for doing you know what? It, I but, saw I saw a really interesting uh, little video on I think it was IDN. Uh, there's a slight spoiler for the first episode, but so um, there, there's a there's a radio report. Um, so there's this thing about how they, um, how uh, Joel and Sarah, his daughter at the start, um, avoid being infected. Mm. And it's because at the start there's a radio report how there's a re- there's basically a report. It's like a fucking zombie trope, isn't it? You hear on the radio. Oh, yeah, there's yeah, been yeah. mass riots in here. Yeah, yeah. They're talking about an outbreak in Indonesia. Yeah. And it's the place where apparently is like the world's biggest production of like flour. Right. You know, flour you cook with. Yeah. yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first thing that you have because it's Joel's birthday is she's gonna make him pancakes. But they haven't got any anything to make pancakes yeah, with, yeah. so they're not eating any flour. And then you've got later on, there's like he doesn't bring a birthday cake home. She doesn't eat cookies that she's offered. There's like three or yeah. four beats where she she just through coincidence doesn't, doesn't have any products with flour yeah. in, and that avoids them getting. That's cool. I it's not like I was listening to him going, "Oh, Indonesia, where they make all the flour." Like, but it's just little touches like that that were great. That's so, cool. Um, I, yeah, That's I, I cool. thought it was a really positive start. Yeah, I Can't absolutely agree. I, I will say, I'll be watching I, it each week. And the, I do hope they do really well with it, yeah. The performances from everyone involved were, were outstanding. Mm. It really hit that emotional 
gut punch that was needed that's yeah. what you know when you play the first game Same for the first the time game, um, yeah. like that moment is the hook mm. that you're in this universe to stay you know and the, the TV show emulated it perfectly um, I I will say like the pacing for me uh, at the 40 minute mark I drifted off to sleep for about five minutes woke mm. up and rewound it um, I, I don't yeah there was it was just that's one of my really good. Okay, no, I mean, but, then, it, it, but again, I'm familiar with the story. Yes, well, yeah. it's the so fact that the it does a 20 yeah. year time jump, mm. and then you've got to figure out where everybody's at, whatever you know, how this world now works, and um, and then basically gearing up to go and do the thing. I will say there is one, two. Th three fantastic visuals in that first episode and one includes a, an airplane crashing mm. the second one includes a grotesque display of this mm. however old corpse that has flowered and grown into the wall if you ever saw um that that uh, the film that came out all the ladies go into that um annihilation, uh, annihilation. annihilation yeah. it's very much a visual out That's of annihilation uh, which was fantastic and basically tells you every sets what you need to know for what the clickers the monsters mm -hmm. are going to look like when we do actually get to them mm -hmm. so that visual was great and of course the very final shot um it was so spectacular and and so baiting mm -hmm. you know because you see at the very last shot is the destroyed urban landscape and the characters well, going into it through, yeah. exactly so i'm just like that's great. They did, That's I a did great well, lead-in. They've used so the same actors from the game who did the clickers. They've brought them in. That's great. To fucking, <laughs> which is like, yeah, of course yeah, you do. Yeah, you fucking dumb. Yeah. Why don't people think of it? You know, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, but, yeah um, the Resident Evil went. Oh, what did they do wrong? Yeah, let's not do any of that. Flip that oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it might be hyperbolic to say, but I will say that this that one episode is the best live action adaptation of any video game i have ever seen indeed, indeed. and i've not played the game i've watched it but this was quality and i usually always say to hbo you're going to get a quality product yeah, from absolutely. them you usually know, i'm i'm looking forward I'm looking forward to turning into one of the fucking people I hated the most when Game of Thrones was first out. Right. So when Game of Thrones first came out, and I was because I watched it up to I think uh, series four before I tapped out on it. Sure, that was sure. just me personally. I just didn't agree it, but every I'd be watching it like, oh, I watched this Game of Thrones. Yeah, it was quite interesting. Obviously, you know, this is happening, this is happening. I wonder where it's going. Every person I knew that had read the book. Asshole. Oh, yeah. just you wait. Like yeah. so I'm like motherfucker. So people in work. That's why. Like, oh, I watched that yeah. fucking last verse. I'm gonna be like that asshole. Isn't it? Oh, just you wait. Like you know. That's, that's why. That's why I'm gonna <laughs> no, wait until. I'm gonna enjoy being gonna, one yeah, of those assholes. You can be that asshole all the way through, <laughs> telling me the reasons why I watch it, and then when <laughs> it like, gets. When Man, it was it, really interesting when Joe do this. I'll be like, you don't know shit. Yeah, I I'm, I'm still not gonna watch it. I'm gonna wait until the fucking finishes, and then wait until ten years later. And then when you go, eh, I can't hear you, Sonny. I'll go. I'm watching the Last of Us, Andy. Ah, shut I'll be the like, fuck up. By then, I'll be like, that's funny. I'm playing Last of Us Part One on the PS7. <laughs> oh, no, I bought it again. Ah. <laughs> For the next, all my other copies. I never fucking same. learn. <laughs> Uh, should we get into the news? Yes, yeah, go, fuck it. Awesome. Yeah, fuck it. Alrighty. Well, sadly, as it usually is the case, uh, we do like to honor those that have passed. And mm. I'd like to talk about Mike Hodges, who's passed away at the age of 90. 
Fantastic British director, best known uh, for the classics Get Carter and Flash Gordon. Mm. Uh, his films range from sci-fi, horror, crime drama and space operas. Uh, he left an impact on film and literally created cult classics. Uh, so, uh, Big yeah, bucket of wins, sad. as they say. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Uh, next new story. Now, this one, this one, this one really sucks, and I got really worked up and pissed off, frank, quite <laughs> frankly, because um, I didn't think it would happen to me. Because we've all heard about the Warner Brothers <laughs> layoffs <laughs> and uh, uh, all of their cancellations and tax write-offs. Uh, one of my favorite shows. It's been on my list, my favorites, or or nominated at least for the last couple of years. Yeah, Snowpiercer. Uh, Snowpiercer se- season four has now been shelved. Most frustrating is that the writers wanted five seasons and the producers then gave them four before cancelling the show. Now, after filming is finished, the fourth and final season, they finished filming, it won't air at all. At least on TNT. Like, it's original, you know. Uh, Deadline has reported that Snowpiercer, uh, the only remaining original scripted series on TNT, is done uh, on the Warner Brothers Discovery Network. Um, the post-apocalyptic drama's completed fourth and final season will not run on the network as previously announced. Uh, this comes down to the Warner Brothers tax write-offs. Uh, uh, we can confirm... Oh, I was about to say, is that true? Right, okay, yeah, they've written girl. off. Just yeah. about to say, yeah. Uh, they can confirm that season four will not air. It was a difficult decision, but our admiration <laughs> for the talented writers, <laughs> actors and crew who brought Snowpiercer's extraordinary post-apocalyptic world to life remains strong. We've been working collaboratively with producers since last year to help the series find a new home where fans can continue to enjoy it should we get paid first. It was. I added that last bit. Yeah, it was an extremely (laughs) difficult decision kind of figuring out if we should release this and lose all our money or shelve it and try and get it written as a tax write-off. So we went with the tax write-off. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I was um, I, I did wonder, and I think we talked about it when we when we mentioned Batgirl with this being the only time that they could possibly get their money back with the mergers. Like, oh, I wonder if there'll be anything else that this fucking happens to. And yeah, Snowpiercer, it's happened. Yeah, I, reckon question, right? few, I reckon there'll be a few more. Um, I, I I at least hope that uh, somebody steals the steals it, <laughs> pirates no, but it, doesn't this or it, it oh, gets right, out. I, was say, oh, no, it, no, yeah. I assume I assume it's in the same thing. It's going to be in their vault. Like yeah. you can't, can't yeah. even get to the it. The second you release it, you owe us that money. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. But the moment it gets out onto the internet, as soon as somebody, oh, exactly. somebody starts, exactly. it, it's the same problem. <laughs> yeah. So they burn it. I'm not I'm not saying you know, go pirate stuff. I'm just I just want it out. Like, I honestly with Snowpiercer, there's a chance another but network might buy it. And then go, oh, you did have more seasons planned? Well, let's see, you know. It, it could no, happen, but, yeah, but no it's just, fine. it really, really sucks. Uh, next up, The Walking Dead. We are talking about it just yeah, recently. Yeah. Uh, AMC have literally just made an announcement to say uh, what's actually happening with The Walking Dead going forward. They should just stop. The main news here really is that Fear the Walking Dead has now, will now come to its end. Uh, its eighth season will be its will be its finale. Wait, I'm sorry. What Fear of the Walking Dead's on what? It's the eighth season. Fucking hell! I swear they were getting cancelled after season two, and then no. season three. So that's when the there, was never, there was there was never any talk of cancelling it. They've literally just said we're bringing this story to it, and it does feel like the the Fear of the Walking Dead was reaching its its conclusion. I was surprised it continued after they dropped nuclear bombs on the characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been... Because that wasn't explained in the fucking... 
you know, the, the actual Walking Dead, you know, that came Well, it's a it. completely different part of America, so... <laughs> uh, yes, but nuclear radiation, Gary, doesn't just stop at no, borders I don't, and go, hey, we're not going anywhere. Well, no, what that's why the entire fuck? season what was are they based on... Notice everyone's sick? I mean, fucking hell. <laughs> no, they, 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 exactly. they had to deal with the fallout. They had to deal with not knowing the way the wind was blowing. They had to try and find radiation-free yeah, no, zones. No, I meant in the and... actual mm. Walking Dead. Because Fear yeah. the Walking Dead, uh, where are we in the, uh, with, you know... The, so I suppose you're saying like where, where this, the storyline of that, yeah, where, where's Fear of the Walking Dead? Um, <sighs> Does it run alongside or is it... Well, both shows Morgan's have had it, time right? jumps, right? Yeah, the, oh, okay. because there's been, okay. both shows have had okay. numerous time jumps. So. Right, but did, did they drop the nukes before Andrew Lincoln or after Andrew Lincoln? So I don't know because it's a different show. Like, Texas right. to Georgia is a long way. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Yeah, Texas to Georgia, different areas of America. Yeah, but Always my my issue is that the, the, I I thought Fear the Walking Dead would have run alongside the Walking Dead and would have kind of well no because it already started as a prequel way. and yeah, stayed prequel for they, the most part they, until they, it they, yeah. they started as a prequel then they started going over here then they started to interact with different characters then they were still going off of this and then yeah. things started changing COVID happens things are all going all <laughs> over the place you know it's like it's like this thing at the moment where Maggie and fucking Negan are going off together I was talking well, to, th- well they were yeah. supposed to get I, their own series well I was talking to a Walking Dead fan uh, yesterday but Zack Snyder shot them both and, outside and of the fucking <laughs> they're Batman's thing, parents they? yeah. this is yeah. their new adventure to, they're, they're a Walking Dead fan and they're a Last they're a, a Last of Us fan played the games as well mm. and they were actually saying to me, they were like, look, I'm not watching The Last of Us now. And I was just like, how come? And they said, look, I've got to wait until, I've got so much to watch. I'm going to wait. Yeah, until like binge it when it's all out. I'm going to yeah, yeah. binge it when it's all, all out. But they also said, look, I'm really concerned of where they're going to go with it. And like I said, I'm not a fan. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? And they said, well, honestly, I, I like The Walking Dead, but don't you think it's completely wrong that Maggie and Negan are going off together, you know, on this kind of adventure after he killed what he did to Glenn? And I was, and I looked at this fan and I'm like, I'm thinking, whoa, this person really needs to chill. Yeah. But then I'm like, you know what? That's wow, a really good point. you thought that? <laughs> yeah, I did. But then I'm, I'm thinking, well, that's where, that's where this goes. Because as a fan, we love, what, we love the ideas that come out. But then some TV executive sits there and goes, oh, you know what would really like work? is if we take two characters that shouldn't even be anywhere near each other mm. and stick them in a situation. Because there's great drama there. And mm. I will say the last season of and The Walking fuck. Dead, the scenes between... Um, um, I've forgotten her name um, but yeah between Maggie and Negan the two actors the two actors are so electric with each other that like there's there's even like a weird chemistry a weird energy between them both where you're like they're gonna they're either gonna kill each other or they're gonna make out you know there's um and because of their their characters history it's got but yeah, they shouldn't yeah. be what do you mean they shouldn't be Work Maggie Buffy Negan, and Spike. well okay he's already got a partner who's pregnant right yeah yeah he's married yeah yeah so he's so in this new season there should be no sexual tension between them well, no, because then you're gonna, dude, didn't he have like nine wives when you first well, yeah but then you're just gonna <laughs> like What's the point of Negan? I'm not saying they're going to, but I'm just saying that's the kind of energy they have together. But that's so what I'm saying. If pairing them together. That's the energy that they've got, and that that you know yeah. that that'll come up. At because some we point. don't know why they're going to be together in this yeah, show yet. We don't know the reason why they're there. It's not like oh, well, they're best friends are going on adventures together. Mm. She's also, not. that that can sometimes just be be like almost like the objective of the writer. It's like, yeah. like if I if I think the audience is going to figure out what like, I'm going to do, I'm going to go the other fucking way. Yeah. And, I mean, how do you know. reconcile you know yeah. with the, somebody who killed your husband? Uh, you, you know, the father you, of you, your child. Oh, you you know what? It's, it's hard it's, enough. It's, yeah. It is hard enough to win an argument with your missus on any given day. Yeah. But if she's got a card like, remember that time you busted my fucking boyfriend's head in? Like, oh, <laughs> fine, yeah. I'll take the rubbish out. <laughs> they're, they're gonna, 
So, Every yeah, the, time. the writing has been good for these two. I reckon that's... Hmm. I, 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 don't, I don't want to put much ahead on the job, Bob, but I think I will. I think that one, the Maggie Negan one, will actually be the worst out of all of them. Because they will, they, I think they will try too much, too quickly to try to get it off and running. Especially if The Last of Us, if the first episode of The Last of Us can create such a massive hype, they'll have something to contend with, which will mean bringing in excitement and drama and tension. And you'll have the two of them almost kiss, but they're not kissing. Remember what Glenn and your wife and stuff. And some writer will either get it wrong and ruin the series or they'll try and do something and they'll get removed and the studio will step in and go, no, 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 we want them to kiss and have sex. You're very pessimistic this month. Who hurt yeah. you? I'll fucking keep going, bitch. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the, the, the Negan-Maggie show, especially Happy because people. of the, the setting. Uh, this is a, a great setting for The Walking Dead. They're going to New York City. We're going to see a city... Uh, landscape. Negan takes Manhattan. Yes. Yeah. Negan takes Manhattan. Uh, and the actor has already said, like, because like some of the the humans that he has to deal with here, he's got no choice but to bring out some of his inner Negan in order to help Maggie and himself sort of mm. survive here. Well, that was the whole character, really, yeah. wasn't it? At the yeah. end of the day, every 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 character he's reformed, that's... but he might need to but, be bad. But, uh, to yeah, be... yeah, it's that yeah. thing of like every character, no matter if they're good or bad, are just basically playing the game the way they think it's got to be played, right? Yeah. It's like, this is how yeah, I think like, I've got to do to survive. You tapped out so. of the series at, what, season six, right? <sighs> About eight, I think. About so, eight, what, before like so before Negan got captured? No, he'd been captured when I'd seen him. Obviously, the last... Spoilers. Um, Carl went, I suppose. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When yeah, I yeah, fell yeah, out yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah, but again, I don't... It wasn't See, like... A, it wasn't like a, Negan, oh, fuck this, I've had enough. I was just kind of like... I, I just didn't have the time to keep up to watch it, so it's like it's kind of on my list to like again because it's, yeah, it's on go back. Disney. I haven't again, done right? the Whisperer saga, so but I'm, I need I'm, to do that. I'm kind of happy that that's there. Yeah, yeah, no, I but need to watch that. Too. I don't, I, I won't do Fear of the Walking Dead because I don't want a dragon anymore. And yeah, I'll probably end up watching it at some point. Do you know what's funny? Magic I bet you is good. the Last of Us will end, and if it's as good as it was in that first episode, I'll be like, oh man, I really want to carry on watching some yeah, fucking yeah, undead yeah, awesomeness. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'll probably pick it up then, because I can see maybe actually, I know, like you're saying, a lot of people saying about the walk. The Last of Us being that thing, like, oh, maybe it will inspire. You know, they love to jump on bandwagons, so studios will be like, let's make more zombie stuff. I was like, well, no, hopefully studios will be like, let's make more computer game stuff, but do it right. Exactly, you Resident know? Evil. Did I post that meme onto Discord the other day with Netflix? Said, the yeah. Simpsons on Netflix is yeah. hitting the Resident Evil fan. He's pointing at The Last of Us. <laughs> That's funny. Do you know what's really funny? Though? So I'm going to be the last of us to watch that show. Probably. Yeah, I well, believe I mean, it. You already are. It. So. <laughs> Um, That's so what the show is about. <laughs> we got the Maggie and Negan show, yeah. um, which is coming God, I out. I hope it's called that. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Walking Dead Dead City. That's what that was I called, Dead City. Walking, Walking Dead Dead City. Walking Dead Dead City, yep. Uh, the, the, the next spin-off show is The Walking Dead Daryl Dixon, which will also be coming out later this year. The while Walking a limited series featuring Rick and Michonne is now filming this year as well. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, um, those will be the spin-off ones, whereas the two main shows, because the ones that they're doing are um, sort of specials. They're not intended to be beyond that season of episodes. It's just, a, you know, a few episodes, done. You know, it's not going to be ongoing like the the main show or fear. Can you get to the point where it's like, you do wonder if, like, 
can they even wrap up fucking storylines in a show because they're too busy no, they, thinking like we want to branch off well yeah there, there, there is universe building now you know, exactly like, so, but the thing is with The Walking Dead you can literally if they want to they can go let's quite, go back to the beginning I again I quite liked let's The Walking go. Dead how they kind of but like the, those first couple of seasons you were like no one's safe everyone's fucking but dying but that's my but, concern know. with The Last of Us is like right okay in, in The Walking Dead and The Last of Us they're post-apocalyptic worlds right and you're either striving to either wipe out whatever it is that's trying to kill you so you can go back to some kind of normality, yeah? Or you end up just living alongside of it. Well, no, I d- no that's, I've got to admit, that's not, that's not really the world it presents in the game. It's not, honestly. It's more, because, like, yeah, when you... There, you, there you isn't have this a little kind safe of, zone and no, you no, go no, out of it. No, it's just, there, there isn't really, like, this kind of feeling of, like, getting back to normality. That's not really no, an option. No, because, yeah, exactly. You never, no, no. The same I'm with just, The Walking Dead. The same with The Walking Dead. The zombies are always there. Yeah. So it's like, so, so like I said, when I finished this Walking Dead, when they captured Negan, I was like, I don't care if they do another 17 seasons. I've gotten what I've gotten. I'm happy with it. And that's where I'm ending it. If they had gone, oh yeah, it's the final season next week. And they're going to, they're going to save the day. I'm like, well, well, well yay. That's, that's where do you, where's the drama it's, more, it's, there, it's, you know? well, it's about the, the reason, isn't it? It's the reason the why Kirkman like started this. If you're, if you're done this. watching it, it's because you're like, I've, I've got, I don't, I, I'm not interested in the story of any remaining characters. I guess I'm done, which is also fair enough. But yeah. the reason why Kirkman started the Walking Dead universe was because he was tired of zombie movies ending where they fly off in the helicopter, and yeah. he's like, but that, yeah. like, they've got well, to land just, somewhere. The zombies yeah. are still there, so keep going. Keep, keep yeah, that's we'll, it. Keep telling the story. So, like, for me, like the Last of Us, one of the biggest successes the Last of Us could go with is if they just kept going. Don't, yeah, mm. all right, Joel is your main character because he's the main character from the games, but you mm. can have more characters. <laughs> you can invite yes. more stories. <laughs> you can do so much more because there's a whole world to live in. It if, depends if you follow, on if your if you audience. The game, there, it depends on if your audience there will be, wants there will be, trust that. Me. Yeah, and The Walking Dead carried on they're, without they're all, its main they're, cast. They're yeah. already, they're already, fan, they're already fantasy <laughs> casting this week. I noticed there was um, really? there was like a fantasy casting for characters from the second game. You're right. You know, it's, 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 it's inevitable. Like, yeah. Alrighty, well we're going into overtime here, overtime. so I'm going to I'm going to blitz through some yeah. of these new stories. Yeah. Velma. Most hated show on TV right now. Yeah, what the fuck? I heard. <laughs> that, yeah. We thought that was a fucking good idea. How do you fuck up Scooby-Doo? Watch Velma and you'll find out. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Maxine. That's with Triple X in the middle. Uh, the third movie in the X trilogies moving forward as uh, Ty yeah. West has finished the script now with Mia Goff. And she's claimed that it's her favorite script of the three films. Uh, she said that it's going to provide the, the greatest cinematic <laughs> experience of the three movies. Uh, it was never meant to be a trilogy, uh, but after the collaboration on X, Pearl developed and then produced and grown now into a trilogy. Uh, X was the 70s slasher, Texas Chainsaw vibe. Yeah. Pearl was like Wizard of Oz, dressed in Technicolor. Right? Uh, yes, Pearl's the prequel. Yeah, I haven't watched the So yeah, yet, like I'm it goes back now. in time. I'm going to yeah. wait for Maxine to just blitz all through. And then Maxine is going to take yeah. it into the 80s. So I'm... Um, uh, yeah, really, really... No, I, I wasn't too taken by X. Can I was like, it was fine. Be? X was fine. Uh, but after Pearl, uh, now, I, uh, now I enjoy X even more uh, as a result. Uh, next news story, the latest in the Planet of the Apes movies has announced the casting of William H. Macy. Sweet. Yeah, nice. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes plot has been kept under wraps still. The only info that's come out right now is that it's going to be set years after Caesar. So uh, basically now the, the apes are ruling themselves after the foundations and 
We'll catch up with them at this point. Uh, yep, no other, no other news. He's still uh, on Matt that Reeves one. directing. I'm, I think he stepped away now because of the Batman. Obviously, I think so. Yeah. Jeez. So uh, I would love to see if they discipline their children in that movie, and if it's just a case of mums and dads spanking the, the monkey. <laughs> ah, nice. I see where you're going there. Sorry. Oh dear. How long have you been holding that? <laughs> just thought about right then. Nice. Just immediately as soon as he said, said monkey, I thought he was spanking the monkey. A lot of casting news. Some of the news stories again, a bit light this month, but uh, Ridley Scott has cast a poor mezcal from After Sun, Normal People, to star uh, in the Gladiator sequel. The sequel ideas for Gladiator have been floating around for 20 years now, uh, but Ridley Scott has settled on his cast and his story, and it's going to follow... Uh, the son of Lucilla, who's Connie Nielsen from the first movie, mm. uh, now that he's grown up. and the one who's uh, like, I always pretend I'm you. Yes, the one who yeah. loves gladiators in the arena. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I, I wasn't the biggest fan of Gladiator. Of course, I love Ridley Scott and his visuals. But, I, I don't know, Russell Crowe, that film, it didn't... I, I, it, I really liked it. It was all right. But it's a standalone, you know, it was like Spartacus. Yes, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Like, uh, watching the That's what he wanted it to be, movie, didn't he? You know, he wanted to jet So now that. they're going to make Gladiator 2. Yeah. It's funny that you bring up Gladiator. I do want to see that. Gladiator. And I was like, fucking real? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Gladiators. Gladiator. Gladiator. Well, we got another movie that's going ahead in the remake treatment. 1954's Them is getting the remake treatment from director Michael Giacchano. With the ants. Yes. Mm. This is the director that did... I remember the little girl screaming like... "Ah!" the the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Werewolf by Night. Oh, nice. Uh, And everybody's really happy with this director. Uh, Apparently, he's been a fan of these types of films since he was a child, and so he's really excited to to do this. He said, uh, uh, there's always a movie in your mind that never leaves your head. For me, that's them. It wasn't until much later in life that I'd learned what it was about, the nuclear age. Mm. What I love about them is exactly what it's called, them. It's about the other, the unknown, which one refuses or can't understand. The current version of them is about immigration, and to tell a story about that subject through the lens of this insane science fiction monster movie. So, uh, Do you think they'll change it and it'll be they slash them? <laughs> yeah, get your right. right. <laughs> Uh, I'm all down for this. Like them, them is a classic, absolute classic. Uh, so you know, if I'm going to see giant ants on screen, I'm like, well, they're not going to make another bloody Starship Troopers, so I'll take ants. I'll possibly no more worse than fucking Sharknado, can it? Right. <laughs> James Cameron has said that more Terminator films are a possibility. Yeah, just don't. Discussions just are no now fate. underway. Uh, but nothing is moving forward yet. James Cameron is busy working on yet more Avatar films, but he is pondering and discussing where to take Terminator next. Uh, sat down with the Smartless podcast, James Cameron said, if I were to do another Terminator film and maybe try to launch that franchise again, which is in discussion, I would make it more about the AI side than bad robots gone crazy. Um, so I, I I definitely think he wants to lean more onto the sci-fi aspect of it, which is like like the new Megan film that's come out, which is like child's play, but more into the rogue AI kind of thing. I, I apologize now, but fuck that wanker. 
What? James Cameron. He can oh, go, okay. He can, go, <laughs> he can go fuck himself if he thinks he's got his fucking greasy fucking money laundering fingers on the fucking timeline. Right, that's a bit of a fucking accusation, no, fuck, isn't it? No. Money laundering. No. 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 I said I'll fucking apologize. I'll fucking apologize. I went and watched fucking Terminator Dark Fate what in the fucking cinema. I sat in the fucking cinema. And when we sat down, when my wife and I sat down in the fucking cinema, his fucking giant head appeared on the fucking screen thanking us for fucking paying tickets to come and see this new fucking Terminator movie because. Because obviously he was really wanting to well, look James into James Cameron it. introduced it when you went to see it in the cinema. He introduced, he introduced it. Because ah. if you remember in Genesis, Genesis had come no, out. No, I tried to forget right. it. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. People did. Cameron came out when Genesis came out and said about how he'd watched the beginning and how it just reminded him of how good Terminator 1 was and how Genesis was just going to just skyrocket the fucking franchise again. And no, it skyrocketed the face. No, Genesis had the. Genesis, was that when he was on? Genesis he was like had on Boomerang Man in Avatar, wasn't it? Gen- yeah. Genesis had Captain Boomerang Captain in there. Boom- and they had the Terminator World Project. Yeah, and that was fucking Cameron. And because it failed, because it failed, he didn't get much money from it. So he didn't have that much money for Avatar. So then some. No, 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 no. Uh, whoa, 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 dude. I don't he, think that the budget helped, for Avatar hung on the success of Terminator he Genesis, helped, dude. He helped put money. Into Avatar by slapping his name onto Dark Fate because what else did Dark Fate have in it? It had Hamilton and fucking Schwarzenegger in it. So everybody immediately thought that Cameron Schwarzenegger and, ha- and fucking Linda Hamilton were all coming back to Dark Fate. No, Cameron just sat at the beginning of my fucking Except screening thanking me for fucking coming and might as well have just had a wad of money in his hand going. <laughs> that he was laundering. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had to sit there for the next two hours and watch Tripe. So no. He's not getting the fucking movie. Who hurt you, honestly? James Cameron did when he, made, when he fucking allowed Dark Fate to go fucking ahead. Fucking ass. Go on, what's the rest of the news? I fucking dare you. Go on. <laughs> Sam Raimi? Yeah, Sam Raimi's all right. I love Sam Raimi. Whew, whew. Go on, you can do it. Oh, he's producing another horror thriller. What the fuck? <laughs> Terminator thriller. Jack of all trades the horror. This one's called Don't Move. All right, okay. The story follows a seasoned killer injecting a grieving woman with a paralytic agent. She must run, fight, and hide before her body completely shuts down. Crank! But she's pissed. Reverse, cr- reverse crank. But she's pissed up. <laughs> it's a female crank. So she's paralytic. Well, no, she's going to become, yeah, completely... Oh, you meant she was pissed. No, no, Sorry. no. No, <laughs> no she's going to this get... This woman's she's, paralytic and she's, she's going, going to get away. She's, she's slowly becoming shit. more and more paralysed. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so she. But she <laughs> so it's gonna be a scene from Mace Ventura halfway through the movie. She's gonna be like, <laughs> "Can't be Three guards, two words. It's got Bill Skarsgård in it. Next new story. It's Sam, you do it good because Sam Raimi always does good horror. Right. Yeah, man, we're down for that. Um, 1990s Ghost is now getting remade by Channing Tatum. <laughs> While speaking to Vanity Fair promoting Magic Mike's Last Dance, Tatum confirmed that his creative partners now own the rights to Ghost and that they are actively developing a new version that's going to be slightly different. I think he won't be a ghost. We're going to change something. Just a little bit. It's, it's, it's going to be the girl who dies this time. Uh, do you know what? I was literally about to say that. Hundred percent, it's the girl. That that I yeah. thought the only, I thought the thing you were going to say was the thing they were going to change is the song. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it just won't be the same song. Uh, do you know what? Actually, if the, 
I will guarantee that's the one thing they won't fucking change. What's the, Top yeah, Gun Maverick? Yeah, that'll be it. That'll be yeah. it. They won't you change know, they it. Won't, they won't change it. And they'll have a cameo of yeah. Whoopi Goldberg. It'll be her granddaughter who... who right. Who's he's... a ghost or something. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg so. will probably insist on being in it. I, I hope so. She's great. Yeah. <laughs> She's great in Ghost, especially. Uh, but yeah, I'm kind of a bit sad. I don't quite trust Channing Tatum's... like Acting. Acting or in a studio. Like, like, it's like, been a while since he did I anything I love Ghost, okay? And I think the original... It's like fantastic the so best, i'm like this one doesn't need to be remade the best role chan and tatum has ever seen and like i i've not seen a lot of them this is the end no when he even, just pops out the winnebago <laughs> at the end no and he's like i love him even <laughs> even better than that it, uh fucking hateful eight when he gets shot yeah he was face. great in that yeah yeah he gets shot in the face <laughs> right away he's like hey everyone was great in that <laughs> movie. It was all fucking hard you know yeah i thought everyone was great in that film yeah. <sighs> The Callisto Protocol devs Striking Distance Studios and parent company Crafton have adjusted the expected sales figures for the game down from 5 million to just 2 million. Poor reviews <laughs> and technical issues at launch have left a real bad impression. Uh, next month sees the first content drop for the game. Will it make a difference? Dead Space is just a couple of days away. What content are they doing? Like extra DLC? Uh, story or... content. Oh, There's right. going to be more more uh, chapters, more alternate stories in that world that they built. Um, so, yeah. He, uh, there's going to be more uh, more locations, more weapons, more animations. You know, They're just going to keep building on what's there. That's so good. that each time you play through it, you might have something different. Um, but right now, it's like we don't know what that content really is, how much it's going to be, and how much there's going to be. Um, the crazy thing so. is, I was watching some footage of the Cliss Protocol, and yeah, like I said, it's a poor man's dead space. But I actually, like, tell me if I'm wrong, because you actually did play both games. Is Evil Within better than Evil Callisto Within's Protocol? better than Callisto Protocol? I thought so. Evil Within is great. Just from watching the footage. Cause I, I you know enjoyed what? those two games. I, yeah. like, I like it because there were certain sequences where I'm like, you know, this is it's just like Evil Within. You're stealthing, trying to avoid monsters. There's machines that are going to rip you up, and you've got to fight your way through. <laughs> Though, for some reason, I'd rather just play Evil Within. It just... F- f- I feel more Better characters, that. better world. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, yeah, better I remember, mystery. you said to me, like, the combat physics are a little bit to be desired on... Um, Massively. Protocol, yeah. aren't they? And that's... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they tried something new, you know? There's n- there's no games I can think of where you have this kind of fluid, sort of dodging melee combat in a, in a, in a, in a survival horror. Now, condemned. yeah, si- Silent Hill, yeah, Condemned in first person. I, mean, no, they did I actually mentioned Condemned when I was playing Callisto. They, they did it well. Um, yes, thought, absolutely, you know, yeah. Yeah, remember the elevator at that time in the elevator? Oh, man, we were so smart. <laughs> we were around mine playing fucking Condemned 2. We've stoned out our... Tr- no, fuck, it's out there now. We were, we, yeah, we were drunk half our We were drunk, drunk. Fucking trying to get out of an elevator for about 45 minutes till we realised it was not so good for hatch. a hatch. It was yeah. like... <laughs> oh, not dear. find that hatch. <laughs> so dumb. Chucky has been renewed for season three. Yeah. The casting crew of Chucky would like to thank fans and critics alike for their overwhelming response to season two, which we're delighted to announce has now spurred the official green light on season three. The news has made Chucky very happy. Thank <laughs> Dan Bala for that, because otherwise Chucky would have been frankly impossible to deal with. Many thanks to our parents uh, at Sci-Fi USA and UCP for helping us keep Chucky busy. See. 
see you in 2023 for what Chucky himself promises will be his scariest season ever. That was all uh, the words of Don Mancini. Uh, so yeah, that that is awesome news. Chucky is, I, I will say season two was not as strong as the first one, uh, but it started strong and ended really well. There was just, a again, a bit of a lull in the middle, mm. uh, but Jennifer Tilly scenes, there was a whole episode just with her in her home, sort of having that meta world where... Uh, like everybody still thinks that it's Jennifer Tilly, but no one realizes that she's been possessed mm. by Chucky's girlfriend, mm. and so she has to keep up appearances as pretending she is still this actress. When really, yeah, it's like she's not. Scenes it's, with Jennifer Tilly, dude. It's fucking take take, take money. My, yeah, my it, it was Jennifer great. Tilly does strange things to my emotions, mm. and there was lots of bound <laughs> like references this season as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> FX has confirmed that that Alien TV series from Noah Hawley will shoot this year. Set on the near future Earth, Noel and Ripley, a few decades before the first movie, respecting the films to come before it, an extension and reinvention, not to be confused with the new Alien movie that's also being shot this year by Fede Alvarez, the guy who did the Evil Dead remake and Don't Breathe with Sam Raimi. Uh, So, standalone Alien movie and the Alien series, both shooting this year. Oh, I've gone (laughs) cross-eyed. I'll keep you posted. Uh, Disney, guys, mate, it's all going to be on Disney Plus. They own it. They own yep. it all. Yep. Becky. <laughs> She's a Disney princess now. <laughs> the film that released in 2020 was a home invasion action thriller. Oh, uh, a sort James. of a gory, less funny home oh, alone. He's got like the shade and the beard yeah. and he's trying yeah. to act all fucking. Yeah, I was. Mr. Fun. Will, Kevin James. Woo! I just didn't buy it. <laughs> the sequel is now in the works and the poster shows a very bloody looking Becky. Uh, the film is going to be called The Wrath of Becky. And in this film, after living off the, the grid for, for two <laughs> years, the search for, she finds the herself going toe-to-toe with Daryl, the leader of a fascist organization on the eve of an organized attack. Uh, I enjoyed Becky. Didn't you know, It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. Uh, the actress played Becky was was really good. And yeah, what's he called? Kevin James? Kevin James. I, do, I don't really like much at all. Was actually put in a good performance as a villain. He took it seriously. It seems like... You know, he wasn't goofballing. It's like, that was the same yeah. shit happened to the same girl twice. Well, like, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm more than happy to watch this girl just tear apart a bunch of fascist dickheads. I'm all in. Fair. <laughs> uh, from season two has announced its premiere date of April 23rd. Uh, from, if you're not aware, unravels the mystery of a nightmarish town that traps all those who enter. It stars Harold Perrineau. Uh If you're a fan of Lost, where a bunch of people, you know, crash on the island, can't get out, there's no way out. What was the Stephen King series of the town? This that came out? Skarsgård. Uh, Shining. No, no, uh, but you know them's lot. No, you're just naming Stephen King <laughs> movies now. Christine, the but devil. they're all in it. <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. You know the one I'm talking about, the, the series Jaws. where... Um, they watch. It's got scars guard and like you know if he goes near people they all fucking freak out and stuff like that. And they did. It's like two seasons of it. Chat freak me out. Just, uh, you know. I was thinking under the out. dome, but no, no. No, it was the other. It was the other one. He's in that. Um, it was the other one. Was it? I'm not, not going to get it. I'm not <laughs> going to get it. What's the, what's the what's the Stephen K- Maine? Wasn't it called Maine? No. Where he visit, where, no. Are you talking about the one where one. he was inside the prison? They found him in the yep. bottom of the prison. Yeah, yeah it but Maine. it wasn't called Maine. It wasn't Kingdom. No, wasn't called Kingdom. No, <laughs> wasn't under the I'm gonna Google it. I'm amazing Maine. if it was called Maine. I, if you've if you've not Castle, Castle Rock. Rock, Castle Rock, thank you, Maine. Wait, <laughs> yeah, but isn't Castle, yeah, but isn't Castle Rock where they had those little muppets underneath the ground? Da, 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 That's da. Fraggle Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I really do recommend. I wish I'd let you sing the whole song. 
It's one of those seasons, one of those shows that's come out, and it's. I don't think it's getting enough um, eyeballs. If you like mystery horror um, with some gore and some very freakish-looking monsters or creatures, the premise is all these people are just driving, and then they drive into this town, and then they can never drive out again because they drive out in a straight line, and guess what? They end up coming straight back down the road, back around again. There's no way out. Like Cornwall and wash, rush uh, out. And there's yeah. literally... <laughs> You know, um, little pockets of of, um, of families and and friends and people that have all gone. We're all just going to live in this one house because at night time the vampires come out and the vampires from want to the, eat you. Was from the show I told you. Yes. To look at. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, and in the first episode, like in the first five minutes, just to tease you, you watch a family get destroyed when this child's like, "Oh, you're innocent. I'll let you in," and it's a bloodbath. Uh, and so, yeah, it's really well acted. It's got that nice mystery to it as the characters start trying to figure out where the hell they are. Can they get a radio signal? Can they get anything? Um, so, uh, yeah, a bit like Hobbs, Hobbs End. End from In the Mouth Hobbs of Madness. End, it's yeah. got that Lovecraftian mm. vibe. It's got that, are we even on Earth he anymore? Wrote me like, this. It's like Dead End. Um, fascinating show. Really hyped for season two, April 23rd. Now, nice. I do have a couple of trailers, but I think we'll just mention these, some of the trailers of some films that might yeah. be worth watching. Yeah. Bo is Afraid. It's the that new film really from good. Ari Aster, the guy who did Midsummer oh, Joaquin, Joaquin and Hereditary. Phoenix. Midsummer and fucking Hereditary are amazing. Yeah. It's, it's it, this, this new film is rated 18 for strong, ban strong violence yeah. and graphic nudity. Um, it stars Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, an event movie for sure. Mm. Uh, the Renfield trailer with Nicolas Cage as Count Dracula. It's, it's got all the money. <laughs> it looked fucking stupid and over the top. Yeah, I can't, and I can't wait to watch yeah. it. Nicholas Holt as Renfield in a rom com where Renfield falls in love with a traffic warden. Yeah, because <laughs> of course. M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong has got a new film. With Dave Bautista, so it's going to be good. Knock at the Cabin. It's yeah. a horror thriller, family invasion movie. Dave Bautista leading the invasion, making demands that may seem a bit more apocalyptic. Do you know what he was great in? I really loved it. Blade and Runner? Uh, uh, he was great in Blade Runner, but uh, I think it's called Brunswick, which was the American film uh, where like America gets... What, Dave Bautista? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's set in like a borough of New York where they just start getting attacked by soldiers... And you literally follow this girl who cooks up with Batista, and he's like a—he's kind of like a survival op marine guy. But you don't actually find out about any of his history. You literally—it's just like guerrilla warfare. The camera is just oh, following cool. them through the streets. Okay. He was great in it. I absolutely loved him in it. Awesome, awesome. Well, that brings us to the end of the first part of the podcast. Actually, quickly before we finish, I—I I, I had this on my need to watch this, and I need to know if you've watched it yet because I haven't watched it, and I really want to watch it. Uh, the the pale blue eye. No, the no, Christian I, Bale movie. Yeah, oh no! Do you know what I was going to watch that the other night? And yeah, I, had to I didn't. Do yeah, so. I didn't right. I think. Too. I think I'm going to. We're going to end this segment for the next podcast. The three of us need to watch the Pale Blue Eyes so that we can at least talk about it. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Um, also, one last news story. I want to put it out there. Julian Sands. Oh Bless yeah. Him, British actor. Fingers crossed. Fantastic actor. Fingers crossed. Gone missing in the uh, Californian mountains right Warlock. now. Yeah. Warlock, mm. yeah, boxing Helena. I'm the... hoping somebody hasn't boxed him up and we find him like missing limbs. And somebody's like, I saw this in a film once. So yeah, hopefully uh, we get some good news yeah. uh, from that story, Not as well me. as um, uh, Jeremy Renner making a bit of a yes. recovery right yeah. now, which is always also good to hear. Not a great start to 2023. <laughs> no, I don't know. No. Alec Baldwin's not doing too well. <laughs> oh dear, mm. no. <laughs> 
Well, we're going to take a very quick break, but don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're going to be counting down our best picks yes. from 2022. Don't Ooh. go anywhere. Welcome back to part two of the podcast where we are going to be counting down our best picks of 2022. Nice. Some of us have a top 10. One of us has a top five. Yeah, because I did some really cool shit last year and I didn't actually have to get any bigger. Five times. You did some really cool shit. (laughs) Five times. No No less. (laughs) You're lucky I got, like, I did one really fucking cool thing that overrode everything of last year. And so I just had to add stuff to it. We feel lucky. Yeah. (laughs) And you just want half the section off. That's where he's like, I'll get these fuckers. No, as much as fucking bomb. Well, then, do you happen to have any honourable mentions? Uh, well, I like... The funny thing is, like I said, my, my top five are like the coolest fucking shit I did last year. Or the shit that I just thought was just bigger than anything else. But towards the end of the year, a couple of things kind of snuck in. And one of them I was really, really lucky to get was uh, Witcher 3. For uh, oh, the game. for Christmas, yeah, right for, for the Switch, and like one of my honourable mentions, it, it's in my 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 list, my top five list. But I will one of my honourable mentions. It's gonna be my fucking Switch at the moment. Like <laughs> my game list for the Switch. I bought more games for my Switch over the last two years than than like, ever before. Than anything <laughs> I had on the is Xbox. There like, is there like PC. an equation where it's like if you any any game is improved instantly by two points if you can play it on the toilet? well it's a five but it's on the switch so it's a seven because i'm shitting while i'm doing it i'll I'll, I'll be honest i'll be honest that's a real math equation that's a real math equation I've got games for the Switch that I was really excited to play on a Switch on portable. I just haven't got around to. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> like, like I've got dual Final Fantasy seven and eight for the Switch, which nice, is like that's a lot. And I'm time. like, I am gonna come to that, you know. But I I got Witcher three. Yeah. Um I wasn't mm-hmm. a big Witcher fan. I borrowed Witcher two off of Gary uh back in the day. I just couldn't get into the combat. I didn't know what was wrong with me. I, I felt some. I well, I was. I'm, I knew I was the problem. <laughs> That's a gamer thing. That's a gamer <laughs> thing. Though, like it's me. I just. I, I just it's me. It. I just can't I fucking wrap yeah, my head around it. I just it, wasn't it at off. that stage. But then I went off and I played a bunch of other games. Um, and then like somebody bought me Witcher Three, and at first I was kind of slightly disappointed because it wasn't a game that I would have put on my top list. Yeah. But they, they got it for me Christmas and they said, look, we really hope that you enjoyed this as much as we did. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a try. Played Dark Souls. And, you know, when you play these <laughs> different games, you're like, I've got to get on top of the combat. And my God, man, I'm going to say it now, that Baron fucked me off. Like, oh. bigger than fucking Terrifier 2. The Baron fucked <laughs> me off. I, I've been listening to, because over the last few weeks, I've been asking you about this story because I'm like, it's a really interesting story. I'm like, okay, I'm just like, what? Right. what so I had to go to the so I, I'd gone to the swamp and I'd met up with Anna who was working with these evil witches that are supposed to be like super powerful they've been around for fucking centuries and um, obviously the cool thing about Witcher story if, if you've never played it it's got such a a, a, 
a storyline that interweaves that you don't realize that you're doing something until it comes up later on and you're right, like okay. oh oh i remember like it, call, that. Like it calls back yeah and there, and, and it's like oh, it's dialogue trees that go all over the place it's it's absolutely a standing game um and so i'd met this woman i thought i'd helped her i actually made the situation a lot worse <laughs> i went off i met her husband her husband was a violent drunk so i tried to be the mediator he's like dude can you help us go and find my wife and my daughter i'm like all right so I go and find his daughter, and his daughter doesn't want anything <laughs> like to I've do with him. I've played way too much Red Dead Redemption 2 to fall for this shit again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then I'm getting knocked out. I'm going to lose all my shit. <laughs> I, managed, I managed to kind of convince the daughter and the Baron and, and get involved as well that we would go back to the swamp and we would try to help the wife. And when we got back to the swamp, she'd been cursed and turned into a monster, right? Yeah. So I was like, oh, fuck. And you had to pick one of these dolls to kind of lift the curse. So I'm like, hey, fucking... You know the the day the the internet's out there now. I got walkthrough guides. I'm gonna find the fucking best option. So it's like, oh, you want to pick that doll to turn her back human? I'm like, okay. So I picked it, and then they're like, oh yeah, she's like proper cursed. She's yeah. human, but she's still <laughs> gonna fucking die. Blumhouse are making three series <laughs> movies about moment. this doll. Oh my god! You what? So the so the Baron's like, look, I'm sorry to his wife, and mm-hmm. I was just like, oh wow, at least he at least he had the moment the, the time to to say sorry to his wife and have this last little moment and fucking she dies and he turns to me and he goes witcher i'll be at crow's perch if you want to come and get your reward and i'm like all right i'm getting paid i wonder if you want to play a game of gwent i thought you you played before man that motherfucker wanted to yeah that motherfucker (laughs) wanted to play hangman and he won i got there and he's hanging from this fucking rope the thing that gets me is right you know what these games are like? Nothing changes. So now, whenever I go by there, that motherfucker's going to still be there. Oh, yeah. Just hanging. All I can I've see is say... you going through this really emotional storyline and you're just sort of like, man, well, gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Finish my shit. Time to go to work. <laughs> there are so many ways that storyline can play out. Yeah. Um, yeah, that wasn't the way my, the, my first playthrough went. Oh, how um, did yours go? Uh, you can literally, uh, you can keep them alive. You can, yeah, you but, can keep yeah, it alive, but, uh, but it's yeah, but, all based on other decisions you made that you didn't know yeah, were going to impact that story. the town can get destroyed and the kids yes. can get killed. So yeah. I'd save the kids and save the town, but lost the Baron and the wife. And I'm like, so there really is no good way no, out perfect. of this. No, there's no, going there's, to yeah, be there's, a bad way. Yes. Which, like we've it said depends this, on which way you uh, want to go. I'm yeah. really loving playing The Witcher as... Yeah. Geralt, but my Geralt. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Everyone's Geralt. Everyone, everyone's Geralt that's, that's, that's the same. That's the pull of it's, RPGs. It's, yeah, right? it's such a wonderful game. So yeah, for me at the moment, that's one of my big honourable mentions. Yeah, nice, awesome. Uh, Andy, do you want to go through your honourable mentions? Yeah, sure, man. I've got. I've actually separated these into categories, and we will run them run for really fast. Very good. So I've got, and I've got. I said to the guys, I've got honourable mentions, and then I have got another list which is most honourable mentions. Which also, is which of, ones the <laughs> most? Well, on, the, the, the the most is like kind of this. Any of these could have probably crept into my top ten okay. if I really thought about it. But so my, my normal oh my God, watch mentions. Avatar two while it goes for his list. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, dude, we said this earlier. I realised like twenty two was actually a really good year for entertainment. But also, I was thinking about it in the break. Is that it's kind of that year where a lot of stuff that was put it was off delayed. because yeah, of yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Maverick is a great, probably the most prominent example, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Where it's like that was fucking ready forever. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there's been a lot. So series, uh, Archer season thirteen was fun. What we do in the shadow season four. The first half of Bel Air because it kind of tanked off. Same oh. with Pam and Tommy. Really enjoyed the start. Tanked off at the end. Mm. Um. I'm. I just throw all the MCU series in there because. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. They, I, at one point, I I enjoyed them all. Kenobi. Really enjoyed. Kenobi. Kenobi. Watched yeah. that while I was yeah, on holiday Kenobi in Turkey, really just good, loving yeah. life. 
Uh, Masters of the Universe Revolutions Part 2. So oh, Series yes. 1, but Part 2 is released this year. I enjoyed big old feral He-Man. I was down with a clown on that, that one. Guy. I love that He-Man series. Wednesday, really enjoyed it. Cabinet of Curiosities uh, was hit and miss, but there was more was. hits than misses, so I was like, yeah, that's fine, but I, it, it would be hard to put an uh, um, uh, an anthology for me into a top ten because sure. there were still so many different directors. Like, and yeah, Absolutely. Uh, Dharma as well was, okay. um, was a really good series. Films, uh, All Quiet on the Western Front oh, God, yes. uh, is... Yeah. I, do you know Paris what? Island. Every yeah. time someone says, watch this movie about World War One or Two, my instant reaction is always, oh, fucking, we've had enough. Yeah. I don't need to watch another one. And now and again, one comes along that is like, 1917 was probably the last one I watched that I really was like, man, I really enjoyed that yeah. fucking movie. Yeah. All Quiet on Western Front. It's on Netflix. You've already yeah. paid for it. Go watch it. Go watch cl- it. Clear three hours. Yeah. Um, Violent Night. Oh, who the fuck knew amazing. this one was coming out? Right. Oh my God. Yeah. Die Hard like meets fucking Santa. David Harbour, absolutely rocking it as this Norse fucking Santa. Fantastic. Loved it. Absolutely goes into my Christmas viewing every year. Weirdly enough, after watching that, I really wanted to see if Hellboy was still bad. It is. Yes. Yes, it it is. 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 (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is. Um, Barbarian. I think we talked about it earlier. That might have been before the podcast, actually. But Barbarian was (laughs) my favourite horror movie of the year. I loved it. It was the perfect example of a don't know anything before you go in. Yeah. 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 Wonderful. Uh, again, all the MCU films, the ones that I saw, I enjoyed to yeah, a point. Yeah. We're definitely on a, since Endgame, we're definitely doing this, but I still enjoy them. Uh, Clerks 3, we talked about it on the last podcast, yes. really enjoyed that. Terrifier 2 uh, was enjoyable. <laughs> Hellraiser, it, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the remake of Hellraiser, <laughs> or the continuation of Hellraiser. Uh, I'm looking forward to more to come from that one. Uh, Prey. Yes, yeah. Troll Great. on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, that was, was good. That was good uh, Godzilla, the remake. Um, so, uh, feed me. I don't know if anyone saw that. It's a kind of, it's kind of like based on the the story of like the uh, well. It's, so you know, remember like the German cannibal who wanted to pay someone or get someone's agreement to eat them and stuff. Right. Similar kind of story. Fucking weird as hell. If you liked Greasy Strangler, there's I know there's two or three of you out there. If you enjoyed that movie, <laughs> to me, it had a very similar vibe Poor to the way it was. It's fucking surreal. Uh, Black Phone fucking yes. more, I'm looking forward to a fucking sequel whatever they do with that because I really dug Ethan Hawke in that movie uh, Beast because that was 90 minutes of dumb st- fun with a great looking CGI line I've still not seen that it's yet fucking stupid it really enjoyed it yeah. uh, See How They Run I watched that last night actually um, Sam okay. Rockwell yeah. Little Murder Mystery uh, Death on the Nile I'll throw in as well which was fine it, it, uh, mostly around um, Kenneth Branagh's performance mm. for Death on the Nile because it was really uh, kind of off-putting the fact that you're like, you ain't in fucking Egypt. <laughs> this whole thing is on green screen, but the performance yeah. is good and I enjoyed it for that. Uh, games, Modern Warfare 2, like, I know it's kind of almost cliche to say it, but fucking hell is that thing tight. That is a great online game. I've smashed seven shades of shit out of it and I'm still playing it. I'll, when I go home tonight, I'll, you're loading it up. I'll be playing it. Um, fair, fair. Metal Hellsinger was fun. Okay. So that first person the rhythm music, action yeah, game. Yeah. I love metal yeah. music. This was a good thing. Was it actually good? Because I, I looked at it and I was like, I it don't was, know if I'm okay. going to. It was, you... it was fun. I didn't finish it, but it was yeah. fun okay, to play for you, a little yeah. bit. But it was like, it wasn't quite... I, I, I bet you there's some amazing playthroughs to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the rhythm is So, and again, I'll say, totally perfect, my yeah. fault as a gamer for not quite getting it, but Dylan, I, I bet if you watch some perfect playthroughs, it looks fucking amazing. Dylan, Dylan was really enjoying it, um, but I <clears> knew that the only 
reason you would ever continue playing a game like that, and that's why Gary probably wouldn't actually pick it up, is that you had to be in that mood to listen to the what? music, yeah. play the rhythm, yeah. and go around. Because once you it's get like hit, you lose. right? You've yeah, got to perfect it. It's but about once you get hit, it. you lose your combo. And I yeah. know from game, playing games, like that's where the frustration can set in, because now you've got to restart. And, and if you're not already wanting that from the start, you're hmm. not going to want to do it three or four times after getting hit. Sure, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Ninja Turtles, Shredder Revenge. Oh, fuck yes. Fucking great. Fuck yes. Um, I got that for the Switch as well. High on Life, which is the, the first version yeah. shooter of the guys who did Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's not... Uh, like the Rick and Morty universe as such but it's the, the voices you recognize yeah, Mate, you've got voices. fucking Morty's voices coming out of your gun right that's awesome <laughs> so that was fun and then just um, other ones uh, I started I, I watched the NFL season this year which is great I've been meaning to get back into it for ages so that was great nice Morty's got knocked out of the playoffs the other week not great but I'll be finishing this playoffs this week uh, click this podcast which is the Kevin Nash podcast uh, which has been pretty excellent this year. Uh, some some hard hitting stuff because unfortunately his uh, his son passed away. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's almost become like a welfare check every week now to go on. To I see actually it. I was going to speak to you about this. I think he should get um, Jay Briscoe's um, brother on there. Yeah, they the haven't moment, done. So they, they haven't done guests yet, but they've talked about that. Absolutely, yeah. I because think, that's yeah. so close. I think it would be a hell. Or at least. Just have a conversation with him in the so that yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. that support. Yeah, yeah. Um, your Mama's House uh, podcast and Two Bears One Cave. I love that group of comedians. I'm a huge fan of stand up comedy. Um, Tom Segura and Barrett Kreischer. Fucking, they're. I, I I think that comedians like that are kind of our most. They should be our most protected natural resource <laughs> because it is hard to have the balls to talk. As a comedian these days. <laughs> to talk honestly about stuff that people don't want to talk. It's fucking... That's a tough Just job. people don't want to fucking listen. <clears throat> they don't. So I'll also throw that's in... That's um, so funny to talk about it. Yeah. Bill Burr live at the Red Rock was great because that was like, you know, in coming off of COVID into that one. Uh, I got to take Jessica to go see Ghost this year. That was awesome. Wow. Um, and for entertainment value, I'll also throw out the Johnny Depp trial. Um, <laughs> yeah. was it was fun to watch. It's the most public Hollywood embarrassment. It was fucking it was, fun to watch. You know, in, a, in a weird way, so was the invasion of Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, so you, you said crazy comedian. Fair <laughs> yeah, it's true. And then, so yeah, sorry. The last, my most honourable mention. This is anything that I, I really enjoyed. I am going to throw a glass onion in there because I did really <laughs> enjoy it. Um, Maverick, hey, really enjoyed. That's it. an honourable mention. It, it's the most honourable. It was oh, okay. It, it <laughs> floated yeah. in and out. Yeah, this is my most. It floated in and out. All right. Um, Werewolf by Night okay, was really yeah. good. We're I really enjoyed it. His, oh, I know. That's why I did a list of five. <laughs> well, it's the only time like, we get a chance to talk if you do that. You did a list of ten plus I'd, thirty I'd, other ones. I'd have been fucking done by now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. I that fucking loved it. Oh, that was it. so fun. I, I, Kevin Bacon. Absolutely break. Kevin Bacon just <laughs> rocked yeah, it. Amazing soundtrack. Yeah. Cobra Kai season five. Because uh, they yeah, just Cobra keep King. going. It didn't make it on my best of this year either. It, it did, it's good. It, it's close, but yeah, it didn't quite. But it's still yeah, good. It's, absolutely, yeah. I'm looking forward to six. Um, Andor, fucking hell, Star Wars for grown-ups. Yeah, it's I still it's fucking Andor, yeah. great. You could take the Star Wars out of that, and it would it's just be a great, great fucking series. Mm. It could so easily be an interesting World War Two thing mm-hmm. with Nazis. They should have just the named him yeah. Carl Katarn. <laughs> it's it's. Um, I'm glad that the second season is going to basically just. Wraps up to um, Rogue Road One. Which yes, is great. yeah. Uh, and then just the last honorable mention. This was going to be my number one, and then I decided I wanted to do a top ten of just traditional media, but uh, was Clash at the Castle. Getting to go see <laughs> WWE live in fucking thing, and I'll also throw in the overall improvement to the WWE product this year. They're coming back 
to London O2 to do Money in the Bank. We yeah. found out about that, me and the group of guys in work, and within 15 minutes, we all had tickets, so we're going to see that this year. I can't fucking wait. Uh, but having 60,000 WWE fans just rocking a stadium. That energy. Unreal. Glorious. Unreal. <coughs> nice. I'm done. Sorry. I'm done now. <laughs> that was some, that was some great honourable mentions. Year. All right. So, my honourable mentions, these are uh, movies. My honourable mentions, movies. The Menu. Smile. I want to watch that, yeah. Pray. Terrifier 2. <laughs> Fuck you, cunts. <laughs> That's actually the tagline to Terrifier 3. <laughs> Terrifier 3, fuck you, Don't cunts. Don't get me fucking started. I'm fucking... Fuck you all. Look, fuck you did this before. I know. That's why I'm not doing it now. <laughs> all Quiet on the Western Front. Bullet Train. Men. Everywhere, Everywhere, All at Once. Violent Night. Hellraiser. Titanic 666. <coughs> Sorry. It's fine that you coughed over that one. It's in. Yeah. No yeah, one that, wasn't, that wasn't like an indictment. I was just like, I'm, yeah, just, I'm coming off the of code. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck your shit. <laughs> Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Mm. Barbarian. Mm. Mad God. And the Black Phone. Mad God is the only one out of all of my movie ones that I actually want to talk about a little more because I was convinced. I was Still like, I'm, Mad God is going on my top 10 no yeah. matter what. Like Phil Tippett. Like, a master of his craft. An absolute icon in terms of the behind-the-scenes stuff for the special effects uh, of the movies that he's worked on in his life are outstanding. Like, a pioneer. And I was always heartbroken when I saw the interviews um, with him, like, on the set of Jurassic Park, where he's doing the stop-motion, he's doing the puppetry, he's making these dinosaurs for Spielberg, and Spielberg comes in and goes, Phil... We're letting you go. We're replacing you with computers. And we're going to CGI the T-Rex. And we're going to CGI the Velociraptor. And we're going to... We don't need your... You know, and they obviously they kept him like on. Because like, it's Phil fucking TV. You don't do that to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like, f- ever well, since then... You can get one point in their life. You think that's bad? Wait until it's locusts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <And> so, what? <laughs> like, it's, it's so different. And so for like 20 years, Phil Tippett's like... Fuck, I'll fucking show you. Yeah. I will show you. And and it's taken him 20 years to make this film. He's been doing a little bit of it at a time because it's all stop motion. It's all old school. But like you mentioned, it's like a tool video. Yeah. It is no such, script. There's, there's no, no script, script, no real dialogue. Real dialogue. <laughs> it's just an odyssey in a, in a weird alien landscape of the likes of which you you don't know. It's so alien and foreign a concept. And, it's and that's why I'm it's still wild. desperate to watch it because out of every other film that came out last year, that was probably the most unique. Yeah, you know, entertainment for me. And I, and I know like it's hard lot, to watch. Yeah, I know a lot of people get fucking moody at me for how I can rant sometimes about certain shit. But you have to understand, I've seen so much shit in forty years that the patterns and the repetition comes along so many times. It's like people are blind. To go and oh that's amazing and I'm like well, th- how is that any different from the film that it was it, mm. that's as absolutely like five years ago and yet you didn't watch that film where yeah. Mad God came along and I'm like man I ain't seen anything like this since the eighties yeah 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 you know I haven't seen anybody even try to fucking put something else out like this and yeah yet it came out it got praise and then it just went under the radar again. of course yeah because it's gonna it's cult you know it's gonna exist in that world yeah. where only those that really you know want to I haven't yeah. seen it I do need to I, 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 I will need say to though it, yeah. even even I will say because I was fascinated by it I had to 
do it in two parts because mm. I was like, I got like 45 minutes in and I was like, I feel like I've been watching this for three hours. It's because, yeah, because you are left with your own imagination and your own interpretation. So yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Mad God is the one I, I wanted to talk about because I thought it was going to be on my list, but eventually it, it did get bumped down. TV honorable mentions. Mm. From come on, you fucking dragging on. Now. Shit. <laughs> from season one, we talked about season two That's in the sorry. news. From Moon Knight season one, Pam and Tommy, mm. Euphoria season two, The Walking Dead season eleven, Ozark season four, Rick and Morty season five, The Sandman season one, Stranger Things season four, For All Mankind season three. For All Mankind season two was my absolute best of I was gonna last say, year. That, was that one, didn't it? Yeah, it, season two was outstanding. I still cherish those characters and those moments phenomenal season three was still solid still great yeah. but there were some amazing shows this year so it ends up being an honorable mention can't wait for season four the boys season three star trek strange new worlds what we do in the shadow season four yeah. barry season three wednesday and severance all of my honorable mentions uh, for tv shows for games the quarry total war warhammer three and Scorn. In my top 10, I have three TV shows, three games, and four movies. This is honestly why I have a top five as well, because I cannot watch as much as you guys can in your time. Well, I mean, it's not you, bad for you, a whole you, year. You, you, need, you need to work from home. Just, <laughs> well, even then, I couldn't. I've, on, I've honestly got to find whatever it is that I'm about to watch entertaining before I watch it, not just go, oh, it's fresh out. Oh, I like to try stuff. Yeah, I always like to try new shows yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, I like that. I'm I, I, and I am, but it's, it's, I caught it with so much it's on that still holiday. Still got a grasp. That I just had though. Yeah, you know? I, I, that's what I found. Like that's yeah. what I mean. So many films come out on Netflix and, and TV shows come out that I look at it and unless my brain goes, I ha like the pale blue eye. I have to watch that over over everything else. Hmm. And there's a fucking shit ton of shit I'm watching it over. <laughs> Alrighty, so Andy, shall we do our first top? Fives yeah, or yeah, bottom yeah. fives. You, you want to start? I'll start, we'll... yep. I'll start. Um, <coughs> my number 10. It's a TV series. Game of Thrones. I never thought Game of Thrones would ever appear in my, oh my top God, 10 I'm best of. reeling from the rant from the from last few season years of ago. Yeah. Like, yes. Still rattling. <laughs> House of Dragon season one was a masterpiece in, in, in writing, special effects, production quality. It had it all. It... It didn't drop the ball once. It just kept it going to the moment that when the season finished, I was like, please tell me you're going to do more. So, I need to see this story in its entirety now. It so was it didn't brilliant. drag on? It dragged on perfectly. I'm not going to let you add on. You made that it dragged on spectacularly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> even though there was a changing of the cast because the time jumps, um, and I kind of like really like latched on to some of these ca these actresses um but so as they were shuffled out for new ones to come in i was like Ugh. but they all portrayed the same character really really well awesome. phenomenal i will i will give it a go because it's so detached from and it, i've heard it, it so is, much yeah. good stuff it is so, so detached. I, i'll absolutely give it a go it's just again because it was like a game of thrones things it just wasn't on my top list that's sure that's yeah yeah your number 10 my number 10 uh, is a great little movie about the multiverse and how much we love all the the multiverses uh and it's called everything everywhere all at once it was in my honorable mentions it's, yeah it's um it's a phenomenal film it's on uh i think you can watch it on amazon prime absolutely worth your time mm. uh michelle yo i'm yeah. probably mispronouncing all these names by the way yeah um uh kq kwan short, short round. round for fuck's <laughs> sake he's back baby 
Um, Jamie Lee Curtis in her best performance of the year, no doubt. <laughs> yes. And uh, James Hong as well, fucking low pans in it. I mean, yeah. can you fuck with it? Yeah, um, fuck with low pans. It is a, a visual treat, to say the least. It's about a, um, uh, a wife and mother who's uh, basically being audited by the IRS, who runs a little uh, laundrette, and uh, finds herself having to... Now, and I don't want to spoil too much because it's worth watching. Um, so you have definitely got to watch it. Um, mm. uh, she's she finds that she's given the ability to access all different versions of herself uh, in the multiverse um, at the same time by performing very strange tasks. And she may, you know, she may be fortunate enough to jump into the body of someone who's a kung fu master. She may go to the dimension where you got hot dogs for fingers. <laughs> Who knows? A guy jumps on a dildo very violently. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, I loved it from start to finish. Yeah, it, it's 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 amazing. And look, don't get me wrong. Like I really did enjoy um, uh, Doc Strange. Mm. Multiverse of Madness. Well, I thought everything was better. But oh my god, it was like that's was how better. you fucking yeah, do yeah. it. Like it you know, at better. least at least the multiverse element of it. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. The multiverse element. Um, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, your number nine. My number nine. It's the uh, my You've first cheated. film on the You've list. Cheated. I have cheated. <laughs> I have cheated. Yeah, now, okay, just a cheat. Yeah. Uh, okay, if I have to remove one, then it's easy. It's Pearl. Mm. Uh, Pearl was phenomenal. Mia Goff. No, I think no, I think was, this goes in as yeah, two because they both came out the same time. Uh, uh, exactly. I mean, yeah, Pearl was born out of X. Like, didn't didn't even it wasn't planned. You know, it just happened. And nine months later, out comes Pearl. And uh, it, it's uh, like with within the first ten minutes, Pearl is having sex with a scarecrow, and you're like, I've seen it on Malcolm in Middle. <laughs> It's not the kids. <laughs> I'm like, I, what is this character? Who is this character? How is she this how is she gonna get from here to where she is in X? Um and it's it's such a character set. It's like it's almost like um like like Psycho, you know, like like Norman Bates. Like you've got this character that's kind of quirky, but kind of innocent, and you know, she's got her dreams and aspirations, but when they get taken away from her, the monster that's lurking underneath this you know who will kill to get what she wants uh but her performance her monologue the camera work it's it's you know it's not it's not fancy it's very simplistic and it just lets mia goff do her thing uh, right up until the end credits where i'm like please cut please cut end just end and the camera's like nah we're gonna make you uncomfortable you stay here and you experience this and it's gripping from start to finish and I can't wait for Maxine mm. uh, so yeah I'm going to binge all three of I was, I I was yeah. going to make a point of watching these because I yeah. kept getting to good, literally for the podcast and for the yeah. top ten and then I kind of was like oh I know the third one so I'm just going to binge them all but yeah, yeah I, can't, I can't wait I, I remember I think we watched the trailer for X when it first dropped mm. and we were all like what the fuck this is awesome. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and no, I, I wasn't too fussed by X I was like yeah it was a final march to Texas Chainsaw kids mm. making porno get killed yeah, yeah. And, and, and fun enough, going back to obviously our argument before about that stupid ass clown movie is that these movies didn't make as much money and yet are substantially better and will do better, especially when they get their third one coming out. The character that they have brought out in these three movies mm -hmm. are, it makes Art the Clown just look like a I, joke. I think you're going to hate how much money um, 
No. Terrifier 3, fuck you cunts. Is <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. But, but my point is being, my point being is like, as Gary said, the, the character Like I said, I stream the, the second one. If they the call editing, it fuck you cunts, I'm the, giving them money. Yeah. So those two movies are on this list. Terrifier didn't even get onto as mentioned. That's no. Terrifier. That's what I'm saying. Those two, those two movies. <laughs> the art those clearly two, did. The clown touch you. Those two movies. That, no, what I'm saying is a shame Although, that those movies didn't make as much money yeah. because no, um, they seem to be superior. You know when you get the room, yeah. stamps on the posters I want them to put on the third one that stupid ass clown movie <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes that stupid one. ass clown movie <laughs> <laughs> Andy you're number eight. Oh god terrified <laughs> no it's uh, my number nine sorry uh, my number nine is, uh, my, oh, sorry. Uh, is yeah. a game and it's my game of the year it, I think I could have predicted this one. God of War? It's God of yeah. War, Ragnarok, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I mean, um, and funnily enough, the only reason that this is not higher on the list, and this isn't really a criticism as such, it's just a fact, is that um, I, I was just hoping for a bit more of a next-gen experience um, from playing it on the PS5. And I, I think we talked about it um, last time when I was when I was playing it, is it's very much like if you've played God of War 2018 on the PS4, yeah, yeah. Um, there's, I personally didn't see a huge jump in gameplay. I mean, it, it's on both platforms, and you know, whenever they release a, a platform that's cross generation, you're not going to see a no. huge amount uh, of change. That is a minor complaint to how wonderful, as expected. The story. It's kind of like you play it going like, of course, it's like this because this is yeah. what they do. You know, the 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 what, acting seven, is one in the series. They have to be as good. Now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's like I mean, it, it's kind of like all you got to do is what you did last time. Yeah, and you're good. Bigger and badder, yeah, yeah. You know, um, so it, you know, it's a phenomenal story. I really enjoyed it. It's left open to continue, as you knew it would be. Um, does something that not a lot of games get away with, which is, you know, you play that whole. I don't think there's a point in 2018 where you deviate from playing as Kratos. I can't think of it. I might be wrong, but I don't think there is. In this one, they really roll the dice and they go, "We're gonna let you play with another character now," and they do it kind of randomly when you're not expecting it and multiple mm -hmm. times and it works it's it's exciting it's fun there's phenomenal set pieces there's bosses that work with him where you're like this only works with this character yeah um you get to mix up the because obviously it's a buddy system which is really well done where you know you're playing as Kratos, you got his son atreus it's not like i mean back in the day if you took any growing up i'll tell you what having flashbacks to fucking goldeneye Right. Anytime you're like, yeah, it's you, but you've got an AI partner. You're like, oh, this bitch is going <laughs> to die 20 fucking times. You know, that doesn't happen in these games, which is great. Um, so getting to switch out to different AI partners as well mm. is really well done. So um, if you like 2018, you've probably already played it. If you haven't tried the fucking series, man, it's <laughs> absolutely phenomenal. Looks, looks incredible. Um, smooth as butter. Deserves all the awards that it's getting. Absolutely brilliant. Nice, nice. Okay, my number eight. Uh, my first game on the list as well. Evil Dead, the game. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was. I, I don't think it was really much of a surprise it got onto this list. Maybe not because of the quality. Like, there are better games than this. Um, but it's the license. And it is all-encompassing. The respect. It, it, absolutely. Like, it's treated with it. It, it, it. it is a love letter to Evil Dead fans. Yeah. Now, it's not the perfect game. It is still... 
needing patches. It's still filled with bugs See, and, know, and glitches. I would, I would um, argue that. Like, I, like, no, it's full of glitches still. But, like, it needs patches. It, it, yeah, but every, all games, all like, games we don't need do those that. Patches. For, for a game that we got for as cheap as it was... Yeah, it wasn't a full, fully know, price. Yeah, and it was the £30 fact that it, at launch. And the fact that... And I'm, I'm not, not trying to offend anybody, uh, you know, and don't take, take this personally, but it was working day one, and it wasn't in a beta... It actually just kept going until they went, look, we're, we're just going to patch this. And you and I, have, and it's on my list, so I'll be fucking talking about it again when it comes to my list. You and I have been playing this motherfucking game to oh, yeah. death. Yeah. And you you have to learn. It's not just a, you know, you, you have yeah, you have that with a lot of games where you have to, you know, you got it's that It's dead by daylight all over again mm. in terms of that, like, you understand the basics. Co-op or die, right? But all of yeah. the nuances, die, all of the nuances to it. We don't, do, you know, we don't talk to people, but there, it's like today, I had a game today where literally I flashed my torch to somebody, somebody flashed their torch back, we knew what we were talking about. That's when you, you have to come over to the car window to watch, right? Is it two flashes for that? No, no, no someone else. No, someone else. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, Evil Dead the game. I've uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, the fact that they got in the voice actors from Ash versus Evil Dead. The yeah. fact that they got the voice actors in from the original Evil Dead. Yeah. The fact that they're still announcing new content, which is coming next month. Um, they haven't quite announced season pa- second season pass yet, um, but I can only hope that we get content from Evil Dead Rise, that we get more characters, more demons, more maps, um, and that they fine tune the balancing and. Yeah, it, it's like if you're a fan of Evil Dead and you like the the, the Dead by Daylight style games where you get to fight back, oh, it easily sink so many hours into Evil Dead the game. It's a great example though, the same reason that has made Last of Us Episode One so good for people is it's like just just show us the thing look like the thing. Yeah, like you just said, you got all the voices back, you got all just the sounds back. The like, I mean, yeah. Do you know absolutely. for me? And like I said, I'll go bring it up in mine again. But it's the it's the little things that I do love about the game. Yeah. So, for example, you're running along, it's darker woods, you're watching your fear meter, you're trying to keep it low mm. because the evil hasn't found you just yet, and if you get scared, you'll appear on their radar. Yeah. So you're running up to lights, and you're having to use the lights to lower your, your meter. Your fear, yeah. Which, which is great. But what what's really cool is you, you can just run in the dark, but if you turn your flashlight on, items will appear. In yep. the dark, they're not normally there until you turn your flashlight mm. on, and then you. So you can't just items. rely on like no, just, no, no, no. I don't, I don't need to you know, turn my light on. I know that's going to be here. Everything's yeah, yeah, RNG. Yeah, I had a game yesterday, Gary. Right, because I, I said to you, didn't I? I was going to start playing as the evil because it was quicker yeah. for me to make points that way. Yeah, in yeah. Games. So I had three games as the evil yesterday. I did that idea that I said to you. I, I was on a map with the Nobi cabin. I, fu- I just left the team alone. Yeah. I went straight to the Nobi cabin. I trapped everything. I drove around in the little car around the cabin. Just sitting there having a little bit of a laugh. You know, team one, I didn't give a fuck. Because they were all pissed <laughs> in. The next game I played. Right? Yeah. Or the third game I played. Linda's going off in my ear constantly. Why are these humans still alive? Why do they still have hands? For fuck's sake, Linda, get off my fucking mic. Would she not leave you alone while you're playing? Did you not like... Man, it was... Babe, go make a couple of things. Got in a game, and then I quickly noticed that there were only three people in the game. I'm like, oh, somebody's left. There was a level four Henry in there. Level four prestige Henry. Yeah. He was my target. (laughs) He killed his team. Oh, I won. Oh, you I possessed him. So <laughs> I possessed him and beat the fuck out. Oh, of being evil, so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really, really. I mean, I'm, I'm still not done playing Evil Dead. I'm probably going to play it most of this year as well. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Andy, your number eight. My number eight is a movie uh, that I discovered on Netflix. I was day drinking. 
which is probably the reason that I decided to watch this despite it being three hours long. And it's called RRR, which stands for Rise, Roar, Revolt. And it is an Indian cinematic movie. Okay. Not, but I was told it's not Bollywood. There's oh, a difference. Oh mate, mate <laughs> I cannot Trailer fucking tell you how good this film is. Mate, I told you we should be doing Indian movies. Dude, this, this is a huge budget Indian movie. Um, you know, I think it's sort of like, you know, 20, 30 plus million yeah. dollars, not rupees, but it's fucking, it's insane. This is so much fun and not just because I was day drinking. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's a movie that's set in sort of like 1920s India, so it's under British rule. Uh, you will get a lot of like white guilt in this fucker as well. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah. Uh, Ray Stevenson plays the, um, the main, um, the main sort of like bad guy in it, if you like. Who's he? Sorry. Ray Stevenson. Um, oh my God! What he was did the song, you know, um, "Mess Around." He was the blind piano player. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm trying to think of something else he's in now, and I can't. So you're gonna have to just go with that. But um, it's um, it is actually based on a couple of um, uh, sort of like historical characters in Indian sort of like folklore, I guess, and they've they've like you know, turned them into uh, yes, yeah, Gandhi, but he's turned into a superhero basically. Right. So you've got. You know, the, the British, they take this girl from a village because they like the way she does, like those henna tattoos and stuff, and the way she sings. And so you've got one guy who's sent from the village to go and rescue her. Mm. Then on the other side, you have another character who's kind of, who's actually in the, the you know, conscripted British military, um, who's sent to uh, infiltrate them to sort of catch him. And they actually end up kind of becoming friends and working together. The action is so fucking over the top. It's amazing. There is a dance-off scene like, you know, a, a Bollywood-style <laughs> dance-off scene in the British concert where I, I had to stop and call the fucking kid. And I was like, Jessica, you got to come down here. They're dancing. <laughs> and she ended up watching it. And um, So what's it called again? Uh, it, it's called oh, RRR, okay. like Triple R, but it stands for Rise, Roar, Revolt, which I had to right. sort of look at. They kind of, like, bookmark the acts okay. with it. Um, righto, righto. There, there's, there's a fucking scene in it. It's great because at the start, there comes up with a disclaimer saying something like, you know, uh, no animals are hurt in this. All tigers, leopards, blah, 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 are all CGI. And to be fair, <laughs> the CGI is good, but you're like, yeah, thanks. I could have worked that out for myself. <laughs> Shit. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> But there's like this bit with an attack where the motherfucker just drives through like a... Uh, I mean, there's one scene at the start where when you're introduced to the other sort of protagonist, he just fights India. Like, they're out the country itself. Like, like, fucking <laughs> everyone. Like, all of them. Dude, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not no, exaggerating when I say that. Are, he like, literally... The entire population is Indian outside. Dude, movie. it was amazing. He's at the, he's outside the gates of like, you know, a British thing. And they're all like, fucking one bloke like throws a stone or something. And his commander's like, get that dude. He's like, not a problem. Fucking jumps the fence, goes after him. It's amazing. But then you have a scene in the middle of it where they like, the dude's trying to like rescue him, the guy from the jungle. And he drives like this truck through into this big thing, flips the truck, fucking 20 tigers pour out of it and start fucking everyone up. And I'm watching it and I'm like, Dude, we're halfway through this movie. It's not. That's not even the finale. Like, but this is it. I've seen. I've seen clips like that in somebody's films where, like, it's fucking great. Like, I got clips sent to me a, 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 like a year ago or something. Like the, the the Indian Terminator movie they made 
where like there's a clip where he kind of jumps out of a car and he pulls out all these fucking guns and shoots fucking thousands. Oh, it's so over the top. I've been telling you for years. These movies like over the top and stupid. Do you remember like on Channel Four they used to have them in the morning, Sunday mornings? They'd have them on, and it'd be like you know, fucking dudes would be firing arrows at like a thousand miles an hour, and like you know, like he'd he'd shoot one arrow from his bow, but like twenty of them and fucking fire. How do you do that? Editing. It's that. It's it's obviously that very specific Indian style, but dude, I I totally would never have thought if you have said to me that that would be something you'd enjoy i'd be like yeah okay Man, I, like i said Fuck, i dude, saw the trailer awesome. for that because there's like a whole section on netflix that does bollywood movies and that was where i saw the trailer when i was scanning for stuff and i was like you know what like i get over over there it's kind of like asian cinema isn't it like they release their films in their country and they make a shit ton of money mm. but then they have real trouble trying to stick it over in yeah. international waters but, but some when, of them eventually do yeah. but when you do actually sit down and watch it like with andy andy sat there with a couple of drinks in his head like Fuck Dark Knight! I'm watching this. <laughs> it was awesome. It was great. Even the kid came down and started watching it for ages. I was like, and I was almost willing to fucking restart. If I wasn't like yeah. forty minutes in, I'd have restarted it. Like, you know, I was like, this is fucking great. Yeah, highly recommended. Absolutely nice. brilliant. Turn, you know, just yeah. if you think you like, it's that's also not the, the, kind it's of the first one on all of your mentions. Say, I have no idea what it was. No. <laughs> all right, my number seven. Yes. First, second film on my list. Top Gun Maverick. Um, I, I think I, I knew from the minute I, I walked out of the cinema. Yeah, it's just like that was worth waiting for. <laughs> it was worth delaying until a theatrical release. Uh, yeah, when the music hits in right at the get go, when they recreate the intro to Top Gun, um, but just 4K. That cinematography, that those aircraft carriers. I'm not, you know, it's military porn yeah. to an extent. Yeah. Uh, but what it was backed up with was great acting. Great characters, respect, uh, you know, p- passing its respects on to Val Kilmer, uh, who's, you know, unable to really perform uh, or act anymore. That was uh, it, it really was. Yeah, you still not watched like, this documentary, oh, have you? No. Yeah, the Val documentary, yeah, exactly. Uh, and yeah, and so the, uh, the action scenes, the adrenaline, the music, the tension, mm. the effects, really, really good. It really was like uh, just a, an honest, pure like action movie yeah um and yeah it 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 took itself seriously but it it pulled it off like i didn't think it would be that good but it's it really tom was cruise, bro like, well i mean yeah i've i've, I've always yeah, enjoyed tom cruise i don't like the man that managed, much managed but, to run in a in a like, film about planes yeah. managed to run didn't he <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> one hell of a stuntman but yeah. it's like people say oh the mummy is a terrible movie it was it is it's not it is not it's Terror, it is it's better than fucking terrifier 2 that's for fucking sure but what i'm saying is that tom cruise in all of his years yeah when he goes on to a set He's trying to do the best job he can. With Not the arguing show. that. So when I heard that they were making a sequel to Maverick, I was like, unless they bring Tom Cruise back. As soon as I saw him in there, I'm like, okay, this movie's going to be a bit of a success because I know that he's going to be the stand-up thing. And then I looked at Miles Teller's fucking shitty-ass fucking moustache, and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's Goose's son, I guess. That moustache <laughs> mustache is better than Terrifier 2. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> Do you know, I, I really enjoyed Maverick, don't get me wrong. Mm. The only thing that kind of te- kept it out of my top ten, because I agree with everything you said, it was great. It was a, it, That is how sort of legacy sequels should be done yeah. as well. I was The only thing I was, I was like, they didn't get, what's her name, back the love interest from the first Kelly one. Kelly McGurk. So yeah. I'm kind of like, do you know what, we really didn't need this love story. Yeah, kind I, of Jennifer fucking, Connelly, I think, they, was she I, 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 I know that they did the whole, like, fucking, yo, she's the other Admiral's daughter. It's like, yeah, yeah. Um, no one cares. Uh, the bit that the bit that caught me off guard, I got to admit, that did take me out of it a little bit. 
Because again, loved it. I was like, okay, we don't really need this fucking, um, this romantic act. Especially when you've got 60 hours of unused footage in the plane. Put more of that shit in. Right. <laughs> <coughs> But the bit that got me, phenomenal, um, phenomenal audio work. Yeah. From start Sound to design. finish, with yeah. the exception of one moment. And I'm sat there going, that is not Miles Teller singing Great Balls of Fire. Oh, right. And they did a better job making John Travolta's voice come out of Nicolas Cage and face off than they did that voice coming out of Miles Teller. What the fuck? That ri- and what's annoying is that is the trailer moment or the film moment that I saw, be- the first thing I saw in the movie that made right. me go, oh, oh Jesus, no. fuck, I'm not watching that. You know, well, thankfully, I got it on 4K for Christmas. I sat down and watched it. I, I really enjoyed it. But there were a couple of moments where I was like, oh, that and the plan was fucking stupid. Well, yeah, yeah. I've never seen a group of uh, any members of the services so anxious to die. When they explain <laughs> the plan, I want to be part of that plan. I'm like, really? They basically <laughs> told you you're a <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. There's no right. fucking way. Yeah, but be, he wasn't originally flying in that mission. No, was oh, right, right, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, true. And then when they start doing the simulations, they're not even close. close so I'm like, yeah. we're all going to fucking and die. Like, How are we not rethinking this fucking plan? So crazy. Yeah, need However, a Maverick. Visually <laughs> incredible. And yeah, how are we going to rethink this plan? Shove Maverick into yeah. it. Yeah. Because he can eject. Get Maverick to do it. Because <laughs> he can eject at Mach 10. Not a drama. <laughs> <laughs> that was Tom Cruise doing it for real. Fucking real. He probably did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not doing it at Mach 7 like a pussy. It's like uh, the, the future of Botox, you know? You just eject at Mach 10. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> oh, someone Disney DAs you. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Okay, that was my number seven, Andy. My number seven is also a film, and it's The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Oh, Nick Cage on the list. We constantly talk about Nick Cage going full Nick Cage. Yeah. Nick Cage went full, full Nick Cage in this movie. (laughs) It was brilliant. I really enjoyed this flick. Uh, I think it's always a bit of a... I think it's always hard when you go, so-and-so is playing themselves. Because there's a lot of ego yes. that Nick Cage put to one side to play this version of Nick Cage. Yes. Pedro so Pascal, his fa- that's absolutely my favourite Pedro Pascal performance nice. as well. Yeah. Loved him in it. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, but if you don't know, it's Nick Cage playing himself, being a sort of like slightly washed up version of himself where it's like, you know, he's considering leaving acting. He's considering, I need one big part to get me back in or whatever. He's got an estranged relationship with his daughter. Excuse me. I'm coming off the flu, sorry. And um, he's offered something like ridiculous, like a million dollars just to go to this island with like a mega fan who's played with Pedro Pascal. But when he gets there, he turns out that the CIA are investigating Pedro Pascal's character as like Mm. a big drug lord and they see Nick Cage and naturally recruit him as a spy for the CIA. That doesn't say in the fucking movie, I don't know what will. (laughs) Oh, it's so much fun. It's honestly... It, it, it really is like a... After watching that, I can't wait to see him as Dracula anyway. Right, but, yes. Yeah. Um, He's really hammered out. Absolutely loved it. I, but also, like, visually, it's a great looking film. Yeah. It, it's it's a really good... Actually, a really good sort of, like, tight script, I thought. Um, and the way that they transition through it and pace through it is really interesting. Um, considering you're, you're really focused on Nick Cage as himself, Pedro Pascal it really holds his own in a movie where he could probably have been really easily overshadowed. Yeah, yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? um, it was a good double act. Yeah. It, it really was. And I was like, I want to see these two in something else together. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Can we get Nick Cage into The Last of Us? Because I'd be cool with that. Fuck it, be Nick Cage in yes. it. That'd be fine. But um, yeah, um, I think again, Amazon Prime or Netflix, fucking go watch it. It's amazing. Nice. All right. My number six is a film and it's The Northman. Um, it's uh, 
my, my runner-up, because uh, I've got one more film that's higher. It, that is my film of the year. But The Northman was just an absolute spectacle. Again, like Maverick, it may be, well, even more so. Just mm. so visually arresting, yeah. you know, um, including like from the cinematography to the edit with that long siege shot. That's all one oh, shot. Fucking incredible. You know, just ap- I, mean, I think that's the reason why it peaks Maverick for me is because of the, the technical side of things as well. Uh, from the sets to the costumes to the performance uh, to the to the the, the Viking singing, Naked you know, like that, that fighting on an active volcano. Exactly, exa- the climax oh, of the film oh, with see, the volcano in the back. I can't remember the actual names they use, but I'll always remember that quote. You know, where he's just like, "I am Andro the War Bear. My father was King Andro the mm. War Raven, and I am his vengeance." Yeah, You're like, Fuck you yeah. feel it, right? Yeah, and uh, just great supporting actors. You got Defoe in there uh, Ethan Hawke's in man. there um, Anna Taylor-Joy Anna Taylor-Joy Ethan Hawke had a busy year because he was yeah. in Moon Knight as well didn't yeah. he not yeah. 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 I like the guy I had to write it down but is it uh, Clace Bang who plays the, the main antagonist yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah. He was Dracula in that um, that BBC adaptation. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. fucking loved so as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, oh I, I'm fucking waiting to see <laughs> yeah. something else with this guy in, you yeah. know. Um, and what a, what a show. Fucking brilliant. Um, Wasn't Nicole Kidman like the best villain of last year? Yes. Fucking she was, bitch. She was, oh. she was an Aquaman. <laughs> fair. Yes, <laughs> yeah, agreed. Fair. Absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, no, so, it's yeah, great. Norman I mean, and bear was... in mind that, because it's Robert Eggers, right? Yes, yeah. And, He's doing Nosferatu next. Yeah, so that's I'm, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm after in. the Northman. I'm like fucking yeah. money. Yes. But that was the funny thing. Like I saw, the, I saw the idea for the Northman, and I was just like, "That's a movie I have to see. It just looks amazing, Viking wise. It's going to be absolutely epic. Anna Taylor Joy's in it. She'll fucking be brilliant mm. anything." And then going to this motherfucker and going, "Have you seen Northman?" He's like, "No." Nah. I'm like. You fucking have to no, see it. No, I didn't, I didn't get to see it until it movie. came out on DVD. Yeah, but then the plus side is because I got the 4K, I got to watch like the three yeah, hour. But, yeah, I've not seen the extended version. Yeah. Yeah. So was the cinema like a cut down version? It was. No, yeah. I just thought it was a three hour epic. No, no, I didn't bother going to see it in the cinema. Same reason I didn't go see Batman because I'm just like, Northman is so big, I need to be at home in my own moment. And I and I paused it every hour. I'm like, ingesting it. Like, that's how much I enjoyed the movie. It's then when you try to, and we know some people who are just like, oh, I'm not watching that, who would obviously be massive fans. And you're just trying to tell people, look, you're going to love this fucking Viking movie. Do you know what's interesting when you say that? Because I don't know if anyone else did it, but because uh, I remember asking you guys on the podcast when you met, I think you mentioned it first. Yeah. I was under the impression that it was a sequel to one of the series, like Vikings or something. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. so I put it off was, because yeah. I, was, oh, I haven't seen the fucking, you know, yeah, yeah. so I'm going to see, it'd be like going to watch fucking Firefly after not seeing Serenity or something. Uh, you'd be like, no, you'd have to watch sure. that. So I was, so that kind of just put me on the back foot of it and then it just became once it was out of the cinema I was like I'll just fucking wait for this bitch on Blu-ray yeah and, it wasn't um, long I think it was out on Blu-ray and, yeah, you know, no, while I, it was still yeah, in the I, cinema I, I love the sp- it's, it's higher on my list put it that way nice so nice but um, yeah it, it was fucking phenomenal Andy your number six my number six is a series um, and it was Stranger Things season four nice um, I'm a very simple creature and if you give me someone uh, standing in an alternative dimension on top <laughs> yes. of a fucked up Winnebago and a battle scene playing Master of Puppets, mm. you're going to be on my top 10 list of the year. Well Hell done. yeah. Hell yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> that yeah. was a great I, thought, I, is, I, it... I loved Stranger Things season one. Yes. Two, I actually thought took a bit of a dip I agree. and wasn't quite as interesting. Three like was kind two. of like, hmm, okay, yeah, there's a bit more to that and it ended on a yeah. 
Four, I fucking love from start to finish the fact that they had the balls to go like, by the way, these last few episodes is fucking sit tight because they're going to be like hour and a half or whatever. Each episode, yeah. Worth it every second of it. It was yeah. one that we all watched together. I mean, even my kid watched it. Um, and legit the scariest fucking season as well. Yeah. The way that they jumped uh, back and forth, like real dangerous to do, really easy to lose people, but the way they jumped back and forth through time with L. Yeah. Um, Matthew Modine just yeah, knocking it the fuck out of the park. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. was just it, amazing. It really was maybe like the biggest event TV series of the year last year. I can't think, I can't think of a bigger one, to be honest. And yeah. especially, I mean, it drops in the summer the when only, everyone's the like... The only you know, one I think we even came close was Wednesday towards the end with her dance music. But even then, Eddie Munson... For like fucking, pop culture. Yeah, I'm, Eddie oh my Munson, God. Eddie yeah. Munson yeah. was all over the world. He was traveling yeah. with Metallica. Yeah. Like even, my, even fucking Dylan and, you know, the grandchildren, they were all wearing... Wearing Hellfire tops, and I was like, well, I've got one. I need to buy one. Yeah. one or I'm not Do you know what? I, I think still haven't well seen that. I've seen saw, season one. But yeah, it's funny because I think I saw like a gif of Eddie Munson playing before I saw that episode while we were watching it. You know, yeah, well, just, you know, we could we couldn't. It was like you know, no, we're all going to watch it together. And I've stuff, seen so. that sequence more than anything else in the fucking all four seasons. Ah. Just fucking love I've it. only seen absolutely that sequence brilliant. once so far. <laughs> just when I watched it, balls of steel for that one. So yeah, absolutely love Stranger Things. Nice. Um what we at five? Uh, I think your number five. five is my number one. Oh really? Yeah. Well, um, my number five is Peacemaker. We'll talk about it when we get Andy's number one. But yeah, my number five TV show Peacemaker. Outstanding. Do you, you want to do your five? Or I'll I do my anything? five, and then you rock in with yours. Ah uh, right. Well, okay. So, so for me, like I, as I said, I only did my top five um, of the year, and I know that some people are going to be like, "Are oh, you supposed to do a top 10? But I work through the year, um, and not only that, but I work on a show where we do a lot of film reviews and things like that. So entertainment-wise... So you're saying you didn't enjoy 10 things this year? <laughs> entertainment-wise, it's really difficult for me just to sit down and ingest more entertainment because obviously I've got to work with it, and then some. sometimes I just want to switch off and not overanalyze stuff. I actually, like I said, when I look at something, I, I have to know I'm going to sit there and enjoy it, not have to sit there and sit through three episodes of am I actually enjoying this or not you know I have to by the end of it no so that's why I just stick to my normal stuff my games my wrestling I know I'm going to just enjoy that mm -hmm. but it's because I'm always constantly working but one of the best things I had last year and I still can't fucking believe that this happened to me and I'm still loving it fucking right now is the fact that I was able to pick up Sledgehammer the TV series on DVD oh, yeah. as well as Erie Indiana on DVD now some people are like, what's he talking about? And these are old TV shows from when I was younger. Erie, Indiana is a 90s TV show about a kid who moves to a town called Erie, Indiana. And all these weird things happen in every single episode. It's only had one season, you know, and then it was cancelled. Uh, Sledgehammer. Was he in the... Um Oh, what was it? He was in Focus. Hocus Pocus. Yeah. He was the, yeah, he was the main guy in Hocus Pocus. <laughs> it's hard to differentiate kids with curtains in the 90s. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we all look the same. Yeah. Sledgehammer <laughs> is this late 80s cop <coughs> drama. It's like a remake of Naked Gun where you get this guy, uh, Detective Sledgehammer, who literally just shoots first, asks questions later, and it's just a comedy parody. Well, with a name like that. And I'd been wanting these... Mm -hmm. I'd been wanting to rewatch these shows since... Since I was since I was watching him when I was younger, and you, I couldn't buy the DVDs anywhere. Amazon were just like, "Look, you're either going to need the NTSC ones, um, or right, you're yeah. or you're just going to just not have them." 
and I just happened to be going to CEX, our, our local, you know, trade-in store with a bunch of games that I was trading in, and I was going to use the money for something else, and I'm walking around CEX, and blam, that's when I found fucking Sledgehammer. I've got these magic beans, Linda. Yeah. Uh, blam, I fucking find Eerie Indiana in the same fucking day. In the same, like, I find both these shows on DVD. I'm like, well, fuck whatever I was going to buy. Like, this, I'm spending the money now on these two fucking great things, you know? Did you bring home dinner? Uh, and, <laughs> and, and, DVD? And, just, and just the fact that, like, I still, I have these now. I'm re-watching them. Like I said, when I know I'm going to sit down and watch something that I'm going to get entertainment of, that's why I blitzed fucking jack of all trades. I'm like, it's got Bruce Campbell in it. I'm fucking watching this. So for I remember me, when you called me. You called me the day you got him. Do you remember? Yeah. Dude, I saw fucking Eerie Andiana on DVD. And the first words out of my mouth was like, ah, them twins from Terminator 2. <laughs> the twins from Terminator 2. I was walking with a dog at the time. I was looking fucking stupid. I was like, ah, cool. The thing I'm really loving at the moment is like, and I, and I know I'm probably, you know, like I said, upsetting people because instead of striving forward to enjoy more things that are coming out i'm actually going backwards i'm regressing you know i'm actually gonna like later on when i go home your I'm viewing pro- is like the benjamin button view. <laughs> yeah, no, like, like i'm gonna sit there in my front room with my playstation 2 playing resident evil 1 while what maybe watching eerie indiana or you know on a crt I'm a man, tv i'll do what the fuck i want so yeah babe i want one of those fat back tvs yeah. sledgehammer and eerie indiana if you haven't got this scart cable will go into yes yes it is the tv series where he shoots the intro trust that's, me that, that, i know what i'm doing that's fucking awesome um my five is uh, another series and it's um afterlife season three. Oh no nice. the uh netflix ricky gervais, ricky gervais why did you shoot series. Your head? Oh, damn, because I'll go. That sequence, <laughs> I go. I, I've never seen the series, but I've seen that sequence a lot. And I'm yeah, like, oh, on that's Ricky lot, Gervais it, yeah. can actually properly act. Yeah, man, it is. It's like a lot of people, it, it's funny. It's a it's a hard sell sometimes to people that are like, because he's, he's definitely a comedian, I think, that people look either he's really funny or fuck that man. Yeah. Um, but it's a, a phenomenal comedic performance. It's a phenomenal dramatic performance. Yeah. It's a very... A lot of people had seen not a problem with, but a lot of people found the ending to be kind of ambiguous. I actually thought it was a great emotional ending to like unpack, um, but still very satisfying, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, it's a great continued evolution and sort of like underlining of all the returning characters. Have you watched it? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, kind of the only bad, not bad thing, but it's like shame is like there's a couple of characters that they couldn't bring back for one reason or another. Him, him, kind of becoming like the happiest he could be, moving on, understanding yeah. that there is things that he could do. He helps a lot of people in that series. That aside, when he turns on, when he turns on the cunt radar, it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> oh my god! There's a scene where he pitches a cactus through the back of a Range Rover, and I couldn't stop laughing for ten minutes. And I, I mean, I love it when I watch something, and my wife's like, "You do that," and I'm like, "I fucking would have." Oh my god, he was so justified in what he did. Um, yeah, it's uh, I've I've talked about the um, the other two seasons before, so it's no surprise. I love this one. It was very early in 2022 that it came out. It's only when I was going through stuff that I was, oh, that was this year. Oh my god! Mm. Um, but it was it was Ricky Gervais that ended it because they were like, yeah. we're not cancelling you. We, yeah, we'll give you and, more. And that's yeah. how you know that sort of like, no, I had an idea and it goes from yeah. here to here, and we're that's here it. now. That's yeah. it. It's really good that Ricky Gervais does that. He goes, look. I'm, I'm yeah. on my course and I'm going to go off and do yeah. something else yeah. now absolutely you know it keeps things fresh yeah it was great um, again it's on Netflix go watch it hell it's yeah paid for it it's worth it alright are we on to number fours fours it's on you, my sir. number four is my film of the year 
My film of 2022 is... Nope. I'm actually really surprised about that. Not better than Terrified too. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Nope was uh, fantastic. Like, uh, the more I think about Nope, the more I enjoy it. The All of the layers uh, that are hidden in there, or the obvious ones, the not mm. the subtle ones, the ambiguity, the, uh, the, the, the bizarre creature, the, the whole sci-fi you know lovecraftian deity monster creature mm-hmm. like what is it where did it come from how long has it been here looked amazing it, 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 it's it's God, such such an amazing design yeah uh, and the Jordan way it Peele escalates michael wincott when he turns up was great uh all the cast was good uh it also had one of the most uh intense disturbing claustrophobic mass killings um that i literally felt really uncomfortable the most uncomfortable i felt in a film in a long time i also thought nope's advertising campaign was phenomenal mm. it was one of those where i'm like watch the trailer like it's not gonna tell you anything yeah you know, it's just gonna get you Very perplexed true. and confused and interested maybe um I-, I love the escalation of things uh when the house gets bled on like it is it is harrowing um i i literally felt for these characters but i also loved their sense of adventure and trying to trying to figure out what it was until well until it becomes almost too late um i i i'm i like jordan peele i've liked his previous movies but nope for me is is the the best best one yet you did like Get Out. out. yeah i like get Get out out. see because i i wanted to watch get out when it came out and then I just kind of missed it and I was like, oh, I'll get back round to it. And then Us dropped and I wasn't too sure. I, I thought it was a really unique premise, but I, same thing. I was like, I'll wait. And then I didn't have a chance. When Nope dropped, I was like, for fuck's sake, Ian, get off your fucking ass and watch one of these <laughs> movies. And now my brain's like, fuck it. I've already bought the triple box set. Yeah, I'm watching Eerie Indiana. I bought, Indiana, I bought leave the me triple alone. box set <laughs> when it comes out. I'm watching Eerie Indiana and Space Precinct. Nice, but I, they, like the yeah. imagery, yeah. yeah I, I but, can't spoil it, but the imagery for Nope, I was just like, it, it, for me, obviously, you Except know, shot, you know, I, mean, I like my love for like the sky, yeah. The sky is glorious in yeah. that movie. I'm not faulting the cinematography, it's just you know, everything else that I didn't enjoy, sure. But, yeah, know. for me, and, it was, it was right up my I think I said to you, I was like. You know the thing about the monkey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the story. I wanted to know about that. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. the, the main guy yeah. in Nope. I've I've always I, I've really liked him, and I especially liked him when he got his fucking ass handed to him in Black, uh, Panther? Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, I was the moment the rhino turned, fucks him up. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It, it was the it was Michonne fucking when him up. Did, when when like, she yeah. when he told her that he was standing against her, I was like, uh, as soon as I was in the cinema, I looked at Linda. I was like, he's just fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh, the one thing that I will say because I don't want to fucking shit all over it, especially on your top ten because I didn't I I didn't. I know. Person, yeah, but, I know. Uh, I I will say like fucking props to Jordan Peele because he clearly gets to make whatever fucking movie yeah, he oh, wants. Yeah, absolutely. He, he literally knocks the door open with his dick like pow. Yeah, <laughs> this is this what now. we're doing today, and yeah. they're like, okay, how much money do you need? Yeah. Like, so he's obviously got a good he's got a good partnership going with whoever he's yeah. working with. Yeah. He, goes he, into the, he gets to do whatever the fuck he wants. But yeah, more sci-fi cosmic horror, please, Jordan. <laughs> he goes into any of these film companies and he's just like, I need your money, and I was like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That was my number. See four. more of that. I want more of that. Like, you know. um, I'll go with mine. Right. So my number four as well. Uh, we've already talked about it, but I'm going to go into a little bit more in depth. Is Evil Dead the game? Um, 
I've been waiting for another multiplayer game for Gary and I to jump on to uh, since fucking Clone Marines and Alien vs Predator. And I know, like, I know there was a load of games between those games that you and I could have jumped into, mm. but it was us finding the time, us both enjoying it. Mm. You know, I didn't yeah. want to just be buying a game because you were playing it and I was just hanging along. I needed a reason to get into the games as well. When Evil Dead dropped. I was hell of a surprise at the price. I was hell of a surprise about how well it worked. The first character I went for was Henry, because obviously he's a ginger Scotsman, you know, and it was just so fluid. Oh, to they just did be... my creator character. <laughs> awesome. yeah. And it was just so fluid to just be running around as this combat. Like, yeah, like you said, the, the learning curve was hard because teams are fucking running all over the place. People are getting annihilated, and you just know that the evil is laughing at you from the other side of the screen, like, ah, you fuckers. So then you go, you know what? I'm going to play as the evil. And then you're doing it. You're you're spawning enemies constantly on them. And you're just fucking them over. And you know that the team of survivors are screaming like, leave me alone, fuck's sake. I can't find a ship anywhere. I can't find any good weapons. They keep dropping out all these new characters. I I, I made it, a, I made it a, a, a key thing I had to do was I had to level up all of my ashes in there. So there were four ash characters and then an evil ash I had to do. Mm. One so from I, each movie and the series. Yeah, so I did. So I played as all four ashes. Like I said, I maxed out Henry. I maxed out all the ashes. I went and maxed out evil ash. I know there's more characters I could do, but at the moment they've just dropped a prestige function in there, which normally we wouldn't do a prestige. But at the same time, I'm like, I can't stop playing this game mm. you yeah. know I, I i know one more game one more game. I, yeah, one mo- more game one game can go 30 minutes oh yeah and it's it's just so good like i said the one i had a game this morning we went against elagost he was a level two gary he but was a new. level two elagost. Fans we fucked his ass <laughs> roaringly there was a point we were on the book we were all just dancing <laughs> we were just dancing around the book because the guy just couldn't spawn him up but yeah, i just can't stop talking about terrifying at the yeah. same time i just i just knew as well that hopefully for that player yeah because I've been there. Hopefully they stick around. I've been there. I've been a level two hard. and you get schooled hard. So you just keep at it and you keep you keep uh, changing your skill tree and you keep <clears> trying <throat> different things. You know, I want to get my prestige of le- of Henry up to level 30 so that when I go into a game, people go, fuck, TJ240 is here. He's going to fuck shit up. <laughs> you know, Gary's my blacksmith. He's healing. We're hoping to get other players in this. We can get by a full fucking team <laughs> in the game. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. I'm loving it. Nice. I'm loving it. Hmm. Alrighty, are we on to number three? Four. Four, sorry, Andy, you're number four. four. Uh, uh, mine uh, is The Menu. Oh, Ooh, wow. Yes, I still need to see again, this Again, didn't... Well, I won't spoil anything from it, though, mate, because, again, this is another really good example it. of... Of course you did. <laughs> it's another example... Fuck it, then. This is another example of, like, you know, if you can go into it no, Not as little anything. as possible or as wiki as, <laughs> wiki as possible. Wiki as possible. For fuck's sake. <laughs> sorry. Um, so... Yeah, it, it, again, I, di- I didn't really know about it, and this is another good example that like we were talking about the other day, where it just dropped on fucking Disney Plus, even though it's not too long had its um, cinema run. Yeah, well, as soon as and, I saw the post um, with Ralph Fiennes, I was like, I need to know what the fuck this is. Oh, dude, it, it, it's phenomenal. I mean, you have um, uh, you have a group of sort of foodie Anna Taylor Joy's in it as well. Yeah, which is no fucking reason to watch that. Um, and Renfield. Yeah, yeah, Nicholas Holt, who's fucking brilliant he's he really right. good in it he's, you, he's despicable despicable oh my God. but people, most of what? them are and yeah. and also has the best 
uh, like the best moment, the best ending to it as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's basically a group of foodies and sort of critics, people that go to an island to have this like experience, this tasting menu uh, by this renowned chef. You know, like if you've ever, I haven't personally been to one, but I know if you go to these like, you know, um, upmarket Michelin restaurants, you don't so much go and have a meal, you have an experience where it's like 12 plus courses of little things that you try. Just give me the fucking food. I know, I'm like, just cook you my, leave just hungry. Motherfucker, yes. cook my steak. Um, <laughs> but. And uh, it, it's like this um, thriller, dark comedy, like suspense movie. I know that's a lot, but that is kind of what it's like. You know what I mean? Um, I actually rewatched the. T- I didn't rewatch, but I watched the trailer afterwards because um, okay. I wanted to kind of see. And actually, the trailer is very good at, is. at suggesting the tone, but not giving anything yeah, away of it. Yeah, it is. Um, Ralph Fiennes and Anna Taylor Joy actually, I think, are one of the best combos I've seen on screen all they year. They were really well. good, they weren't they? Were actually, fucking yeah. great. And yeah. what's also really good is when you get a movie that basically uses almost like one fucking location. Yeah, yeah, and yeah still manages that. to stay love interesting that. all the way through. There was a point where I, I mean, I looked over. Donna, uh, my wife, doesn't do like horror at all or anything, um, and so we're watching this, knowing nothing. And there were points where I looked over, and she's like. Oh. <laughs> Are you yeah. fucking for hiding you, right now? <laughs> for those of you listening to the audio yeah, only sorry. podcast, yeah, sorry, she's, <laughs> this t-shirt over yeah, she, she's kind of, she was hiding basically. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I, forgot, I always forget it's actually a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. Um, yeah, the um, there, there's some amazing moments and some really good commentary actually on kind of like. So critics, yeah, critics. Really. oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the moment, all yeah, that. all the whole class like, the, thing, isn't it? I yeah. mean, Nick, Nicholas Holt like plays this fucking foodie who's kind of like he'll go in and he'll be like, "Oh, are you are you doing this?" Like, and the guy preparing the food is like, "Yes, mate." And he's like, "Did you use this? Did you?" And he's like, "Yeah." yeah. He's like, "Oh, I thought you did. <laughs> Good for you." Like, you know, kind of. I know what I'm talking about, and explains everything about the dish, and desperately wants to be friends with the chef to get some acknowledgement. Um, to and there's a point where he kind of invites him to like fucking cook something and he can't do it and it is kind of, you know it's an interesting commentary on like like we could like i'm not be funny i can sit here and go like fucking no i didn't really enjoy nope and stuff like that but it's like well you make a movie i saw and i'll be like no i, no, I, I don't know <laughs> andy's bullshit like, you know exactly <laughs> literally yeah yeah exactly um so it's um yeah so it's a really interesting film um you won't yeah. know which way it's going if yeah you go it, into it's um thing, unpredictable phenomenal. isn't it absolutely yeah. great yeah. performances as well really yeah. enjoyed it yeah Cool. Alrighty. Um, well, speaking of great performances, mine's coming from a, this video game, hmm. which I honestly thought was going to be my number one last year. And uh, so my number three is A Plague Tale Requiem, hmm. which released on the 17th of October by Asobo Studios, a French studio. And yeah, just wow. Like these two games, Innocence and Requiem, won me over last year in a big way. And Requiem was almost certainly gonna land a place on this list somewhere Amicia and Hugo were so well portrayed, written, performed and voiced in such spectacular fashion that uh, Charlotte McBurney wins for me performance of the year as Amicia Uh, the range, the depth the emotion and the passion was just staggering. Uh, I hope more gamers or film fans will will check this game out and get lost in, in the rat maze. Um, it's one hell of a story, setting and nightmare. Uh, special mention in this game for its beautiful art team. Uh, absolutely stunning in, in 4K. Literally one of the most beautiful looking games I've ever played. 
Um, you will literally spend more time, well, just as much time in the picture mode uh, mm. in, as you will the actual 20-odd hours uh, runtime of the game. The music is also sublime. Pitch perfect for every character, returning themes, locations, and action and drama sections. Yeah. I still listen to the soundtrack to this game uh, even now. Absolutely great stuff. Floored me emotionally. Uh, was devastated. So caught up uh, in this adventure um yeah hands down phenomenal game. awesome i've, I've got to play it yet I've got to yeah play it. i played the first one so I, it's, uh, it's on games pass i'm ready to awesome go. yeah I've, I've i know a few people that i've mentioned it's, it I've to i've actually started playing it, it yeah. since i've talked about it i'm yeah, like that's wait. awesome first one was great yeah. the physics engine as yeah. well so yeah, the, oh, yeah. the first one was the, amazing yeah. is, that, is that improved much has there been much change in they it? like more than quadrupled the amount of rats on the oh, screen fuck it, i'm not playing that <laughs> yeah, shit. No, it's, yeah uh, there and some fucking tight i know the game had some performance issues when it came out on consoles and on pcs uh it is such a demanding game if you want it to look as great as it can older consoles and less powerful pcs are gonna chug um don't know if it was optimization but hopefully uh the game's working much better now anyway but awesome. still playable uh my number three um i'm back on the switch again uh this is a game that i I've always wanted to go back to because it was one of my favorite games when I was like 12 years old uh, before I even got to Doom or Duke Nukem before Quake and Goldeneye I was on zero tolerance on the Mega Drive and last year I'd spent all of last year watching the internet because I'd heard that they were re-releasing it for the Switch and I was just like oh, motherfucker I need this shit I fucking <laughs> need this motherfucker like Fuck all these. Fuck Plague Tale and God of War Ragnarok and your fucking cyberpunk. Fuck, fuck all your triple A games. Fuck I need cunts. my fucking twelve year old. My twelve year old self needs to fucking play a first person game on the Switch on the go. And do you know what? I was waiting for it to be released in a physical edition, and they didn't. What they did was they snuck it on the Nintendo eShop, and I happened to notice it on a YouTube video of first-person <laughs> games that come out on the Switch, that they were like, hey, they've just released this. And That's I was just like, mother. And I, I, I remember going home, and I turned to Linda, and I was just like, I'm buying a game on the credit card, and it has to go for yours, because you're the only person who's got a credit card attached to the Switch, so I'm giving you the money, and I'm getting this game. And she's like, Okay. Um, and then I sat <laughs> just there. Linda just confused. You yeah. burst through the door and yeah. Yeah. Like, she's like holding twenty pound up. Going, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, like, and I, he's I, on the toilet again. Yeah. <laughs> he's fucking on the toilet again. Took the switch with him. I I took I got the game again. What was really good is that uh, you know like I know, I know a lot of people say this. Oh, Ian, you could just get an emulator. Well, the thing is, is that when I got zero tolerance for the switch, it wasn't an emulator. It was somebody had actually taken the old game, mm. remastered it. And then gone, look, we've got the old game, that, the old sequel game that they made, which is broken, and we've kind of slightly fixed it. But now we've also made an updated version up to date for you. So if you if you can't be bothered playing the slow version from the main drive, you can play this faster updated version. So I got free games for, for what I was paying. I thought I was paying for just yeah, one. Yeah, right on, man. And then I played it all the way through. The game is still amazing. Like, this game didn't have, like, loading screens like that you know you went onto one map you went onto the first level it's like you've got to kill 35 enemies and then move to the next level mm. 
You don't have to kill them all. You can go to the next level whenever you want. You just don't get the save code. Yeah. But luckily, because it's been remastered, I can hit the two shoulder buttons and just quick save it whenever I want to. Right. Nice. Yeah. You know, they've made all these little updates, like traveling through the elevator. You go down to the next level and you think, hang on a minute, there's no entrance. You have to go to the next level beneath that. Kill your way to the other side. Make your way mm. up and go back and kill all the enemies. <laughs> I and get then work so lost. You're talking about Lost. I got, I got to the basement section. The basement section was the last section of the game. And literally the map is just a fucking chaotic puke maze of turns and corners. right? <laughs> and I literally had to keep stopping the map and doing each section as a square because I had to make sure I killed all the enemies, because yeah. I always wanted to do that, kill everything <laughs> and get to the end. I completely fucking smashed the shit out of it, and I was just like, man, like I said, AAA titles come and go nowadays for 60 quid, yeah. yet like an 8, 10 pound game from your childhood fucking oh, just, yeah. just lasts forever. Man, it's yeah. crazy, isn't it? it? And especially, it's funny, like you say, about just just um, uh, dealing with like a little problem with like the saving thing, making you be able to do that quick, quick save. Like, oh yeah. god! If I had this when I was a kid, like yeah, that. Yeah, the yeah, games yeah. we could yeah, have yeah. finished. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh absolutely. <laughs> yeah. it was right up there. So, like I said, when I got the Turtles Cowabunga collection, mm. playing Turtles on the the, the NES Turtles over and over again, and rewinding it. Oh, I yeah. just die. Oh fuck! I'm rewinding them. I watched Jessica play like Sonic the Hedgehog one on the Xbox, and she like you know does a few levels. She went. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to save it there. And I'm like, oh, you don't know you, you, you shit. You don't know shit. <laughs> we had to turn it off, start up, I'm start like, from the beginning. If you wanted to see the end of that game, you had to fucking sit there and do it. Do it. <laughs> or write down a 50-digit code. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, granted, or just learn up, down, left, right, and start. Yeah. Still. <laughs> Andy, yeah. you're number three. Uh, my number three is a dead easy one because we've talked about it nauseam on previous podcasts. No. Uh, uh, but it's The Batman. Oh, yeah, very good. Yeah. Fucking loved it. The Batman. The second three-hour movie on my top ten. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> Guess what's coming in next as well. Um, yeah, I, I rewatched this the other day for about the fourth time. Wow. Um, yeah. Paul Dano was amazing. Fucking love him. Enjoy it more and more each time that I Andy watch Circus, it. Andy Serkis, but... Uh, yeah, Alfred, Alfred, phenomenal. Uh, it's great as well. Do you know what? Actually, the reason I rewatched it the other day is I finished watching Andor, and Andy Serkis is fucking great in yeah. Andor. And I was like, what have I watched him in recently? I was like, Batman. Alfred, let's watch that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I still yeah. I don't 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 care for Batman that much. No compulsion to watch it again. The more time that's gone since it's come out, the more I'm like, oh yeah, it did didn't it? it did come out? Yeah. <laughs> that was I'm, a thing that happened. It was yeah yeah I, yeah, I, yeah yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, next Batman film comes out, I'll be there to watch it. Though. It's um, um, it's definitely for me as a comic book fan again, just my opinion. Yeah. It's definitely the best uh, adaptation to the screen for me personally of the type of comic book Batman that I enjoy because okay. obviously there's lots of different versions yeah, 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 yeah. I mean this is you know like when people argued about like the, the Batfleck where it's like he's fucking shooting people I'm like this version does yeah, that, yeah. that's what happens in comics <laughs> they have different versions of the same character so yeah. um, this, yeah, this was fair, my yeah. favourite adaptation of a Batman I can't wait for the that's Batman. awesome yeah alrighty we on to number twos mm. this is my TV like show TV. of the year nice and I am so sad that this universe has now come to its conclusion. It's been one hell of a ride, um, but it had to come to an end. Better Call Saul Season 6, the sixth and final season of the AMC television series, which premiered on April 18th, 2022, um, and uh, concluded on August 15th, 2022. 13-episode season, broadcast on Mondays at 9pm, and then on Netflix over here in the UK. <laughs> Um, the final episode was Saul gone. 
<laughs> ah, the show followed the ex-con artist Jimmy McGill, a small-time attorney that goes through a series of trials and tragedies as he transforms into his alter ego, Saul Goodman, a morally challenged criminal lawyer. Now, this is not just an extension of Breaking Bad. In many ways, it outshines its parent show with some of the most interesting mm. characters in modern television. Bob Odenkirk and the whole cast were fan fantastic uh it was a great send-off and a conclusion to the breaking bad universe uh, and this character i honestly can't now wait to see what vince gilligan and peter gold come up with next now that they're leaving the breaking bad universe behind uh, honestly it's one of those shows that now that it's all over you've got all of breaking bad and medical soul they are binge worthy they are totally you can always just go back to them and i, I tell yeah, you I some of the now. best First writing season, and characterization ever amazing. Uh, I miss it. There is a void now where this show was uh, each year. So very yeah. sad to see it go. Like, like I'm Good that it got its run now. Like, Absolutely. I, I started Breaking Bad, but I was watching so much shit at that time. I was just like, like I and I, I, but I watched the fir- end of the first season and I'm like, you know what? That's just such great writing, great character building. And so then taking the Saul Goodman character from that show yeah. and giving him his own show... It's just you just yeah. highlighting how good Bob Odenkirk is. Yeah, because I, I I don't know if I mentioned it to you, um, but it was like I don't know, like a couple of weeks before Christmas, we were getting ready for school, and he turned up. Bob Odenkirk turned up in Everybody Loves Raymond, and he was, <laughs> and he was trying out. to sell. He was trying to was, sell something to Raymond. He was almost like in character, and, yeah, like he, 20 years before. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. He, he, he looked exactly the same. And I'm like, you, it's can, Jimmy oh, McGill. you can honestly yeah. see where he just went, we need you to do something. Oh, I know. Yeah. I, I've been here before. That just, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, so good. I miss it. <laughs> uh, mine number two, uh, back to the comic book movies. And I think that this was the fucking best movie for last year. Uh, I, you know, I know everybody's got their own say on the MCU, the DCU, the up you, the down you, the whatever. You fucking do whatever the fuck you want to do. Um, Terrifier 5. <laughs> Terrifier 5, fuck yous. Um, no Way Home for me was the... Oh, Spider-Man is yours. Spider-Man right. No Way Home number two was the... Um, the. It was something that I've always wanted. I'm trying to think of the word I'm trying to th- think of, but I can't. It was something that I've always wanted for cinema to acknowledge. And it's so easy for them to turn Cross to Cross streams. Yeah, it's, it's so easy for them to turn around every now and again and go, oh, forget that there's a sequel or forget that there's that uh-huh. series. We're completely restarting it. We're completely rehashing it. We're going to do this. You know, we had the Sam Raimi fucking Spider-Man movies and we never thought we were ever going to go any further from that. But somebody somewhere went, ah, actually, we can make a lot of money from this super movies, these, these, these comic book movies. So they started to go a little bit more. And then they brought in the amazing Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield. I wasn't a big fan of them. But then as I started watching more of Andrew Garfield outside the Spider-Man universe and Hacksaw Ridge and um, that play thing he did on Netflix. I can't remember what it was called. It was a musical. I was like, man, he's really good. And the same thing with fucking uh, Tobey Maguire. You know, everyone gives fucking Spider-Man 3 shit. You know, but Tobey Maguire is still a really good actor. So we need something to come along to say, hey, look, these movies actually are good. And then all of a sudden, here comes Tom Holland again. We've started a new Peter Parker. We're starting new Mary Jane. We're starting new stories. 
we didn't think that actually their third movie would bring in Garfield and Maguire from two separate movies, acknowledge that those movies exist, acknowledge that what they went through actually happened, and have them all in this one universe together. I've also... They did it better than Days of Future Past, didn't they? Uh, totally, totally. <laughs> I've also, while I was thinking on my list, and I was saving it for the podcast, I've also come up with a bit of a story for Marissa Tomei. Now, Marissa Tomei, she plays Aunt May in Spider-Man, mm -hmm. correct? And she's a, an absolutely wonderful actress. So, this is my film kind of story for Aunt May, Marissa Tomei, okay? So... She starts off as a go-lucky girl hanging out with Joe Pesci, who is in My Cousin <laughs> Vinny, right? Sake. And Joe Pesci goes to goes to get his, his his cousin Vinny out of the court case. She goes down there. She does her little speech thing about the car. It's absolutely amazing. Joe Pesci falls in love with her. So the, two, the film ends, the two of them drive off into sunset. But because Joe Pesci is such a really good lawyer, he gets hired to help out his brother, who's just been arrested after trying to burglarize a kid's house during Christmas. Now, Marissa Tomei turns to him and says, no, His no, twin no. brother? Hey, do, do, they kind of look the same yeah, ah. kind of related. she tells him look I don't want you getting involved in this court case and he says look I've got to go help him he's my family she's like look if you go help him I'm going to leave you and he's like look I'm sorry I have to go do this because she doesn't like the fact that he's involved and she doesn't want to get involved with it so he fucks off and she ends up meeting some guy called Ben Parker and they get together and then they'll start to settle down right now in this time Ben Parker I really thought you were going to go balls out and make Joe Pesci Uncle Ben <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no no you can't do that he's already he's already it's got the other the universe. right so she gets with Ben Parker and in that time uh, Peter Parker's mum and dad end up getting together having a kid dying and leaving Peter with them right mm -hmm. and they end up raising him so it's now Aunt May Marissa Tomei Ben Parker and fucking Peter Parker mm -hmm. now Ben dies right Peter becomes Spider-Man and then there's the snap Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, Spider-Man. Because so far, what you've done is described the plot of Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man ends up disappearing. Marissa Tomei, Aunt May, she's stuck without any money. She can't actually afford to do anything. She's got no husband, no, no, no. Um, in this universe, is only no fans, grandson. No grandson to bring in. Huh. So she becomes a stripper. <laughs> and while stripping, she meets Mickey she Rourke, meets Ricky Rourke <laughs> Randy the Ram Robinson, and yeah. ends up trying to have a relationship with him. But then at the same time, he dies. And then, five, that's, this is during the five-year period. So at the end of that time, right, she, she's realizing she can't be a stripper anymore. And they bring Spider-Man back. And Spider-Man comes up to Aunt May and goes, Aunt May, I've really missed you. What have you been up to? She's like, not much, but she's got all these life lessons to tell Spider-Man how to continue to keep doing stuff. That's not an idea for a story. That's you describing the three movies you've watched in a row. <laughs> I watched My Cousin Vinny, then I watched The Wrestler, and yeah, then I watched Spider-Man, because they're all connected. Are they? With they were today. Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man No Way Your Home was great. That's enough to put it at number two. And made um, a stripper. Thanks, Ian. Yeah. My, um, fucking insane... <laughs> Uh, my number two in film of the year is The Northman. Obviously, we've already talked fucking about it. Yeah, yeah. Northman, fucking yeah. all day. If you've not seen all it, day. get your ass on it. It's amazing. Hell Loved yeah. It. Yeah, Northman. For all the, re it's for all the, the reasons we it, talked it, about. It could easily have been my number one as well as Maverick as well as Nope. Mm. It was just like on any given day, yeah. do you what, do you want sci-fi, do you want history, or do you want fantasy, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, great. Number ones, I believe we're on. Yes. Number ones, I'll start. My number one, it's a video game. And the, that game is Elden Ring. Still it came out. You still playing it? I, I I will tell you why this one ended up becoming my number one. Okay, okay. Is that it came out twenty fifth of February 
last year, 2022, the game is still installed on my yeah, PC. I, Other games have been installed, played, and come off. It, Elden Ring stayed installed this entire time. Awesome, I finished it twice. Mm. I've streamed a full playthrough. I played co-op with a really good friend. Uh, I love talking about it endlessly with yeah. fellow Tarnished and Soulsborne players. It's open world gaming done right. Yeah. It's challenging, rewarding, exciting, uh, amazing top tier unbeatable uh dark art fantasy gothic settings great bosses great level design great creature design memorable encounters lots of cosmetics and weapons and fighting styles bizarre and interesting npcs phenomenal soundtrack good graphics animations and lots of replayability plus there's more content coming mm-hmm. um like yeah even though i i put in like nearly 300 hours into it's, it last year and i i was like it's as much souls as i need in this time yeah. of space but i didn't uninstall it because i knew like i'm coming back it's like it's, it's good enough i'm coming back it's my end game i've said that elden ring if i guess why i didn't buy it last year if i sure. bought elden ring i would not be playing anything else ever again simply because mm. i love dark souls one so much me too yeah dark it's my like, the pinnacle. Dark Souls One was a was a proper game that after I f- completed it for like the first second time, I'm like, you know, I got this game now, you know. So I kept carry on playing it, and then I looked at Elden Ring and the fact that they went, oh yeah, it's basically Dark Souls, but in this massive huge world. I was like, I I can't now. Because if I do it, I'm never playing anything <laughs> like, else. Yeah, I'm still collecting Gwent again. cards in The Witcher. I, 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 I was, yeah, I was kind of like, look, the, if, the longest game I'm going to get to be able to play this year is going to be Ragnarok, so I'm going to have to use that time for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, it's, a shame, it's a shame I don't have that kind of time for that type of game, to be honest. Yeah, I, was, I took a, a they fortnight keep, I think off, someone was like, talking about, oh, they're going to drop a trailer for the, the next um, Elder Scrolls game soon because obviously Thingy's, at, is it Star? What's it called? Star, Starcraft? Or Starcraft? Yeah, well, no. yeah, I know the one you mean. I the the, yeah. the sci-fi version of it yeah, yeah, dropping, yeah. which looks amazing and I'm like oh, am I going to have time to play that and then they, they said about, oh we're going to drop a trailer soon describing the next one and I was like fuck but Elden Ring the, the gameplay that I've seen of it does look phenomenal absolutely yeah. phenomenal I do feel like when I'm, when I'm actually retired and I'm 70 and I'm sat in an open you'll have the, all Elden five Elden Rings to I'll play I'll be playing Elden Ring <laughs> <laughs> this is great <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> in your number one from 2022 my number one what, one second one second yeah. I'm going to do mine first because yeah, okay. I know you're going to get because your number one me well, and Gary I was both not said even the same have thing. A number 10 this is it me and Gary both said like w- I would have taken everything I own and put on a bet if someone was like can you guess his number one I'd be like piece of piss easy so I'm just going to do mine real quick to let <laughs> okay. you know alright yeah, that's yeah, the reason yeah. so yeah. my number one I think we already mentioned it is series of the year is Peacemaker yeah. yes. and I think I said at the start of 2022 when it came out Star Wars I was like there's no this way there's the anything best. better and this all fucking year uh, yeah. had no fucking reason uh, no right to be that I can't believe that at the end of the year as well I finished my fucking top 10 with three three hour plus movies mm-hmm. and two things from DC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not from the DCEU, I might yes, add, but yes. two things from DC, DC. Um, and no fucking um, MCU. <laughs> so fucked up. Uh, what world do we live in? Um, <laughs> yeah, no business being this good. Um, possibly the winner of the greatest um, CGI sidekick of all time because that yes. eagle is fucking <laughs> eagly. faultless. Yes. Eagly 
is faultless. You can't fuck with it. Um, John Cena is charming as all fuck. Yeah. He's actually taken a really flawed character who was was fine in the Suicide Squad. I enjoyed yeah. the Suicide Squad. Yeah. yeah. Peacemaker was fine. A part of it. But, but if you yeah. told me he was the one that was getting the spin-off, yeah, I'm like, be like, what? When we that heard guy? that, the, the film came out and they were like, well, they're making a Peacemaker Mate. TV series. We were I'm like, like really? really? Making yeah. you root for such a flawed character. Yeah. Having a comedic series that still manages to bring this character in who's like, I fucking hate all these things. And the whole audience going, you've done all those things. <laughs> yes. What the fuck, mate? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, intro, the intro, the music. The, the fucking intro, the, the opening credits alone yeah. gets this into the fucking <laughs> top ten. But the supporting cast is yes. absolutely ten out of fucking ten yeah. for me. Yeah. The characters fucking, um, you know, Harcourt is amazing. Vigilante, Jesus H. Fuck. <laughs> oh my God, he's good. I actually um, think, like personally, I, I thought Peacemaker actually did better than The Boys. Yeah, it did I, for me. See, I it haven't did, managed yeah, to watch season three of The Boys yet, unfortunately, but I, I, I yeah, still can't. Yeah, but for season I, one, for I, Peacemaker. Yeah, if that's it, Peacemaker if I'm out of the season one and game, two of The Boys, yeah. And uh, Robert, um, help me out, his dad, Terminator. England. Uh, um, no, uh, fucking Patrick. Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick. Patrick yeah. um, playing his um, dad, playing the fucking white dragon. Supremist, yeah, white yeah. supremist. Oh, my God. When he gets in that suit at the end, you're like, this should not be working. That suit is ridiculous. You know, and the, yeah. the whole thing of him going into his house where he's like, yeah, it's a fucking totally different dimension that we're stood in, dick. Like, you know. <laughs> it was such an action-packed finale I, as um, well. It was. Yeah. I got, uh, Donna bought it for me uh, for for Christmas on Blu-ray. When oh. I opened it, I was so fucking, I was almost like, fuck that turkey, we're watching me. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just, get, just get on delivery yeah. or something. But um, I do want to watch the show again. I hope it gets another season because obviously James Gunn yeah, I'm did not, Peacemaker. Yeah, I'm not He's not discussed it, it yet or whether air, they'll undiscussed. get to continue to do that maybe. Like, you know, to, within that old universe still? Mm. I don't know. But it was... Um, I, I love it. We talked about Cobra Kai a lot being the like, you've got no right to be this good. Yeah. How did this fucking happen? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is the new best example, I think, of something that was like... It had no so right many to be people that, that said yeah. that, that I said like if you watch Peacemaking they're like I had no interest in watching that I'm like dude yeah, it's, it's actually worth your time and and it's another justification of why I love wrestling so much because like we said John Cena produced a charismatic Dave fucking Batista, leader man dude you know they, they, they went from one thing I never thought Cena had it in him also the greatest yeah. soundtrack I, to I anything ever I always thought Cena was through. able to do stuff like that after seeing the Doctor of Thugonomics. You know, if they'd let him swear back in the day, that's what he'd been doing. Yeah. Oh, he'd have been the, in the and Attitude then, Era, that character would have yeah. been gangbusters. He's got himself into such a prominent position in TV to go, but well, like, I can do whatever I want. Back after yeah. that China debacle with yeah, me, you yeah, know, yeah. with him sort of basically, you know, being a yeah. bit of a bitch. But yeah, I was like, well, can't fault him for this because... Um, my kid loves Eagly so much. I didn't. I didn't let her watch the show just in case anyone's asking because there's a lot of bad, like you know, oh, yeah. a lot of sex stuff. I wouldn't let her watch in that. But um, I, I was like totally like, you gotta watch the intro to this show. She fell in love with it. Fucking, I was constantly hearing the song playing. So I kept going, Are you watching that show? She's like, I'm just listening to the song. Like, okay, okay. <laughs> just checking. <Fuck's> sake. <laughs> Sorry, go for it. Uh, yeah, so my exactly top, what we were thinking. Yes, Come my on. top of 2022 <laughs> was going to see the thing on the big screen in 4K in fucking October. Like, like, like I said, you're fucking lucky you got an extra four things out of me, and there was no way. <laughs> and I that was they going, weren't all <laughs> the thing. <laughs> yeah, there was no way. Like I wouldn't. <laughs> There's no point in me doing even a number nine and sitting there going, what was my number ten? Because I didn't fucking give a shit about it. Going to see my favourite all-time sci-fi movie, one of the greatest sci-fi movies ever fucking made, 
on the big screen, this is like a life-changing moment. We always say, you know, man, I really wish I'd seen that movie on the big screen. And a lot of the times you don't get the chance. I got the chance to see the thing for its 40th anniversary. And it honestly just completely changed my life on how I look at movies now. Because people go, you're going to go see that on the big screen? And I'm like, no! Because <laughs> it's going to be nothing is like Kurt the Russell thing. in it? <laughs> yeah, is Kurt Russell in it? No, nope, I ain't motherfucking seeing it there. Seeing McCready's, seeing McCready's giant fucking head on the screen <laughs> was amazing. Hearing that music no, kick sorry, in. Sorry, another bite for the... 4K Blu-ray. Yes. Team McCready's head. Team His McCready's massive head in 4K. Head. Just, you know, like... Fuck this cunt. <laughs> like, I even said, I finished off watching... I finished off seeing The Thing in the cinema and I went home and, and on the same night, Halloween, the original Halloween was on mm. Channel 4 and I was just like, well, I'm going to fucking watch this. Yeah, right. You know, and I sat there and watched it and just... Like I said, just taking in that all that moment. Like yeah, I can go and see an MCU movie or a DCU movie or a Terminator movie or an Alien movie. It's not the same. Last year for me was such a pinnacle moment in the cinema. That going to see uh, two of my favorite James Bond movies. Going to see Evil Dead one and two. Going to see Alien and Aliens back to back. Seeing Terminator two on the big screen. Going to see fucking um, the thing. I've seen Escape from New York, Prince of Darkness, fucking They Live all on the big screen like I almost went this year and went to go see Airplane on the big screen because I was like I need to see this movie but inside me there's a part of me that goes it's not going to be as good as the thing mate yeah every movie what... every movie you see is just a bigger version of it seeing the thing was like a piece of my soul Did had you, just been filled so in and I was hyped. like it was. I mean, it wasn't it, even like, dude, it's not gonna be as good as the thing. I'd be like, what'd you have for lunch? Like, oh, I had a sandwich. Wasn't as good as the fucking thing. What? <laughs> yeah. It's not even comparable. What the fuck? <laughs> no, no. Just it, it, it really was great. Like, like the autopsy scene, the yeah. transformation scene. Yeah. Like you're seeing like the inside that kennel in all of mm. its high definition glory, and you're seeing the lighting, the textures, the puppetry, the effects. Uh, the, the you're seeing the textures, the snow, yeah. the ice, the breath. Yeah. Uh, all of it in such clarity mm. and you know obviously a theater sound system so mm. when carpenters sorry ennio morricone score kicks in yeah, man. um oh, it is literally so encompassing you I'm get so these, in um, there these 4k remasters yeah, that oh, yeah. I, I bought the thing on 4k i was watching it i said to you i was watching alien the other day and yes like, yeah fucking do you know what made it even sweeter as well and that there's another reason why it got to the top or up top of my list right so like like Gary got the Evil Dead board game, which kind of like really mm. bummed me because I'm like, man, I really want that motherfucking board game and you got it. But you couldn't even play it too. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> but what was even sweeter was that Gary got me the expansion. Well, at first he got me the Thing board game, which I already have one, but he got me another one. And we were like, this is amazing, which is based on the 1982 movie. For Christmas, he went out and got me the expansion, which is based on the 2011 movie. Right. So you actually play at the Norwegian camp. Yeah. And, can, and if you're the alien, you can go and fix the ship and try and fuck off. Or there's a dog timer, and if the dog escapes, then you go into the 1982 movie. Oh, so you can play the games back to back. And, so yeah, uh, play the games yeah, back to back. And part awesome. of me is like, man, it's even sweeter because I saw the movies the, on the, the big screen. You know, when I saw the 2011 movie, I'm like, Oh, this is pretty damn good. Now I've seen the 1982 movie. I'm like, fuck you. I'm good. <laughs> so awesome. all in all, it's been one heck of a year. Yeah, right? it, so it, it, I think it's been an amazing year. For, yeah, especially yeah. considering, obviously, the, the COVID, the lockdowns and the restricted, like, no content. We were starved. We consumed everything. Yeah, consumed <laughs> it all. Like, uh, but yeah, this year has been uh, such, such a good year. 
And awesome lists. Awesome lists. Yeah. Yeah. I try. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to us recount our best picks from 2022. Uh, if you disagree with us, if you agree with us, let us know in the comments down below. We'd love to see your top tens of 2022 yes, as yes. well. Yes, yes. We're going to take a quick break now, though, uh, but we'll be back momentarily to answer your questions. to the third part of the podcast where we will be answering your questions. First question is from Nick. What's what up, Nick? Nick? Welcome to 2023, my dudes. Yeah. Even though technically you beat me there. Question, what ending to a TV episode got you the most pumped to see the next one? Uh, the next episode could have been a letdown, but I'm more concerned with the preceding one and how pumped you got example oh, when dark willow after thrashing buffy about mm. gloats about being too powerful to be stopped only to be blasted by energy and a familiar voice states i'd like to test that theory sorry. cheers bro hums <laughs> Um, sorry, great, I got, uh, sorry, I got so worked up just us talking about willow that my watch thinks I'm doing exercise <laughs> <laughs> wow sorry very um, excited this um you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Yeah, go I've, I've got some uh, some answers ready. But yeah, that Buffy one is great. Uh, for me, the first one that came to mind was... Oh, Sorry. <laughs> I watched thought I was walking because my blood pressure went so high. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> um, Sorry, everyone. <laughs> the first one that came to mind was Star Trek. Uh, the best of both worlds. Yeah. Uh, TNG Season 3, Episode 26. Picard being assimilated by the Borg. Oh, Didn't one. know we were... Uh, I mean, uh, Patrick Stewart was almost written out of the show. He was about to leave. Yeah. So they didn't know if he was going to be coming back. F fans of the show didn't know. Uh, one hell of a cliffhanger. I had to wait a year to find out. Um, Game of Thrones season 5 episode 8 Hard Home it's the one where the Night King literally takes mm. the town and at the very end raises the dead in front of the survivors fleeing such a it just cements like the army of the dead is coming yeah and yeah talk about what you mentioned about not living up to its hype <laughs> but the hype was generated um Next one for me is uh, who is Negan going to kill in The Walking Dead? Yeah, season six, yeah. episode one. At the end of season five, mm. he's there with the bat. And then we had to wait a whole year yeah. to find out who was going to get hit with that bat. And it ended up being two. Uh, great question, though, Nick. Thank you. Um, that was really good. Um, do you know what? what it, it's not even a series that I would even say that I cared about so much. But... Uh, I think it was the end of season four of Lost where it shows Jack and off the island and it's yeah. like, oh, where is he? And she's like, he's sleeping. You know, he's talking about Sawyer. And then he's like, we got to go back, Kate. And okay. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that is a great moment. That was that actually a, great a moment. really good uh, cliffhanger as well. Yeah. Um, I will throw out, it never finished, unfortunately, but uh, was it Pushing Daisies? The the one with the pie maker? You know, what's his name? He plays... Um, uh, uh, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's the main bad guy in the first one. I'm terrible with names tonight. What, Ronan the Accuser? Yes, thank you. Well done. It's him. Um, and it, that literally ends on a cliffhanger, as in they're hanging over a cliff. And I was like, <laughs> I appreciate what you did there. Um, for me, like I was thinking of all the TV shows I've watched, and there are some being some really good fucking episodes. I was going to say, is Sopranos, did they ever have I one of those? Went, I almost went with Sopranos, but I couldn't mm. honestly think of a really... like. 
like the last episode ending like is really good but obviously there's nothing to follow on after that um and, oh, the fate and, of black yeah and some of the soprano stuff like the 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 series in two with richie aprio uh his death and everything around him those were some really great episodes that that's what kept me going with season two of sopranos and kept me going with season three and kept me going back but the one that really did stick in my head was, it's in the ship! It's in the goddamn ship! <laughs> and fucking Jimi Battle Hendrix starts playing over Battlestar Galactica. You know, uh, Cara Frace, a star about coming up and telling her that she knows the way home. I mean, it doesn't go far the season after that, but immediately my mind went back and went, fuck, when Boomer shot Adama, Adama. Oh, yeah. you know, and we had to wait to see if he was going to survive or when we found out, like... Um, uh, like at uh, the end of Caprica or the, yeah. like they've landed on Caprica and then the fucking base stars have just new turned Caprica. up yeah, yeah. new Caprica yeah. and then we've had to wait for <gasps> them to come year. back and then we've had to <laughs> then the jump out yeah. the yeah. season enders each one yeah Bowser, yeah. yeah baby nice okay we've actually got a follow up question from Nick as well yeah uh, he said I've already gave you my question but here's another one what is your favourite Kurt motherfucking Russell quote there's there's a few, but he goes with you gotta you gonna do something or just stand and there and bleed. bleed. <laughs> um, I particularly like um, um, fuck, fuck you, you too. Uh, uh, fuck you too. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't bitch. I, I don't give a fuck about your war, which is from Escape from New right, York. Yeah. Um, um, it's all in the reflexes. It's all in the reflexes. Every time he says boss in um, is it Cap- uh, Captain Roy. Mm. Captain Ron. Captain Ron. Ron, sorry, when he's in Captain Ron and when he just keeps calling uh, Martin Short boss. Yeah, boss! Yeah, okay, boss! Yeah, we're just doing that, boss! I like the, um, um, in Christmas Chronicles where he's like, live and in person, one night only. That's, <laughs> <laughs> but you know when it pans in? Yeah. yeah. That's fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> Some really fucking good ones. Alrighty, next question is from Natalie Holbert. What up, Natalie? Hi, guys. Hope you're doing well. My question. Some idiot has summoned a Lovecraftian monster, and it's heading for the building that houses all the horror films ever made. It was this this guy. Out of the three of us, that would have been him. The room on the left holds all the horror movies made before 1990. The room on the right holds all the horror movies from 1990 <laughs> up to present day. You can only lure the monster away with a bag of toffees. But good fortune, you have one. Which room do you save? Uh, For me, pre, it was easy. Pre-90s. Pre, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I literally, these were all the ones that came to my head straight away. No question. Exorcist, Shining, Night, Dawn, Day of the Dead, Alien, Aliens, Evil Dead, Child's Play, Nightmare on Elm Street, Hellraiser, The Fly, The Thing, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Friday yeah. the 13th, Nightmare on yeah. Elm Street, Fright Night, Near Dark, Carrie, Jaws, The Fog, Christine, Amazing the Body Snatchers, The Beyond, Prince of Darkness, Modern Horror. I, I, mean, uh, oh no, I thought of Modern uh, Horror. I, sorry, Prince of Darkness is 91. Is it? I thought it was nine. Is it? Or, or no? Is it eighty nine? It's eighty nine. Eighty nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry, my mistake. I, I, I mean, I didn't double check, um, yeah. but these were all the ones that I thought were pre nineties. Yeah, I thought. And when I when I jumped to thinking of modern, I immediately went to Laurie from from Hell, uh, Halloween Ends, going, "Let it burn!" Let it burn! <laughs> I was just like, "Yeah, that's modern horror right there." Modern horror. Let it burn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pre pre nineties. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Though. Yeah. Thank you. Next question is from Bill Hoy. What up, Bill? What are your thoughts on the Psycho franchise? And did you guys check out The Last of Us? 
Love the channel. Been a huge fan for a long time. When listening and watching, always feels like being around friends. Keep up the amazing work. Sweet, cheers, man. That's always really awesome to hear. Thank mm. you so much, Bill. Um, I love the Psycho series. Um, I've always been... Like, Alfred Hitchcock movies are fucking... You know, you, you, you can't really fault them. They're fucking really good. And Psycho is really, really good. I'm a massive fan of Psycho 2. I think it's one of the best horror sequels of all time. Psycho 3 is not too great, but as it follows on from 1 and 2, which I really do like, I can go through it and I do enjoy it. I kind of like how it ends. You said about it in like the horror like uh, tournament. Yeah, yeah, about, it, like, yeah. There's some really yeah. great Bates shots Motel, in like, 3 um, and was stuff great. where it, the series. it was a bit underrated, wasn't yeah, it? Like, yeah, the camera work yeah. on that one. Um, the the fourth movie, the beginning. I know some people really like it. Obviously, I think Gary's a big fan. Um, of that's it. one of my favourites. Yeah. The one that's like, like almost like a made for TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um, I I spoke about this to Gary recently. I I was I had the really rare opportunity to watch Bates Motel with Bud Core and Laurie <laughs> Petty back in the eighties, which is really hard to get up. Yeah, by. yeah. Um, but I have never watched the TV series, but I I really do love Psycho series. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the the first film and the fourth film, and I enjoyed three seasons or so of the TV show. Um, I never actually finished yeah, it. I was must, like, I got I enough show, yeah. at that point um, that I was done. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Next question is from David Morris. What David? David? Who's on your Mount Rushmore of directors, and why? Cheers, fellas. Fist bumps all round. Mm. Um, for me, James Cameron. Ridley Scott, David Fincher, John Carpenter. Um, <clears throat> um, Ridley Scott, obviously, like two of my favorite films of all time, Alien and Blade Runner, an absolute tour de force when it comes to the technical brilliance of what he's putting on screen. Yeah. He has storyboarded it. Every camera angle, every lighting, every bit that's there is there because he wants it there. Um, such a keen eye for detail um, that I, I find almost unrivaled sometimes. Like, unless you go, I mean, other than Kubrick, you know, and of course Kubrick, like, I mean, that's so hard. Like, mm. I, I'd also say uh, Akira Kurosawa, Gilmo del Toro, Robert Zemeckis, Hitchcock, mm. Mm. Uh, Tarantino. Like, there's so many. Like, Rushmore needs to have eight heads. Yeah, you can only right? have four. But, okay, yeah, so I've gone four, with my four. Right? four I've gone with my four, and it might seem a bit vanilla. Um, but of course, the, all, my first three were all Alien, Aliens, and Alien Three directors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I've loved, you know, my my love for film came from those films as well, and following the careers of Cameron with Terminator and uh, True Lies and Al Avatar and yeah. David Fincher is like such an intensity to his films, like Fight Club and Seven. They're gritty and raw and urban and nasty, but interesting. Um, and uh, and of course, like Carpenter, like just mm. like every film he makes is cult, freaking classic, um, just amazing. I've got to agree with, I've got I've got to go Ridley Scott and David Fincher. Yeah, Ridley Scott, yeah, obviously, fucking that one's easy. David Fincher, just probably for Fight Club alone. Um, Tarantino, mm. I can't not say Tarantino. Mm. I'm just going to be a prick and say the Russos because I love Endgame. So. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. Fuck you. Watch Thor the Dark World. <laughs> um, I, I love Thor the Dark World. I really like Thor the Dark World. It's great. Somebody's Chris, got Chris to. Chris <laughs> Nolan could actually possibly. I, 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 if I'm being Nolan. serious, if I take the Russos up, I'll put Nolan on. That, nice, yeah. I mean, if I had to just go with Thor, because I was thinking that when I saw the Rushmore, um, it would be Carpenter, Raimi, hmm. Nolan. Yeah. Um, and... Um, like, 
I really do like the guy who did The Dead Don't Die, and he also did uh, Ghost oh, Dog, I know Dog you Way mean. of the Samurai. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't remember his name. But I've forgotten his name. He, he, he does some really quirky kind of movies. Yeah. And they, they're touch and go with some people, but I've really enjoyed them. Uh, Wes Anderson, he would almost oh, yeah. go up there. He was, he was, yeah. Yep. But do you know who I would... I honestly... And, like, Tarantino would go on to the fourth, but you know what? I've saw, I saw a documentary recently and I was able to wiki the Fablemans and I feel honestly truly honoured and I, I like I'm getting sentimental as I'm getting older I honestly feel really truly honoured to have existed at the same time as Steven Spielberg oh yeah it's it absolutely like <laughs> he shaped our childhood oh, movies our childhood, and absolutely. he's still making movies that compel and, us to want to go back to the theatre today and this is and this is the thing like out of every director that I've just talked about there. Yeah. Carpenter, like, I love Carpenter. Yeah. Fucking Carpenter. Yeah. I love Raimi of all the movies that he's done. Yeah. I love Nolan's visuals. But but Spielberg is the guy that I you can look at and go, he made Jaws, yeah. Schindler's List, Saving Private Ryan, mm. and War of the Worlds, all in one kind of fucking career of his yeah. own life. There's, How does one guy just? But it's not. It's just not just the films he's directing. It's, it's the films the he's producing. I was going to say it's it's, yeah. it's the helping hand that he's had in yeah. a lot of movies. As oh well. yeah. This is why the Rushmore question is so fucking difficult when it's a topic you actually like. But that's no, why you've got to stick it more. It's really hard. Yeah. It's difficult. Because yeah, I, I'd love to put James Gunn on there because, as well. Because you hate you hate to put it on record and yeah. then run into someone who might fit on it and then yeah. find out you didn't put them on it yeah. <laughs> and then you have to explain yourself <laughs> right yeah. yeah yeah tough question great, great question. question next question is from josh delamont what up What's josh? That, josh here are a few questions why has nostalgia been a trope for the last eight years why yeah. sequels remakes and reboots keep getting made i know it's mostly always been about money but why has it been just the last eight years? No, it's always. It's, it's, it's just always. always. Like, it's, there's been remakes since before I was born. Yeah. Like, Look, it's, it's never going to end. At the end of the day, it's a lot easier to build on existing IP than it that is, is to exactly come up with a brand new that, idea, It's right? not because it's, the original one failed. It's because it's a known name. It's there. Yeah. I, and, and to be fair, even when we say about, oh, remakes and stuff like that, it's I think sequels is more yes. probably to your point because at the end of the day, it's like... But it's, it's, it's the way it affects writing, I think, for me, that annoys me, is that it's really hard. Okay, like we said about The Walking Dead, in a way, it's like, you're almost actually going like, well, they're probably not going to kill anyone off, really, because they want to branch off on all these different, you know, projects, right? Yeah. So it's almost like Until sometimes you watch a movie out, going, yeah. well, dude, they're not going to kill anyone off. There's not that much peril, because, like, hopefully there's going to be a John Wick 17. Right? But, it, but <laughs> Now, I want John Wick 17, but still, it's, but it's you know. But it's not just in film, though, is it? Like... When it comes to music, like video games. Yeah. Well, yeah, when games it comes well. to music, like Resident and, Evil One is likely to get yeah, another that's remake. What I'm saying. When <laughs> when your when your favorite game gets a remaster, mm. you know, or your band gets to go on live tour again, the nostalgia, the feel, the the feeling. Yeah, that Kiss you, are coming down here for their last tour. The feeling that you you get <laughs> that feeling of oh, I want to see if I can reenact that feeling I had the first time I had it. You're yeah. you're not. You're going to get a completely totally new feeling. Um, and so, like, with remakes and reboots and rehashes of movies, that's down to you. Like, you look at a movie, if it's a remake, and you say, oh, I have to see that? Don't go and watch it and then complain that you went and watched a remake of a movie. <laughs> you fucking chose to go. No one better be sitting you know? here in a couple of months' time bitching about that Roadhouse remake, because if you go and see it, it's on it's you. All, it's all fucking on you. It's on you. 
don't, well, don't uh, do it. Don't, don't encourage them. Uh, but yeah, I think you answered uh, the question yourself, though, Josh. It's money. Money. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Next question is from Havard Ryan. What up, Havard? Would you guys ever consider redoing some of your earlier videos to match your modern day long format videos? For instance, I would love to see a 60 minute review of Predator, Predator. The Lost Boys, and The Wrestler, just to name a few. Keep up the good work. Mm. Cheers, Havard Ryan. And we can answer that question and say we've already done it to a couple. Yeah. We, the Poltergeist. Poltergeist, we had to. Our, our, vi- our original video was 30 minutes, and we reviewed all three movies. Yeah. Our newest video, I think, is 50 minutes, yeah. and that's just the first that's movie. Just the, first one. the Crow. Our original Crow video is 14 minutes long. The Crow video that's out now is like 40, 50 minutes long. Mm. So, but those original videos were either so bad or so corrupted or lost yeah. um, that we, you know, somebody then came along and Patreoned and said, Can you do that? When I'm like, Well, we did, but we lost it, so yeah. we'll do it again. Yeah. Um, but I do agree. Like, the most. The most frequent comment on our Predator review is nothing about the video itself. It's just like, this video's not long enough. Yeah. It's like, oh. But we find that sometimes, like, when we first started doing our film reviews, we were trying to keep it short and sweet because that's what we thought people would like I will also say... Um, our average I, I viewer rate... I the, the, the sort of upload capabilities of YouTube. Well, I mean, originally, right? our, our very first few reviews were in two parts. It was yeah. it was 10 minutes and then 10 minutes for the second video, yeah. and that was it. Um, but yeah. Now Gary can have way more tabs open, <laughs> so yeah. it's easier. It's much <laughs> easier to source all the files and clips that we need. Um, but uh, yeah, but I mean, statistically... Most people stop watching our re- reviews about 20 minutes in. Like 90% of our audience have clicked off 20 minutes into the video. So, like when we release a 60-minute video, I'm like, well, there's like <laughs> five, of you, about five of you are going to get to the end <laughs> credits. I mean, I, I don't that, know the it. truth. That's just the analytics from YouTube. But, that, but that's it as well. Sometimes so, when we've got a film that we know we like so much, we've really got nothing else to say. Like, yeah. like we're Predator. It's just like, man, when he fucking shoots that guy with the plasma gas it's class, it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but the thing is, you like, seen that bit? Apollo Creed's arm four of those are bots. I agree. <laughs> no, but I, I do just want to say though, an extra do special thank you to those that obviously that that do comment, yes, that do yes, come to the live all. streams, yes. that do yes. do all that, and watch the videos to their entirety yes. because uh, that that, that really right? that engagement is fantastic and. Uh, it's a bit of a, you know, like a loyalty, I guess. And, yeah. Uh, we hey, feel listen, that. you got to feed the algorithm at the end of the day, right? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, true. Yeah. No matter how you get around it, so you got to feed the algorithm. The so. analytics tell yeah. us when they stop watching, but it doesn't actually tell us if they come back and carry on watching. <laughs> so they could stop at nine and then come back and carry on watching. Uh, exactly, uh, Beat Boy, um, Lo-Fi Beat Boy. Like, I don't know where... I, I think that Lego review is lost. I oh, think it's man. one of the corrupt lost ones. Uh, it's one of the ones that breaks my heart. It's in, the, it's in the vault with Batgirl. Or it's, that's it's, the, yeah. That was the first one... <laughs> Tax write-off. Yeah. First one I did with Dylan. <laughs> that's and, awesome. Yeah, the first one that we edited with him in there. Um, but it is something we would consider, uh, Havard Ryan. We yeah. definitely would. And, and obviously, if we were to do one, the Predator would probably, even though we've yeah. said, like, there's only so much, we can be like, it's awesome. Oh, my God, I could just watch the Predator. Watch yeah. the Predator. It's fucking yeah. brilliant. Just watch it, It's yeah. great. <clears throat> Next question's from Daniel Williamson. What up, Daniel? Up? If Gary and Ian are trapped on a, <clears throat> on a desert island, who catches fish with a spear and who collects the coconuts? I wouldn't trust either of you to do that. No, no. That's terrible. <laughs> well, I'm uh, too short to get the coconuts and I'm terrible with the... Spear and the fish. So, so what one of us is getting a spear to the foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah so. my own foot. <laughs> Got one. 
he's kidding here. He's, he's joking. joking. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys are on an island, <laughs> yeah. and Gary, with his incredible ingenuity, has rigged up a solar panel, MacGyver style. Yeah. And there's a DVD player. Yeah. And TV, but no DVDs to watch. But a case watches up on the shore one morning. I shake Ian out of his hammock, and we rush to the beach, wondering what the case is. As they get closer, Ian spots the word DVD on the side of the chest. It feels unusually light. In fact, it contains only one DVD for them both to watch forever, <laughs> each night on the island. What is it? What's the DVD? Well, sorry, in my mind's eye, all I can see is the set from the bottom live Hooligans Island. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're in the hammock, yeah. he's like kicking you, like, get the <laughs> fuck up. Like, well, I know what you're going to say, so... No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Because I was going to say it. But now, I was going to say the series of Wednesday. Now, so like, now, now you don't I've get to watch up, it with me. Now I've come up with something that I don't even think I can say on a podcast. Because I'm literally well, going to say it. you say it. Oh, but when you edit no, this, no, no matter what he says, beep it out. Yeah, I'm, 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 no, I'm going to beep it out yeah. and say Terrifier 2. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, immediately I was going to say The Thing, but I don't like the idea. Of course idea. you did. That's <laughs> but I, I don't like the idea of watching The Thing on a desert island, you know, when it's sunny and it's well, What if it was warm, an Arctic you know, island? Then, then you wouldn't be out on the... Freezing to death. This is fucking brilliant. Um, so... And taking into account that it's uh, just me and Gary on this desert island and nobody else, then I personally would like some kind of pornography, personally, <laughs> and five minutes alone. <laughs> and then give five Gary, minutes. Then give Gary back the. Why don't you skip to the end? <laughs> you know, tell him that the hollow, hollowed out coconut's been cleaned. And <laughs> That's not coconut milk. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh, there you go. You're watching porn with Ian. <laughs> Thanks for the question, Ho- Daniel. Hopefully, hopefully you die on this island. <laughs> Who screamed these messages? Next question is from Craig Hall. What up, Craig? What's up, man? Right then. Now let's turn that Kurt motherfucking Russell question back on you with a twist. Ooh. Let's take four Kurt Russell movies. Big Trouble. Yeah. Escape from New York, yeah. The Thing, and Soldier, yeah. and pretend Soldier. that he was Soldier's unavailable great. for those iconic roles. Ooh. Who would you recast in each role? And don't bother co- copping out with any of that. Nobody else can play McCready bollocks, or Kurt motherfucking <laughs> Russell is Snake Plissken shite. Well, he is. Play the game or go to bed without any Jack Daniels. I think Ooh, Keith shit. David would have played a really good lead uh, for The Thing. Mm. Uh, we're if, going. If, oh, if sorry, I take it we're going on the same time period, right? We're saying he's unavailable, so it's yeah, got yeah, to be yeah, yeah. somebody from that period. Okay. Somebody, yeah. That's what I'm saying. And okay. so I think Keith David works really well. Roddy Piper could have done fucking McCready, I think. Chris Christopherson. Oh, that's oh. McCready. Yeah, man. Nah, yeah. too rough, mate. Have you seen him in Convoy? It's shit. <laughs> Not based on his performance in Convoy. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> oh, based on his performance in Millennium. Blade. Whistler and Blade. Yeah. He's got that, mate. You put him in that same, yeah, you give him yeah, that fucking beard. He's got the beard, so the hair. Tom Skerritt would have been better. I actually thought Tom Skerritt. It was Tom my first one, but I went with, um, oh, for the thing, I went with Peter Weller as McCready. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, got maybe Clancy Brown for Soldier. Clancy Brown Nick for Cage for Soldier. <laughs> nah, too emotional. Clancy Brown. <laughs> too emo- no, what? Cl- use the same fucking face Cl- as you use in Face Off, mate. Like, just- Clancy Brown, you know, fucking Kurgan. Kurgan. No, I get what you mean. Yeah. I don't think he was ever in that kind of shape at that time. You think, because this is like, what, early 90s Soldier? Mid 90s? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, actually, I'm trying to think, because where I was. Yeah, no, yeah it's like mid, mid to late 90s. 90s. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Clancy Brown was in that kind of shape. Mate, he looked good in Starship Troopers. 
I just want to see Nick Cage with like practically zero script because <laughs> like fuck it his lines in so are written so on the, the last four thing. movies he's done like goes, well goes no only Willy's Wonderland really but you know I, I still think Nick Cage would be an amazing soldier. Uh, right, right, so we're going what? So we're going Nick Cage for soldier, Peter Weller for fucking the thing. The thing. Um, I'd put uh, Sylvester Stallone for for Jack Burton. Mel <laughs> Gibson. Stallone. I was like, well, you, you, you know what? You know what? Yeah, fucking go with that because well, it's not turning. Who's your other one? Fucking um, a Tango and Cash. Tango and Cash. That's right. Yeah. Mel, what's the last I, one? I reckon Mel Gibson. Um, for Escape from New York. Man. I got Bruce Campbell playing Snake Plissken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a beautiful blue eye Jamie's only got one Sam Elliott Ooh, oh yeah. has Snake Plissken Snake Plissken fuck you yeah. fucking right yeah <laughs> you yeah. won't even have to shoot anyone who'll just talk him to do yeah. like alright it's cool like, <laughs> he's definitely better than Chris Christopherson yeah I'll go with that so just basically replace Kurt Russell with Sam Elliott if you had to yeah. <laughs> I mean I'm fine with that yeah. I'm totally cool with that, that yeah. works. Uh, okay so on to the questions um, from the Twitch chat. Oh, right. Let's go. Let's go. Well, Mongo Mongo, Mitch starts us Mongo, off with Mongo. just six more days until the Dead Space game. Yes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Is it? Is that a question? Does yeah. he want to know? Or is, it, is he just telling us? I is think he's just telling us, which is absolutely <laughs> fine. Fucking right, man. Hype. Can't wait. Mama Bucks. What's up? <clears throat> In what light Bucks? of the Fablemans movie coming out this year, if you knew... You were going to be marooned somewhere and could only take one Steven Spielberg movie <laughs> with you. Which would it be and why? Are people suggesting we're going to get marooned? Do they know something we don't? I don't know. Are you on a plane lately? You know what? I... Jurassic Park. Nice. You know, it's a toss-up for me between Duel and Saving Private Ryan. I love Duel because I think it's just an amazing original fucking start for his career. And the tension in that movie mm-hmm. is so good. But uh, man, Saving Private Ryan's one of the got to be one of the greatest war movies ever. Made. I'm taking Jaws. Favorite Private Ryan, and that stuff's exploding. I can just like throw in sound at you. <laughs> I'm taking Jaws to remind myself to not go no, out yeah, the ocean and stay How are we going to escape? I'll tell you how we're not going <laughs> to escape. Right, we're going out there. <laughs> we're <ain't> fucking swimming. <laughs> yeah, we're <ain't> fucking swimming. <laughs> Cheers, Mama Bucks. <laughs> Next question is from Mahoyage. What up, Mahoyage? Hey, what's up, I man? recently saw that Andy doesn't like any Vin Diesel films. No, he doesn't. Is there anything nice <laughs> you can say about him? Okay, well, first of all, it's Vin Diesel performances. Um, okay, I liked that bit in Save It Private Ryan when he's lying on the ground with a bullet in him. Yeah, he was great in that. I am Groot. Fucking anyone could do that. It's, like, <laughs> fucking, it's not even. It don't even sound like him ever uh, since the first one. Since like don't you know, look at me when you're running, you always fucking have a go at me. I know. You're, yeah, I'm you're sorry. Wrong about so, sorry, I don't want to start my like, watch thinking I'm walking. You're wrong about Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's hey, great. I tell you what, I'll say something about Vin Diesel that actually made me laugh. To be fair, because no, I'm not a fan at all. I think he's terrible. But um, there was that uh, picture that came out where um, like he's on his he's on a yacht. And he's got this proper big belly. Oh, really? You know, and obviously he's famed for like being in really good shape. Yeah. And loads of people are like, fucking look at this. Look at Vin Diesel fat on his yacht. I'm like, dude, he's on his yacht. We ain't even got a yacht. <laughs> right. Also, I'm still quite fat. So maybe yeah. fucking give him his props at least for that. No, I'm not a fan. I don't think he's very good. No. That's why we don't listen to that. 
Next question is from Jay Hines. What up, Jay? What's up, man? Thoughts on the Evil Dead Rise trailer? Uh, <laughs> not watching it. Not going to uh, watch the trailer. the trailer. I yeah. don't. I saw the. I saw the teaser. Yeah, I, I saw the oh, teaser. I like the teaser, and so I was like, so "You got me." You got me. I'm, I'm already in. Them, I've seen. I've actually seen the trailer, um, and I was very surprised because when I heard that they were making a new Evil Dead movie and it was called Evil Dead Rise, and it didn't have Bruce Campbell. Um, I was really skeptical. Well, not not in front of the camera, but he is no, behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was really skeptical um, because I was just like, oh, really? Because as a big fan, you don't want it to move away from the source material, as we've already said of a hundred other things, you know. And you're worried about how it's going to dilute the franchise and all this other kind of shit. And then I actually watched the trailer, and um, and it's a shout out to Jay Hines as well because he he always talks about the remake Evil Dead. Yeah. And I recently rewatched that when we got the game. And Solid. I was, and I was like, yeah. I surprised about how good it stood up. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? If they take that same kind of mentality, apply it to this movie. I saw the trailer. Uh, there were some really kind of gory bits, and I'm really kind of excited that it's stemming away from Bruce from the cabin from what we already know and it's basically like hey look a bunch of other fucking idiots read from the book guess what happens yeah. you're like people are gonna get raped by trees <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait for the film jay I've, I've i've said it since the moment it was announced you've got my ticket i'm going to watch this yeah, yeah, anything evil it. dead i'm going to consume it like a rabid deadite i wasn't gonna go <laughs> i wasn't gonna go i know you were I, I couldn't and then this motherfucker that. went We've seen the other movies in the cinema other than Army of Darkness. I'm like, all right. Yeah, we're going. We have yeah. to go now. <laughs> <laughs> we have to I was, go. I was, the only thing that's, I was like, is it definitely going to be in the cinema? That's the only thing I was worried about. Is yeah. It's even going to get released. 100% will be there. Yeah. 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 Thank you for the question, Jay. Question. Yes. Next question is from My Last Trick. What up, My Last Trick? All-time favourite WWE moment. <laughs> Fucking hell. Mankind being thrown off the top of the Hell in a Cell 1998. Triple H returning that, to the Rumble is, after his nice. injury. Well, my, mine was when he come back on Raw. Okay. Is Triple H's return on Raw, because that yeah. is the loudest shit. The, yeah. And that is the pop that's was amazing. That's, I'm going to go with that one because that's just so hard to answer. I could be sitting all night thinking about it. That's why I just went with King of the Ring because we could be here all night um, some of the greatest moments. Um, what's it called? Um, like Shawn Michaels' return at SummerSlam to fight mm. Triple H. That nice. was incredible. Shawn Michaels' first title win despite that Iron Man match not quite holding up, but it's still an amazing all moment. Of, all of Undertaker. Uh, I tell you, I've got one more. Say, I do have one more. Yeah, go for it. Um, because it was too literally my original interest in wrestling and you know the antagonist you know the one he was always against triple h the rock versus hulk hogan at wrestlemania mm, i never amazing. thought i would see the day when these I two were in the ring on. together yeah. um it wasn't the best match ever but it was literally it two was, generations yeah. going at each other and got to, um, what a show got a shout out back last 2000 when the rock beat triple h to the title when stone cold returned with some of the best chair shots in the world that was uh, <laughs> That was pretty like I said, amazing. I was going to go to Judgment Day when that music, he's here. Taker comes blasting down. He comes blasting down and casts <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So great moments. Love it. Love wrestling. <laughs> Cheers for the question, last trick. Mm. Yeah. Uh, question from Mr. Will Guitar. What up, Mr. Up, Will? Will? I happen to see The Capture by chance on iPlayer. Has anyone seen this? And what do you reckon, sirs? Nope. Uh, nope. Never no. heard of uh, BBC iPlayer. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> No, sorry, uh, Mr. Will. That's a You're pass on it. all you three of us. Uh, but I will wiki it, Mr. Will. Don't worry. <laughs> Just to make sure. And then we'll talk about it. <laughs> sorry, Mr. Will. 
Uh, next question is from Master of Reality. What up, Master of Reality? Do you guys like 30s and 40s Universal horror movies? If so, yeah. what's your favourites and why? I love me some black and white classic fucking uh, horror and the Wolfman. I my my all time favourite before uh, sorry before you go uh, is the Invisible Man. I think oh, it's just yeah. absolutely brilliant, especially the special effects. I think it's great. Uh, Frankenstein, just fucking Boris Karloff, man. Mm. Yeah, I just love that. He's fucking tattooed on my fucking hand for God's yeah. Right, because you want to show um, it. <laughs> I don't know if you well, can see very audio podcast. Yeah, audio. I know, but for those that can't watch it, to describe it in an audio film, it's Frankenstein. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I love that era. I, I wish that they could bring it back as well, but they, you know, they've tried to to restart it and failed that dark universe haven't they they have yeah um, but except the, the the modern invisible man I thought was really impactful really yeah. good oh do you know what yeah I'll let you have that yeah. but again it was yeah it was a very interesting they turned it into a sci-fi movie though didn't they yes like, they did yeah, yeah 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 best Frankenstein monster moment ever Save it on the Ritz <laughs> from young Frankenstein <laughs> What was yours, Gary? You uh, the Wolfman. Yeah, the Wolfman. I love the Wolfman. Nice, yeah, nice. The, the whole curse, the whole gypsy curse thing, the yeah. transformation, the man versus beast, the Jekyll and Hyde kind of thing. Yeah, the I'm dual personalities. Smoking. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. fucking <laughs> love that shit. Gene Hackman is just pouring soup on his lap and shit. <laughs> Thank you for the question, Master Reality. Uh, next question is from Richie Scarface. What's what up, Richie? Up? Hi, guys. First off, Happy New Year. For Andy and Ian, it's Richie DBZ. I had an accident at the start of the year, so changed my name and changed ah. identity and moved countries, and nobody knows where I am. But my question okay. is, <laughs> seeing as Vince McMahon is looking to sell WWE, mm. who do you want to be the next owners? Oh, fuck. fuck do you knows. know, honestly, mm. honestly, I'm yeah. just... Disney, because I'm already paying for Disney Plus. I was, Fuck about, it. I was about to say that same thing. Disney, you know, um, like there, there were lots of rumors about I, I people less, around the world yeah. who were going to sell it. But honestly, it's really it doesn't matter who they sell it to. Just keep him out of creative. They're just going to shove. Just keep the, Vince out of creative. Keep, I care about that gonna, more. No, but they they need him creative because I was no, saying they that don't. They, no, they do. No, right? they don't. People have been saying for years about wanting it going back to the Attitude Era, right? Attitude Era ended in 1999 when he made it go public. And once he made it go mm, public, it right, hasn't been able to go to to the Attitude Era again. He makes it go private. He can go back to no. those kind okay. of things. Well, but they, you know, wait, wait. Yeah. On that, mm. you know the whole PG thing, yeah? Yeah, yeah. That worked for them. That is their choice. It's nothing to do with it being public. That is, It's not a requirement from the network. This actually came out fairly recently. Yeah. The networks have never required them to be PG. They've made that choice. Because they're trying so, to sell it to more... Yeah. Right. So yeah. if anything stopping it going back to the Attitude Era, it's Vince by going, no, I want it to be PG. Now, yeah, but make, we don't want to go the back creative, to the Attitude Era. Well, no, I'm not saying yeah. we do. I want it to continue as it is because yeah. the creative is not... Has, has never been better for, for years, frankly, as it has been since Triple H took over. Mm. So... I, I don't want Vince anywhere fucking near it. I don't want him to go like, you know what someone like Karen Cross needs? A gimp mask. I don't need that shit. I, I'm going to have this on record because... When Preferably he, don't sell it to the when he comes out <laughs> When he comes out in London and to the money in the bank, you're praising the praising to Vince. Oh, mate, I guarantee you, Vince comes out of the Rumble, he gets cheered. It's hilarious. Yeah. Even, I tell you, yeah, he's no going to be out of the Rumble, he's going to be there at Red Mania... He's he's back. He never left in the first place. He had a couple of Mate, weeks off. Don't I was so I I have I have enjoyed 
Bray Wyatt's content so oh. much, and he hasn't even wrestled. You I know, know there's no way tired. that continues. There's no way that continues. His match at Rumble better be fucking good, or I'm all those sure, promos are going to be. I'm sure it will be, but it, I'm just... He yeah, needs but, to win the Rumble. Who? Bray. No, Bray. he doesn't. You keep yeah. him as far away from that world title as possible. No, He's The win. last thing he needs is the world title. Then they go nowhere with his character. They go everywhere with his character. You they better go movie? somewhere with his character. All I've seen is him pull off promos with L.A. Knight. Yeah, and they've L- been phenomenal. L.A. Knight. Who's been that's, great. That's his adversary at the moment. Yeah, L.A. That's Knight. That's his first guy back. L.A. What's Knight wasn't any good in TNA. He was no good in NXT. He and he's about good. to get smashed by he Bray Wyatt. So all of this is building up. No, sorry, guy. We're Oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it's Triple H. It's totally fine. Triple H. You wait the next fucking podcast. We're gonna be all over. The rest of the whole news is gonna be rumble news. Mate. It's gonna. It's, put it this way. It's gonna be. Uh, well, I mean, 2022 was an interesting year for wrestling anyway. But it's gonna yeah, be it's very crazy. Yeah. Happens. Seems like every morning I wake up and there's uh, there's some Something new fucking new, yeah. news story. But there's a lot of speculation as well, which annoys me. Yeah. And a follow-up question from Richie Gary. Do you have Dead Space already installed and ready to play? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I, but I'm going to. If like, already yet. installed, he'd be kicking us out right yeah, now. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Get out of my <laughs> Um, but no, I do know that if you are pre-ordering it on Steam, uh, that you actually get given free Dead Space 2. So if you've never played the Dead Space games before, you buy the new one, then you get to roll right into Dead Space yeah. 2 afterwards if you're playing it on PC. That's awesome. That's immense. That's really awesome. Yeah, that's uh, I love the second one. Um, but uh, no, I will absolutely be getting it though, Richie. It's almost, almost a reminder, so thank you. <laughs> Alrighty, we got one last question, and Ooh. it's from Code Dude. What up, Code what Dude? Up? What's the backlog like for movie reviews these days? Oh, cheers for the question, Code Dude. And in, in all honesty, we after covid and it's called a backlog for a reason uh, and the, and obviously um I, I me and ian made that executive decision to stop recording patreon requests while um, whilst out, yeah. whilst we were all in lockdown uh, and jess stepped in uh for you know, like three four months or so um and in that time all of the patreon lists they more kept coming in and they you know the, the backlog got extensive um and i do know like the the keep that's just gone out um and um uh, there's another one coming out soon mm. um some some patrons have waited a year or just a bit more to get their request what i can say is that those that are requesting now are only going to be waiting a few months yeah uh, before the their film YouTube comes process. up um because i know we're all living free. in like i mean it's, it's not like a a wine or anything it's just, just the facts um our patreon revenue is dipping mm. our youtube revenue is dipping um obviously the patreon support is 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 the backbone it's phenomenal but i understand like times are freaking hard yeah, right yeah, now yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. so all the support we get is amazing keeps us going and keeps us being able to do what we do um but of course yeah there hasn't been as many new signups lately which is also fine as long as our existing ones stay <laughs> please um uh, but it does mean uh, like next week, mm. Ian and I, for the first time since starting the Patreon, yeah. are choosing which films we want to review. Yeah, and that is uh, we're kind of a little bit excited uh, yeah. because there are certain films that we're really like, oh, oh, we get to pick now, we get to choose. Well, you said this to me, didn't you? You said, look, our Patreon list is starting to get low because we have completed it, and yeah. we obviously we do send out messages to obviously the people who are already still signed up to us to say, look, can you give us some more film reviews so that obviously. They keep donating to the show and we keep doing their film reviews. Um, and then 
like we we see more messages come through in comments from people saying look can you review this can you review this instead of them signing up and obviously donating to us so with our let with our with our list going low gary even mentioned it to me like what should we start doing and i said dude let's just start looking at all the the messages that people drop us and most frequent start, comments start doing that because like yeah getting the money in is cool and it helps and it keeps us going um but jesus christ when we first started we had nothing and all we had was films to do you know if that's where we go back then I know that we'll, we'll we'll surge back up again because that's all you've just got to keep doing. You've just got to keep those film reviews going out, the content going out. Yeah, fuck it. I'd love to get paid for it. But at the same, at the end of the day, if I'm working to do something to just keep it going and then the payoff is in, in a little while, then let's get to that little while. Um, just don't take a fucking advantage. You know? <laughs> right. don't, don't just everybody quit and just go, yeah, we're just going to put it in the fucking YouTube channel now and Ian's going to pick up a list. Because I won't. I'll just say to Gary, no, fuck it. We're going back to Curse of the Queer Wolf. We'll go back to fucking movies that these people have never heard of before. Curse of the Queer Wolf. There is a movie called Curse of the Queer okay, Wolf. I, I highly spoke. recommend it. Yeah, yeah. Highly recommend You're talking it. talking about Terrifier? Fuck you. Curse of the Queer Wolf, man. I told you I knew movies more than you. <laughs> On that note, Ian highly recommends Terrifier 2. Um, best movie of 2022. <laughs> but, no. Not, not getting drawn into that. With that, that's going to bring us to the end of Podcast 52. I just want to say thank you, Ian and Andy, yes. as always. Pleasure. And, of course, thank you to everyone in the live chat right now. That means so much. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to this podcast. We'll be back next month celebrating our 10-year yes. anniversary ten year. of Off the Shelf ten Reviews. You want to do the Jeremy years. Piven bit there, like, 10 years! Ten years. <laughs> so hopefully you guys uh, tune in next month. Of course, you can find us on Discord, on Patreon, on Facebook, on Twitter, and on YouTube. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much.